All right, hey, if you just downloaded this and you're listening to this first and you're wanting to listen to the San Diego Comic-Con episode, it was so big we had to break it up into two parts. Yeah, I'm recording this in my car. Get over it. Anyway, we recorded this in two parts. If you're listening to this first, you're listening to the wrong one. So you need to go back and you need to record San Diego Comic-Con 2015 part one and listen to that part first because like, you're like in the middle of the discussion right now and that's just stupid. So yeah, here it is. Here's part two of 2015 Pop Culture Leftover. 2015 San Diego Comic-Con 2015 review. Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read, but their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and if the leftovers like it, They'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. And this is where I say, hey, and we're back. Yeah. Like I always do. Mr. Originality here. Showrunner killing it every week, like people say. Smooth as molasses on the transition. Yep. <laughs> hey, and we're back. <laughs> you can just record that as a drop. So you don't yeah, do I don't have to say it anymore. Hey, we're back. <laughs> it's time for that segment. It's called, hey, and we're back. Everybody's favorite segment. I bet it is. We can call it, allons-y. Oh, God. <laughs> he just keeps continuing to dig it. Now? <laughs> no, when did I ask him to be on the show? What's with all the. I haven't listened to the last five, six episodes. What's with all the fridge shit? Is that something that's been happening? There was. Okay, we, we read that book. Last episode. Brian, yeah, Brian K. Vaughn wrote that We Stand on Guard book. And there's a character in there that speaks French. And uh, I was like, I, I hated it because it's like, I don't speak French. And then fucking this pompous asshole over here is like, oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. And then he started quoting, like, saying shit in French. Jerry Lewis, oui, oui, ha, And uh, being some smug, pompous, fucking French-speaking asshole. And uh, now he's doing it this episode. Thinks it's real funny and shit. And I just want it to go away. <laughs> I just want it to go away. <laughs> You are very French because of your outrageous French accent. Right? Are we doing Monty Python yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. See, they're funny when they do it. Yeah. This guy over yeah. here, not so much. All right, San Diego Comic Con news. We're Boom! Gonna, finally, some of it. So, yeah, we got some regular news, some but of it. yeah, some of it. But most, yeah, we're gonna do some San Diego Comic Con news. Ron Perlman talked uh, during Comic Con about Hellboy Three. Yeah. He said, uh, if there's a real honesty to fan culture relationships, we owe the world the finale of Hellboy. We set up the whole film. It's a deal we made. I don't want to do Hellboy 4 or 5. I want to finish the fucking trilogy. Mm-hmm. Perlman feels that the third film might be about the character of Hellboy having to embrace his darker side and become the beast of the apocalypse so that he can defeat the film's main villain. Perlman also said that he had to call studio executives to apologize for the June 3rd tweet. You guys remember the Hellboy 3 tweet that he put out? Yeah. 
He had to call the film, the studio executives to apologize for that tweet and acknowledge that while he's spoken to director Guillermo del Toro, there has been nothing concrete regarding a possible third film. Mm. So I still love that he wants to complete the trilogy. Yeah, it helps that he's acting like this, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if there's any way, like, you know, with what we saw with maybe Deadpool, you know, get the fans behind it and maybe you can make something like that happen if the studios are hesitant, you know, which I don't know why they would be, but I don't know. Well, I'm, the last movie didn't do too well, I don't think, in the theaters. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it was. Last movie didn't do too well, and since, since, you know, since then, thing, the game has changed a little bit. Um, you know, there's not as many like sales, DVD sales and Blu-ray sales and things like that. It's not physical sales. It's all about downloads. And with people illegally downloading things and pirating things, they don't think that there's going to be that, um, on the back end, they're not going to be able to make the money back if, right. if, 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 if the movie fails. So that's what they're worried about. So. I think yeah. Hellboy 3 is not something you can kickstart. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to way too much money. Way too much money. You can't have it look worse than 2, so you've got to at least right. uphold the standards of what you've done so exactly. far. Exactly. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. I, I wasn't thinking about that. The effects money. You're just not thinking today, are you, Jay? No. And just the plot that Brian laid out in that report would obviously cost a lot more money. It sounds like a very special effects-laden plot with yeah. him, like... yeah. You know, being the Lord of Darkness and all we, that. Are stuff. we having some problems with our headphones here, guys? Yeah. Something going on? What's going on? I get like, a lot of looks. I can hear. Oh, I, I'm, there's nothing wrong. Oh, okay. It's just, I just took one off. Okay. It wasn't coming out of that ear anyway. So. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just to make sure everybody's comfortable. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable on this show. I, I appreciate ever. that. I want to make sure everyone's comfortable. It's, no, it's like... You're I'm creeping me out now. Yeah, we're getting weird. <laughs> I know. It's getting darker in here, too. Yeah. I did just lose headphones. They're right there. You didn't lose them. No, I lost the sound. Oh. <laughs> this is a great start to San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> we got big news. Jay just lost his headphones. I bet there's people out there that are like, oh, shit. This episode's not good because Frank's not getting drunk. I got it. You think those people exist? Fuck yeah. They turned it off. Uh, Frank's not even here. Frank's not here. I'm done. <laughs> done with this episode. Yeah. I came, I came here to listen to a, a grown man get pissed drunk, <laughs> vomit, drop an iPad. <laughs> You're not living up to that standard. Fuck you, pop culture leftovers. You really let me down this You time. really let me down, motherfuckers. Sequel, we, we had sequelitis. Yeah. Oh, man. And the people congratulating us on like 100 episodes and shit, like... Like, 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 who's going to take us off the fucking air? <laughs> pretty much all you guys, like, some guys that fucking, like, that are pretty persistent, yeah. just put out a fucking piss poor show every week. Who's going to take us down? Somebody going to take us down? <laughs> no one will take us down. You can't. It's podcasting. No one has power over us, right? Wow, you just... There I am. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Rock, hey, welcome. Into me. Hey. welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Shit. Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Oh, well. Well, fits in with the entire episode. Yeah, there we go. All right, guys, let's talk about this Ash vs. Evil Dead trailer. Mm. Yeah. Hope we all saw it. Yeah. I did. What, Guys, what did you think about this Ash vs. Evil Dead trailer? Wow. I mean, we've seen, like, teasers and shit. But man, we got to see a good three minutes of Ash vs. Evil Dead. 
What did you guys think about this? Yeah. And, you know, I, hey, hold on. We got a rating system on this bitch, right? Yeah, I was getting ready to throw out my rating there. <laughs> yeah. You stopped me just in time. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, I didn't even drop the news fucking bumper. Yeah, this episode's just all over the place. <laughs> let's, all right, let's, we got bumper back up. Yeah, yeah, hey, welcome to San Diego. We're in the midst of news. Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. It's a lot of a news and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo. It's belated as fuck, yo. <laughs> and we have a rating system on here. And if you're not familiar with our rating system, here it is. Something about knitting sweaters. Knitting sweaters and what was the other thing? I don't remember. I don't either. Weird ass fucking emails. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they enough. toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right. So, yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead trailer. Uh, this is the Stars uh, series. This is not a movie. This is a uh, Stars, uh, like a mini series. Yeah. It's going one season on Stars, I think. Yeah. Is it 10 half hour episodes? Something I think like I read that. something it, like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, Bruce Campbell's back as Ash. Yes, and uh, what Jake? Yeah, Tupperware, right? Oh, it's yeah, yeah. I was blown away. Not not expecting anything different out of you. Yeah, but it, it was even better than <laughs> I hoped for. I, I thought maybe it would look cheesy. you like bobbleheads were just popping into your head oh, the whole time. Gosh. Can't wait for these Ash versus Evil Dead bobbleheads. I hope that's true. I hope you're not fucking. <laughs> <I'm> no, <laughs> no, no. But for real, yeah, yeah. Ash versus Evil Dead, you Tupperware. Yeah, it looked fantastic, yeah. and it looked. One thing I really liked about it is it looked a lot more on the Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two side of things than the Army of Darkness side of things. Like it looked like it had a lot of like horror gore and, and like it looked a lot more horror centric than yeah. like maybe Army of Darkness sure so I was really excited for that so it took away a little bit of that fantasy element yes yes, yes Army of Darkness back to the like Which cabins was, yeah it was fun but yeah this oh, was yeah. like we're getting back to like uh, the Necronomicon and yes. like yeah and the uh, oh man yeah I want to talk about this now go for it, it go for it I took away it too I thought this was great I thought it was a great trailer it really set the tone for like what kind of movie we're gonna get yeah it goes totally back to like Evil Dead Evil Dead Two and uh, I loved it when he's like uh, giving exposition and talking to that character what was his name the uh, was it Pablo or some shit I think you're his right. sidekick yeah his yeah. sidekick <laughs> they were pretty silent just reminded me of like Napoleon Dynamite characters that don't really say much but they're just kind of there to like bounce shit off of yes, you know what I mean yes, yes. and like he's just like talk, giving him exposition like you know I quoted the words and I woke something up and I'm just like oh my god I love this yes, I love yes, this this yes, is yes, so yes. fucking good and uh, I, I, what, what I didn't know is that he's not working at S-Mart it was like some value mart or something yeah I think like you're that. right I think yeah you're right it's like that. why can't you just use S-Mart I didn't get that. Maybe like things have changed and S Mart went out of business and now it's Value Mart. I don't know. They'll, hopefully they'll explain that. But Maybe that was, there's some rights issues yeah. with that. Who knows? Might be. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, I, I Tupperware it too. I thought it looked absolutely phenomenal. I love the uh, the scene where he like made the crosses and put them on the graves. And yes. she's like, you do know they were Jewish, right? And I was just like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was super funny when they do the classic Raimi shot where they're like doing the quick cuts to him preparing everything. Yes. And he's preparing putting his girdle on. Yes. I, that was like great. Raimi making fun of like his own like director joke, you know, like I thought that was really meta and funny. Yeah, and it's like it's like uh who is gonna be a bigger enemy in this series for Ash? Is it gonna be the fucking deadites and demons or is it gonna be old age? Yes. And I love that. 
You know what I mean? He's going to be battling old age and probably like, you know, uh, creaky knees and shit throughout <laughs> this. You know what I mean? Like, I can totally see him like running away from like a fucking demon and then his leg getting like a crink, like a, like a crick in it or like, like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. A muscle tightening too. up and being like, oh God, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck, you know? I think that'd be great. So, <laughs> Dave, what did you think about Ash versus Evil Dead? Tupperware all the way. I enjoyed uh, every moment of that trailer. It was probably my favorite trailer to come out from the entire San Diego Comic Con. Spoilers! Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what did you think? Um, I, you know, honestly, like, I'm not a huge fan of Evil Dead. Uh, my first exposure was Army of Darkness, so okay. that tells you where I started with this whole shit. Oh. Um, but it did, it, you know, I kind of disagree. Like, parts of it did kind of remind me of the fun I had watching that. It was, it was actually like, I don't know if it would have been better to see the first ones first before Army of Darkness, because I think it was fun to kind of go back. And this one kind of reminds me of that fun of looking back on the other two films, you know what I mean? I could see that. So I, I was like pleasantly surprised that that was kind of the road that they were going. The humor was fantastic. Uh, there was practical effects, of course, so mm-hmm. nothing was too mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. but still like cool to watch because it was all practical effects. Um, but yeah, I yeah, totally, totally over blew my expectations for what I was expecting this to be. If you're not subscribing to stars and you're a fan, yeah. you're going to be subscribing come October 31st. Yeah. yeah, I'm just waiting. It'll be like the day before I call the cable company. I've got it. I'm ready and, to go. You know, the other thing is, is like, uh, we don't talk about comedies on the show a lot necessarily, mm-hmm. but like this was funny as shit and it was just as funny as it's always been. Yeah. if not funnier at moments. So like this was just a trailer. They, yeah. They put together a great trailer. Yeah. But how is the series overall going to be? Right. I'll give it to him that they put together a great trailer, but like over the course of episodes, you know what I mean? Yeah, is, if it's is just it be ten half-hour episodes, I, I bet they not like blow their wad on this trailer. Like I have confidence in it. I hope so. I hope so. I'm hoping. Yeah, you know. I'm just saying. The like, young sidekicks, you know, you, I think you've got a lot of story there to tell that's going to be fun with the yeah. young sidekicks and shit mm-hmm. like that. They're all going to die, hopefully, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about the scene where he's using the force to yeah. kind of... Oh, where he jumps and catches yeah. the uh, chainsaw. I was there. just like, well, yes. that reminds me of the well scene. Yeah, exactly. You know? Fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was totally surprised how much I liked it. I did enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Tupperware party. For yeah. The evil oh party. shit. Tupperware party. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, today's Sunday and San Diego Comic Con's still going on today. It I is. Think it's mostly TV stuff today, right? It's kind of like wrap up TV stuff. Like all the movie stuff got yeah, taken care of. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't think there's a big Hall H deal today. No, right? no, no, no. This is all like wrap up stuff and like just like TV news. I think. So I'm not even following it right now. No. So whatever. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, Robert Kirkman, he seems to be a big deal these days. Yeah. Creator of The Walking Dead. And, uh, he reached a deal with Cinemax to bring one of his other comic books, which is only 10 issues in, Outcast, to Cinemax. And, uh, we got to see the Outcast trailer. Uh, did everybody here see the Outcast trailer? I did not. I did not either. All right, guys. Glad to see that you're on top of it. Dave, you did <laughs> see it. You did see it. What did you think? Of, have you been reading Outcast? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed this trailer about as much as that first Fear the Walking Dead teaser. Really? Yeah. What the fuck is? What do you mean? It just it, it didn't show us much of anything. Um, I, we got a little bit of 
Oh, it's going to be some sort of possession thing. Are you comparing it to the to the Fear the Walking Dead trailer? Yeah, I just I just, it was just a guy running in that trailer. This like actually showed us some other things. Like I I can understand like I'm saying if you didn't read the comic, you wouldn't know anything about it other than there's something about possession. Sure. That's all I saw. I think that's the hook. That's the grabber. Do they use Robert Kirkman's name? But it movie? wasn't. But it wasn't. Yeah, they say. Well, then that's the Robert grabber. Kirkman. That's from the, the maker of the Walking Dead. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Robert Kirkman is doing a you know uh, a fucking TV series about possession. I, that's the grabber. It just showed somebody stand up in a weird way, toss it. Yeah. Didn't make me want to see it at all. And it's on Cinemax, so no holds barred as far as yeah what what could happen. Which right. we got no taste of in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It was it was just very by the numbers, dark. Little bit of weirdness with evil possessed kid at the end. Will you watch? Uh, oh yeah! Like, Did it work? No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I have faith in it because I read the comic. Okay. But as a, I, as a, as a trailer, yeah. I was just like, wow, really? The all the cool things that happened in that comic, and they have Kirkman's people, name though. I mean, half of it is somebody riding in a car. They have Kirkman's name. Why spoil the shit if you're just going to bring everyone in with Kirkman? I agree. You got Kirkman's name. Like, and it's a teaser trailer. It's the first that we're seeing of this show. It's the they, guy that did Walking Dead. They announced it. They announced it. And then they gave us a teaser trailer. I mean, I thought, I thought it was a successful trailer because I understand it's about possession and Kirkman's involved and it got me to look forward to it. So I think that good things are going to come out of the show. So I didn't see anything that was like, oh, fucking toss that trailer. The Fear of the Walking Dead was just some dude running out of a fucking window. Like, this was, like, not just some dude running out of a window because somebody's possessed. So I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was a good trailer. I didn't think it was, like, oh, Tupperware. It was definitely not Ash versus Evil Dead. But there was nothing in this trailer to be like, oh, man, fuck this trailer. They've bombed it. <laughs> this trailer does not get me. This trailer just does not want me to watch this show at all. Like, that's basically, if I toss a trailer, I'm basically saying, like, I don't even want to watch this show at all. I don't even want to give it a shot, regardless of it being a comic book or not. Minority Report, that trailer, fucking thought it was awful. I don't even watch the fucking, if I didn't have to do this fucking show, I wouldn't watch the Minority Report TV show. Because that trailer was awful. This trailer was not awful. Definitely a taste it, and I'll watch the TV show. Yeah, that's dedication. That, that Minority Report show did not look It good. looked horrible. Yeah, yeah if, if I hadn't read the comic, that trailer would not make me want to watch the show one bit. Yeah, fair enough. Been a lot of Walking Dead fans. That's all it takes. Walking Dead. Actually, that's what we're going to talk about next. The Walking Dead Season 6 uh, trailer. Um, this was like a three-minute trailer. Yeah. And... Um, Jay, are you, do you watch Walking Dead? I don't, but I did watch this. Okay. I've watched at least three seasons, though, so okay. I'm not all okay. the way behind. But, um, Dave, you watched it. What did you think? Um, I think we're definitely going to get the payoff of all of the stuff that Rick was saying in the last season about you guys are totally unprepared for what's going on outside those walls by what we saw in the trailer. Uh, the addition of Ethan Embry to the cast uh, was a high point for it, so I give it a high taste it. What about Ethan Embry are you looking forward to? I've enjoyed his work uh, consistently through his career, and uh, I, I'm very excited to see them getting uh, actors that I love added to the cast. So it didn't take you out of it like, oh, man, I know that guy. No, not at all. Okay. What's he from? Ethan Embry uh, started out uh, the oldest 
The, probably the first thing I saw him in was he played Rusty Empire new, Records. Empire Records, and he played yeah. Rusty yeah. in the newest Vegas Vacation. Okay, yeah, and I've I've consistently enjoyed his work, but it didn't take me out of it. Okay, no, I was just curious. I didn't know. I, I saw him, and for a second there, it was like I recognized him, and it kind of took me out of it. Like you know, you know what I mean. Like there's that moment, like where you're getting into a trailer. Yes, there's a moment where you're getting into a trailer, and Who's you're that like. Guy? <laughs> Like, no, it's like, I knew who it was. It's like, oh, that's the Empire Records guy. And, like, as I'm watching the trailer, I'm thinking about, like, yeah. Or, like, what you're saying. Like, where is he from? And, like, think about all the other work that he's done. And it kind of took me out of the trailer for a moment, so I had to watch it again. So it did – it's I'm not saying he's going to be bad on the show, but I'm just saying it kind of took me out of that moment. Um, What about, like, the – they're alluding to that this season there's going to be confrontation between Rick and Morgan. What do you think in there? I'd say that's a very likely thing, considering the fact that Morgan was the guy who gave Rick the second chance. Rick probably wouldn't have made it through those initial first hours of being awake. And now to see what Rick has become, like one, just a couple steps away from being the governor, it it would would really bother Morgan. Watch the trailer again. It's really weird. Like They make it seem like there's conversations that are happening between Rick and Morgan that are really... Like, 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 there's this huge conflict between the two. But if you watch it, they're never in a scene together. Hmm. It's like, it's really misleading. Right. And they make it seem like, I think it's misdirection. I think they're making it seem like there's like this huge conflict between Rick and Morgan this season. And in all actuality, they never show those two in a scene together talking. It's like Morgan, for all we know, could be talking to one of the wolves at the gate. You know what I mean? Yeah. For all we know. I think there's actually going to be more conflict between Daryl and Rick this season. I'm going to say, I, I hope they go that direction because the scene with Daryl and him facing off looked very promising. I'm actually kind of over that too because it's like we saw that shit in season two. Like Rick's right-hand man, Shane, and we saw like them two self-destruct. I would rather see like Rick have a thicker-than-blood you know, relationship with a character. You know, uh, thick as blood. You know, like, like brothers. It's like you've it's played out. You've already done the fucking Rick Shane dynamic, where those two had to fucking you know. It's played out. You've already done it. I want these two to be tight. I want fucking I want fucking Rick to back Daryl up, and I want Daryl to back Rick up. I want that to be a constant. And I think even the shit with Morgan, like it came off like at the end of last season, Morgan saw what he saw. Rick, cold blooded killer and shit. And I think that this trailer. You, the, the scenes never matched up well. It never seemed like two of them were in the same scene together talking, and I think that's misdirection too. There might be a little bit of conflict at the beginning, but it just never looked like they were in the same scene together. Um, do you think that they're going to go this season with the No Way Out plot from the comic books? That's probably how the season will end. Yeah. I th- I'm thinking in the second half of the season, I think that's where we're going to go, where... I don't want to spoil it though. But yeah, I think, I'm gonna say don't yeah. spoil it. I, yeah. I think I think uh, the mid-season break will be where the head of the right. Alexandria community makes a mistake. Yep, 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 yep. And and then we You're will right. end the season with a we'll see some barbed wire wrapped around. Yeah, something. agreed. Well, I don't. Yeah, I want to say it, but not say mm-hmm. it. You right, know? right. Now, what's the barbed wire going to be wrapped around? (laughs) (laughs) To anybody who knows what I'm talking about, they know exactly what I'm talking about. As far as um, 
the okay they showed it looks like Daryl is in a lot of oh yeah I know this rhymes and sounds stupid Daryl's in a lot of peril um, Daryl peril Daryl peril Daryl Daryl put a beat peril. behind that yeah <laughs> Daryl yeah so uh, Daryl is in a lot of peril he looks like he's captured and somebody's like he's like uh, tied up against a tree somebody's got a gun to his head and like people are already saying oh he's captured he's been captured by the wolves he's been captured by the wolves Dave. I'm going to disagree. I'm calling bullshit on that. I don't know if you caught in the trailer, but none of the fucking people that he was captured by, exactly, none of them had the W on their forehead. Correct. So I'm thinking that it's people that have been exiled from Alexandria. So that's just my guess. I guess we'll find out if that's true this season. Yeah, that makes way more sense because that was when I I was like, oh, shit, the wolves. And then I saw no Ws. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's something else. I, the, the the thing is like I like I said I said earlier like I think it's played out with like the whole dynamic between Rick and Shane and if they're gonna play that in with Rick and Morgan but on the flip side I am confused on how Morgan and Rick are gonna work together this season. I hope Daryl learns how to build zombie traps like that like that one that he walked into with all the trailers. Oh wow! I loved that. Wow, that was sadistic as fuck. But. <laughs> right, but I'm saying like it, it was like when Carol used the yeah. zombie horde to take down Terminus. Yeah, it's like using sure. the, the resources around you as a weapon. It's true. I loved it. I don't think that they're above that at this point. No, not at all. I yeah. Yeah, I mean, hell, I mean, Michonne, when we first met her, <laughs> was walking around with fucking two zombie pets. Mm-hmm. So, Would my you, pet zombies. Uh, did you guys rate it? I was I spacing out during that. I, I Tupperware this. I, I fucking like like this looks like 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 I Tupperware last season. I thought last season was probably the best season in a long time, and um, I Tupperware this trailer. I thought it was phenomenal. I, I give did. it a high taste. Okay, so I'm interested in Jay. Do you, does it make you want to go back and get caught up? Uh, yeah, absolutely, actually. This was like reminding me of what I loved about the first and second seasons of the show where it was kind of that tone. And we have, yeah, we have some kind of similar themes going on. But I think that's interesting. And it's interesting that we see this evolution of Rick. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, that's that's also like something that I was extremely interested from the beginning. Like, where is this guy going to go? That was my main like concerned as far as characters. So right. I, I was really excited about it. And it reminded me like season three, like kind of bored me in a lot of ways. This reminded me of, uh, you know, the, the zombies that I saw from the first and second season where you're seeing hordes of them and mm-hmm. they, and you're kind of seeing different variations of them. Yeah. They showed us a ton of different types of zombies in yeah. this one. This looked way more intense than I think I've seen in a while. Dude, you know? Yeah. You give me a fucking trailer where Michonne's cutting their heads off and shit. Yeah. I'm down. Well, she sounds that like was a jam-packed awesome. trailer. Awesome. It was pretty awesome. There was a lot of action in this one. I seriously like, you know, I didn't stop watching because of any other reason than I, you know, I just got bored with mm-hmm. it and I was so blown away with season one and two that I was like, okay. You know, when are they going to catch their their stride again and we're going to see some of this mm-hmm. stuff? And I think this trailer just nailed it as far as that. Uh, Dave, maybe you can fill me in because I didn't watch this. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt your text there. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. No, go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. No, did you watch the Fear the Walking Dead trailer? Uh-huh. Did they have a, did they have like a, a new extended one? Yes. I thought that they did and I didn't watch it. So could you fill us in on what happened in that and what your, what your expectations okay, are? Okay, the, the show? thing that we've never ever seen from Robert Kirkman is an explanation of 
how the world got the way it is now. And I love that. Yeah. That's one of the things that I loved about this series. Unfortunately, it looks like we're going to get that explanation. Okay. Fuck my life. Yeah. It's following a family uh, through the final (laughs) days of civilization. And like they're seeing clips on YouTube of guys being shot by police officers and getting up and like it's, they're going to break it down. Mm. They're going to, they're going to tell you, they're, they're, they're not like, going to tell us like what started the zombie apocalypse. There's right? one character who seems very dead set on it. See, I we don't know whether it's this or we don't know whether it's that. We yeah. have to find out. Like uh, it, he seems very dead set on. Finding I mean, out I was how. fine. I was fine with them going to the CDC in the first season. It wasn't a part of the comics, but I was fine with them doing it. Yeah, it makes sense. And I was like, okay, that's that's all the explanation we need. Even the CDC doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's move on from there. But like, this just sounds stupid. Yep, it's, it sounds like a blatant cash grab. Yeah, yeah. In the comic, do you find out the same info a different way that, or do you just never find out that everyone no, it's, is already no. infected? No, they're just they're just that's trying to stay alive. Only, that's a show only thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, 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 they 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 never have time to like get, but they tease you with it with the with the what character is it? the the guy with the mullet. Um, What's his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. They tease you with it. like Billy Ray Cyrus looking motherfucker. Yeah, like we're going Abraham's sidekick guy that he's well, to protect. I don't want right. to watch it. And they, oh. did, they did some scenes of like the military blowing up Milton. cities. Milton. And, yeah, Milton, right? Milton Bradley. No, the, no, the, no. The, famous, <laughs> the board maker. No, they, they make they, famous they board games. They tease you that like, oh, we have answers. And then it turns out, no, there's no answers. I so. quit halfway through the third season. Okay. Well, it's it's something that has never been addressed by Kirkman, and it looks like we're going to address it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to what we're going to do is we're going to move on to Marvel news. Yeah, I'll play the yeah. Go the ahead. Where yeah. <laughs> get people excited. Marvel news. Be excited. <laughs> Payoff though at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. Marvel news. Right, hilarious. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Marvel has cast Elodie Young as Electra for season two of Daredevil. Dave, I'm sure she's been in a musical that you saw recently. Never heard of her. Okay. <laughs> I'm shocked. She was in G.I. Joe Retaliation. That's the second movie in the G.I. Joe. That's why I've never heard of her. <laughs> well, she's, uh, uh, but she is also, uh, th- th- Dave, this is going to blow your mind. Uh, she's an extremely uh, unknown actress here in the States, but she's very well-known uh, in France. She is a French actress. So hmm. I'm surprised that you have not heard of this female actress. I, I, don't, I don't know anything about France. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, which we touched on last episode and this episode. Not a big fan of French people. Nope, not or at the, all. Or the language. Nope. Or characters in certain mediums I'm speaking from the language. America. Yeah. <laughs> I eat freedom fries. <laughs> but it looks like Marvel has cast a, uh, an empowered female French actress to play Elektra in season two of Daredevil. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to freeze it, man. I don't know anything about her. I just know that, that, she is, that, that she is very well regarded in France for her acting. So, Dave, you're, I just hear, <laughs> upon hearing that, you've got to give it a toss. I'm going to toss it. 
Just based on Dave giving French bad, bad, a bad name. Episode, I, just, I don't want anything more to do with French. There, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to freeze it. I, I didn't watch G.I. Joe Retaliation. Yeah. I never will either. It's not Jennifer Garner. I say toss it. Electra's American. America. Electra's Greek. Anyway. <laughs> she's on Netflix. She's, she's going to be American. <laughs> All right, we learned this week that actress Marissa Tomei has been offered the role of Aunt May. Schwing. <laughs> oh, come on. Damn, never thought that would be a combination of uh, castings, did you? This means, guys, if you if you go back and you watch The Wrestler, you can watch Aunt May give Whiplash a lap dance. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. That hurts my brain. So this is not your daddy's Aunt May. This is Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? You can give dad for Father's Day. <laughs> Marissa Tomei? Yeah, exactly. Mom's getting Jai Courtney. Dad's getting Marissa Tomei. Is she going to make me some of them old-fashioned wheat cakes? There you go. <laughs> it's sound advice. Yeah. <laughs> So, guys, what are your thoughts on 50-year-old Marissa Tomei being Aunt May? I, I have rhymes, too. It Marissa does. Tomei being Aunt May. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say about Marissa Tomei Jay? being Aunt May? Daryl Farrell. Jay. Yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. Start, here we Start go. over. All right, this is natural. So, Jay, what do you say about Marissa Tomei being Aunt May? Oh, shit. Today. Oh! Oh, man. Oh! Stop it. <laughs> That's not French at all. Um, I love Marissa Tomei, so I can't. What's French for shut the fuck up, right? I mean, what? what, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'll Google Translate. Do it. No, uh, Marissa Tomei talk. I I love Marissa Tomei, and I can never toss her. So I am Tupperwareing it. Um, I I don't know. God damn it. I'm not like hung up on Aunt May. Like, who the fuck Aunt May is? Why do I want to say, Jay, would you toss a salad? (laughs) Sorry. That's an awful thing to say. Yes. But, you know, I'm not hung up on who plays her necessarily, Mm -hmm. but I I fucking love Marissa Tomei, so I'm Tupperwareing her. What if Miley Cyrus was cast as Aunt May? I would toss that, yeah. Okay. okay. I just wanted to see if you'd actually toss something. Good comparison. (laughs) I'm going to taste this. Yeah? Yeah. I I feel like... could be How a, hard are you going to taste this? I'll taste it pretty hard. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it could be Shit. either way. I feel like I feel like with the final product, I'm either going to love this or loathe this. Though. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm definitely going to swing one way or the other. Mm. A pendulum per se. Ah. <laughs> ah. When the when the movie comes out, I I, I really think it's okay. going to be one way or the other. So Dave, we'll see. Marissa Tomei, Aunt May, what do you say? So far, they're doing a really excellent casting for this new uh, Spider-Man cast. So I'm going to give this a high taste. It, yeah, Dave, Tom Holland, this guy, this guy, huge fan of Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. saw him in a musical. Tell me about him. Yeah, Billy Elliot was the name of the musical. Yeah, listen to this. Oh, gosh, it's a movie. You saw the movie. Dave saw it in no. France. Dave was in France. You saw the guy went to a musical. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, it's an Elton John musical. Oh, nice! First time we brought up Tom Holland, didn't even didn't even mention this musical. Next week, Dave's out of nowhere mentioning this fucking musical. <laughs> well, Did you see I, it in between I, I, that was, episode? And I now? Was, no, I was awake. I was awake the, the next time <laughs> that they talked about. That, probably, that was the episode you were probably true. It was very late in the episode the first time. What's what's okay? Like people on the, on Twitter are fucking going nuts about this. They're like, you can't be attracted to Aunt May. Why, why, why do I want to bang Aunt May? It's like there's support groups now. Like, I want to have sex with Aunt May. Yeah. What's wrong with me? I'm fine with being attracted to Aunt May. That sounds like fun. 
I was actually more attracted to the original 74-year-old Rosemary Harris. My You're disappointed. Yeah. I was, I was into her. Even in, the, even in the last ones, I mean, Sally Field's kind of a cougar Aunt May. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, right? This kind of reminds me of Sally Fields almost in a kind of weird, kinky way. I don't know. <laughs> it's not all about the fucking... I think Jay's okay with wow. being turned on by Aunt May, too. Yeah, I, I am. But, like, <laughs> I, I think my point on this whole thing is, like, this news also does not excite me about Spider-Man. I don't know about you guys, whether this excites yeah, it's you. Not like, it's not like you hear Marissa Tomei's been offered the role of Aunt May, and you're like, all right, well... All worries aside, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she is a great actress too. <laughs> she is, yeah. She is, but like she hasn't been in like much lately. Was she? She was in Get Shorty, yeah. yeah and true. then was it, or is it My Cousin Vinny? My, My cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. And then she did uh, The Wrestler, and I'm sure she's done other things, but like big movies. Like I always like confuse her and like Mer- uh, and uh, Myra Sorvino. It's like they yeah. kind of mm. just like I, just, you know what I mean. Like, she's just, like, one bad movie away from Myra Servino <laughs> and doing Falling Skies Season 5. You know what I mean? Like, Marissa Tomei, she makes the wrong decision. She's doing Falling Skies Season 5 with Myra Servino. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. <laughs> does that make any sense at all? Yeah, it, it, for sure. It, it does kind of feel like another situation where they're, like, taking away the weight of what that character should be yeah. to, to Peter Parker by making her just... You know, an attractive female. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but like Aunt May was always a crucial kind of like his consciousness almost. Yeah. And so is is that what this is going to be? I don't know. I doubt it. And I, yeah, again, it just doesn't excite. Do you think me. they're going to age her a little bit on screen? I was yeah. just going to ask the same question. I think so. So no, what you don't? I agree with Dave. I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will at all. You don't. So they're she's not Grandma May. She's Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah. It lines up yeah, with how old the Peter Parker is. Sure. Right? I mean, I know it's Aunt May. But, like, in the comics, the way she looked, <laughs> you can call her Aunt May all you want to. She looks like Grandma fucking May all day. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's the movies. Right? Can, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's not, I'm not going to be like, this Aunt May. I'm like, I'm going to be in the back of the theater holding the sign. <laughs> that ain't my Aunt May. Too hot. <laughs> She's <laughs> too hot. Too hot to handle it, man. <laughs> that's the only thing I worry. You know, that's the only thing I worry about is they're trying to take away from the gravity of what yeah. she is in his life. But I don't know. Maybe, you know, I, I'm just yeah. talking on my shit. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like not, her. They better not fuck Spider Man up again. We yeah. better get this shit right. Yeah. So far, nothing's got me jumping up and down either. I don't. I don't even understand how you could fuck up Spider. I like the. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I never. I've never seen the musical, but I loved the the. Stop it, Jay. I've never seen the musical. I've never seen the musical, and I like musicals. Don't get me wrong. I like going to see musicals. I don't like watching musicals on TV. I, I say that every time I mention musicals. Anyway, you're, you're okay. But I. I I uh, I like the Instagram videos that Tom Holland put where he was performing parkour. Me too. I thought that was very cool. So yeah, it looked awesome. I th- I, yeah. I can't fucking do that shit. I've tried. Yeah, this kid's flipping around and shit. Yeah, I want to. I want to see him do. I want to see him tell jokes. I want to see him do a fifteen minute mm-hmm. stand up set and parkour at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> his dad. I found out on IMDb. His dad is a comedian. So hopefully it runs in the family. Hopefully. hopefully. Well, his dad's not famous for being a comedian. So <laughs> right, he's probably one of these guys that thinks he's funny. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, I know no. you're thinking of me, Army. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So did we did we all rate it? Dave, what are you saying? I said high taste it. High taste it. I said taste it. Yeah, right I'm going to freeze it. Right in the mid. I'm, I'm going to freeze it. it. Yeah. yeah, dude. I don't know about this. You know, Jay Tuberers it. But the people will say, like Tom Holland, he's playing like a fourteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old Peter Parker, so she doesn't have to be too old. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially if they're planning on this kid playing the part for like you know fifteen, ten, fifteen years. You want like uh, you know she'll probably look old as shit when they get done with this run, right? Yeah. You don't. <laughs> you don't you, and on the other side of it, you don't want someone that's going to die by part three. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. How many of those fucking bailiffs did they have to hire for night court before they're like finally like, hey, let's get the young check? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You remember when they were dropping off like flies? Oh yeah, I yeah. do. I do. Love that show, Night Court. Oh man, that was a good show. Is that on Netflix? Martin Mall. Do some Night Court. Is it Martin? Not Martin Mall. Uh, John Larroquette. John Larroquette. But what was uh? What Richard was... Mall. Oh, Richard, Richard Mall. Mall. Yeah, I'm thinking Martin Mall. From yeah. Fucking Fernwood tonight and shit. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Twitter's going crazy. They're like fucking Aunt May's too hot. Make it stop. So what yeah. the fuck? There's no pleasing these people. That's what I feel. It's true. During uh, Saturday morning's Marvel Animation Presents panel at Comic-Con International, we learned that Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and the Inhumans will be joining the animated universe next season on Avengers Assemble, which is now going to be titled Avengers Ultron Revolution. Boo. Yeah. Avengers Ultron Ultra Revolution. Revolution. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Jay. Oh, sorry. That's not where I was going with sorry, this. Man. <laughs> the Inhumans featured will be Karnak, Crystal, Lash, Medusa, Triton, Maximus, and Black Bolt. Kang and Vision will also appear in upcoming seasons of the show. Hmm. Why does Ultron have to be in the title? What the I hell? know. Isn't that stupid? They're, 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 they're like He's ca- so important. Dave, are they capitalizing on the movie? <laughs> Is that what they're doing here? Is, it, is, it, is it movie synergy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Don't you hate it when, when, when you're... It, I hate that I word. I hate that word, too. No, no. But comic is, books, right? Is, though. You would know this more than anybody else. Fucking comic book synergy. When what was that? When the comic book, was it Avengers Assemble that came out? Mm-hmm. And it was like patterned after the Marvel Universe. We had Thanos in that fucking first arc. And yeah. was Thanos even involved in the comic books, the 616 at the time? No. No. Yeah, that was that was wild. You know what? In Marvel, you do have my permission though to use Jake and I's fucking theme song that we just gave you. <laughs> Avengers Ultron Revolution. It's oh. got a nice ring to it. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's catchy, man. What are it you is. talking it about? Oh, the name is terrible. The song oh, the name is terrible. The song, the song is saving it a little the bit. The song is amazing. Yeah, yeah. you guys outshine the fucking title. <laughs> Dude, okay. Ultron Revolution. <laughs> Avengers Assemble. I haven't. I, I. I don't like the show. I, I enjoyed the previous Earth, cartoon. Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I loved Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. If I if I could have not seen Earth Earth's Mightiest Heroes, I might have really enjoyed Avengers Assemble. But yeah. the whole time, I'm just like, God damn it! This is such a homogenized whitewash of what they just did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It used to be so yeah. awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right, guys. Yeah, so they can rebrand it all they want. It's still gonna be a horrible, you know, knockoff I know. of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. Eventually it'll be Infinity Gauntlet Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah. Avengers, yeah. Infinity War. Civil Redux. War Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> X-Men. <laughs> but it will never be Falcon Revolution. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> Wesley Snipes was at Comic-Con, and he told IGN that he and Marvel have been discussing the future of the Blade character. Yes. Um, here's what he said. I can break the story right now. Marvel and I, Wesley Snipes, yeah, he just talked about himself in the third person. Always a good sign. I knew. He seemed like the type. <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Marvel and I, Wesley Snipes. Like, he has to reiterate who the fuck he is. <laughs> he might Marvel have, he and might have I, forgot. Wesley Snipes, have decided to further conversations about doing another Blade. It's a topic of conversation, you know. It's inescapable. They have their agenda. We have ours. And we're both moving at an accelerated pace to create magic. So we'll see if it all matches up. There's a strong possibility. But if not, we have another project that's going to rock them that'll stand toe-to-toe with Blade. Um, he was then asked if there were any... Was that other- a threat from Wesley Snipes? <laughs> if they don't do Blade for... He does no karate. We have another project that'll go toe-to-toe with their crap. <laughs> Uh, I didn't get anything threatening out of that. Just like he's saying, if you did, do you feel threatened? Jim? No, it sounds like it sounds like. It, but basically, it sounds like. Okay, hold on. This is what it sounds like. He was in a meeting with somebody from Marvel, and like actually, there was a meeting between every like all the Marvel executives. Okay, and the first they're like, "Oh fuck, Wesley Snipes wants to talk to us." <laughs> Not again. And they're like, "Fuck." Yeah, we've got Blade back. So he does, he used to talk to the Fox people. Mm-hmm. So, like, then they had to, like, they did, like, this, they all fucking, like, drew straws to see, like, which one actually had to fucking talk to Wesley. <laughs> and so the guy, one guy drew the fucking straw, and he's like, ah, fuck, there goes my Sunday. And then, Kevin Fahey laughs. so they meet in the meeting, and they, yeah, Kevin Fahey's, like, laughing. He's like, thank God I'm not on the TV side. And then, so basically, like, what happens is, like, during the meeting, like, they're talking, and he's like, Wesley Snipes is like pitching to him like yeah I'm an older blade and like this is what we want to do and the Marvel guy's like okay now let's say that didn't work out now we've got another project that you might be better suited for but we'll talk about the blade stuff but we've got this other project that you might be suited for so I think they're just trying to kind of you know what uh, I mean okay I thought he was talking about another project he knew of I didn't realize it was something else Marvel had offered him yeah you know, so. my apologies no, it just sounds like Marvel's just kind of. I don't think anything's going to go anywhere. I don't think that I. I don't think that he is ever going to play Blade again. Yeah, ever just being nice and kind of dangling a carrot in front of his face that yeah. maybe they can let him do something. Well, I'm thinking if they ever bring him back into the universe, the Blade universe at all, he's going to play Whistler. He'll be the Chris Christopherson, mm. right? Okay, that's all I'm thinking. I don't think that he'll ever be Blade again. I mean, he was Blade in the Fox universe. Marvel's not going to bring him in as Blade. They're going to get a younger guy. Yeah. If they bring Blade in this, or a younger girl. What do you uh, What are you talking about, younger girl? Have a you heard something? Woman. Yep. What have you heard? Young woman. They just announced uh, all new Blade number one uh, comic, and it's a woman. Okay. Hmm. I heard that there's a Blade comic book, but you think that they're going to have they're going to do that in the movie universe? Because I mean, I know they've been doing like this with the characters in the Marvel universe now. But they haven't in the movie universe introduced like, you know, a female Thor, you know, that we don't have Falcon as our Captain America yet in the movie universe. So do you think that this is the route that they're going to go in the TV series? Well, your, your, uh, your talk about him being Whistler would fall perfectly in line with that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it also, it would also work if it was a male character too. I'm just saying that they're going to pay, pay homage to Wesley Snipes work for being Blade in the past and like for the fans, like fan service. Kind of thing. I personally don't care if he was Whistler. 
I'm yeah, just I don't. Saying. I don't even think he had a meeting. I think he was in the same elevator with some guy, and the other guy yeah. was like, "Yeah, I'll agree." Oh yeah, Wesley. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> why don't Why don't you call us? We'll set up a meeting. And the next reporter he talked to is like, "I just had a conversation with mm-hmm. a Marvel executive." Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to save you from hearing the listeners talk about you bringing up another strong and pyrophemal character. That's what I'm trying to do right now, Dave. I'm trying to save you from that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to save me. <laughs> he does not accept. He'll sink himself. <laughs> yeah, so. Try to throw you a fucking lifeline and you're just saying, fuck you, Brian. Yeah, I don't think anyone's yeah. clamoring for a blade. You know, for Blade to come back in any sort of way at all. And so definitely not Wesley Snipes' be, Blade. Either. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be fun for, like, one episode of a Netflix series. Yeah. Like, not even his show, but just him being, like, a guest character <laughs> but or whatever. Be, nobody's, like... Yeah, kill, him, kill him off in episode three of Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point, then? Right. <laughs> you show him that one last time. And then he can't have any more meetings about Blade. They kill, Punisher killed him. I... I, I I'm, my point is, like, I don't think we need to bring him back because I'm kind of, like, burnt out on, like, vampires yes. at this point. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I – Dave, we – how many seasons of True Blood did we watch? Seven? We're, we're kind of – you know, like, after that journey was over, we were like, okay, whew, no more vampires for a while. <laughs> no, no. I love True Blood. Don't give me yeah, wrong. Yeah, we're good. We're yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Now we need robots killing us all. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> we have that. It's like, I, and I was, I was kind of surprised, like, are they, like, are they actually thinking about doing, like, a Blade TV series? I mean, there was actually a Blade TV series back in 2006. Yeah, I remember that. So, only mm-hmm. lasted 12 episodes. Yeah. Well, do you know the name? Do you know the name of the actor? Can you tell me the name of the actor that was Blade? No. No, can you? It was a rapper, I think. It was like a rapper, a hip hop artist, and his name was Sticky Fingers. And oh, it ended the Z. Sticky nice. Fingers. Sticky Fingers with the Z. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And that shit only went twelve. Episodes. He was in that. He yeah. was in that group that did back the fuck up. Slam back the fuck up. Was he really? Yeah. Dun, Onyx. Dun, 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 Onyx. Yeah. Onyx. Onyx. Yeah. Wow. Sticky Fingers. <laughs> that That's why I didn't watch. Which it. is a lot cooler than that. Did he put up? Did he put up the money for the show? <laughs> oh shit! I don't know. I'm gonna use the last of my royalty money. <laughs> Dmx was the producer. Uh, was he really? No, oh, I'm just <laughs> saying that's what sunk. Come on, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a rumor. Here's a rumor. I read this on RottenTomatoes.com. I don't know if I saw it anywhere else, but this is where I read it, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" All right, I'm just gonna read it. And it takes a while for me to get into this rumor, but just stick with me, okay? Sticky fingers with me. (laughs) Although Marvel Studios itself is sitting out of the 2015 edition of Comic-Con, that is not true of 20th Century Fox, which we're going to talk about that panel later, which will have a Hall H panel on Saturday. The studio has at least three Marvel movies they're promoting, The Fantastic Four, Deadpool, and X-Men Apocalypse, though they might also cover Gambit, which I don't think they did. The third Wolverine solo movie and The New Mutants. One item of potentially big X-Men Apocalypse news for the panel came from producer Simon Kinberg's Twitter earlier this week, along with a very bald James McAvoy as Professor X and a very redheaded Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Kinberg is seen posing with pop star Taylor Swift, although it's possible Taylor Swift is just a really big X-Men fan. It's doubtful. (laughs) This image has led to speculation that 
she might appear in the movie as Marvel's most uh, famous mutant pop superstar, Dazzler. Didn't Kinsberg, like, tweet, like, haters gonna hate along with it, too? Did he really? Yeah, he he tweeted the picture out and then Uh. had the caption, haters gonna hate, which is what really fueled people's speculation. Wow. That she was gonna be in the movie, that he would say something like that. Isn't that, like, a line from one of her songs? It sounds like a line from her song. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. It's it is a line sh- from her song? From yes. Shake It Off. From Shake It Off, yes. <laughs> I was just fucking making that shit up. No, it's true. True story. Nope. I was, I was saying yes. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Oh, she does say that fucking shit in that dumbass song. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess I'm one of those haters. <laughs> cool, I hate, hate, hate. Hell yeah. Yes, yes. Right on. <laughs> I'm down with hating Taylor Swift. I'm not. Oh, fuck off. Uh, God damn it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I need a beer. Hold on. <laughs> Other than her streaming values, I, I'm a big fan, Dave? too. <laughs> I'm so excited to go see her on the 1989 tour. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, man. Dave, you're sinking yourself. Come on. <laughs> I hear you, Dave. I'd be excited if I was going to. Hey, Dazzler being oh, in the movies Jake. puts us one step closer to my favorite X-Men character of all time being in the movies. Long shot? Fuck yes. Yeah, long shot's awesome. That's pretty awesome. I agree with that, but I think this is a waste of Dazzler. Yeah, so far we haven't. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll defend Taylor Swift as a pop artist, but so far, as far as acting chops go, uh, we haven't seen much. Like, she was basically wallpaper in that Giver movie. Yeah, and she, and I, and she I mean, is very unproven. Yeah, and the, the music videos haven't given me much hope that I would want to see her in a fucking X-Men movie. So. Well, all they have to do is have her show up in a scene where they the young characters go to uh, I don't a show. Wanna, I don't want to waste Dazzler like that, though. But that's what it'll be. Because, yeah. I mean, why otherwise do you have Taylor Swift as Dazzler? Because yeah. you, you have a scene where she does some crazy stuff, gives them some vital component or... You know, I'll, some little some little MacGuffin that they need, and next. I'll defend her as a musician, but I toss her as Dazzler. Yeah, me too. What are you talking about? Most of these fucking pop stars, when they make the transition to actress, are just like what was her name? Britney Spears. She killed it when every every performance. Yeah, killed it. Crossroads is a classic. Crossroads is a classic. <laughs> Crossroads. Classic piece of shit. <laughs> you got Madonna and all that crap she did. She actually did some good movies. Yeah, some. Fucking uh, the the baseball movie. A League, oh, of their League, of their own. League of Their Own. Yeah, yeah. She was, uh, I don't know. The, she, she was a Dick great Tracy. ensemble cast, though. It's not like it was a Madonna vehicle, so that well, Sure, but she, yeah. was, she was good in it. She was good in it. I wouldn't be like, ah, she ruined the fucking film. No, she was good in it, man. As far as, I don't know. <laughs> How the fuck are we talking about this? Stupid. You brought it up. Dazzler. I brought up Dazzler and Taylor Swift, and then I left the room because of Dave. <laughs> Are you saying we have some bad blood? Who? Me and you? Uh, yeah, you and me. It, 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 our friendship never goes out of style, man. It's cool. Dude, sometimes I wonder. <laughs> sometimes I wonder. All right, guys. So did you, uh, did you guys read up on the... Uh, Fox panel yeah, in Hall yeah. H. Mm-hmm. All right. So Fantastic Four, they were in Hall H, and uh, they started with the Fantastic Four, a movie that I can say that I am not looking forward to. I know Jay's not looking forward to it. I know Jake is looking forward to it. Yeah. And Dave, what are you No thoughts? more 3D conversion. 
Yeah, yeah. They, they, you are right. No more 3D. A lot of people are saying this is speculation because, like, you know, Trank spent too much time in post-production and 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 uh, spent a lot of the movie's budget and things like that. And and they, they, they denied that. They did, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. And now they're saying now th- no 3D conversion, which kind of lends some uh, validity to that claim. Yep, that's a and, very bad sign. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. It doesn't help ticket sales. Nope. No. I mean, you, you get those 3D ticket sales, it's going to inflate your... It's like an extra two, three bucks. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Per ticket. Exactly. So, that shit adds up. Yep. And I guarantee you, you're going to see scenes with uh, Mr. Fantastic reaching at you into the screen. You're going to be like, yeah, they totally thought they were going to do 3D, but they're not. <laughs> well, if anything that we know about the movie is true, he's not actually stretching. Right. It's just, it's... Science! Yes, yes. It's this. They actually said in this, Trank said that this was more grounded, quote, and it's, it's more grounded and more science than science fiction. So that's Trank what, was there. He didn't get sick. Exactly. Trank was there. <laughs> Spe- you know what? Like, they, like they, they made it seem like he had like some kind of like stomach flu or like did he eat something wrong or something? Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They made it seem like. He was already canned from yeah. that job. Yeah, agreed. Or they knew they were going to can him. Yeah. Can I bring up just a side? Is this a, it's not even related. Just a story. Yeah. No. Yeah, you know, after Avengers, like when they like remember Avengers, there's like the post credit scene where you know they're all sitting there and uh, after after yeah, Tony saves the world. The uh, the dinner the dinner scene. Well, he saves the world. Yeah, from the Chitari, and they're all eating shawarma. Yeah. So I'm I'm in Champagne, and it's lunchtime, and I'm driving around, and I see this Mediterranean restaurant, and. It says, like, what the kind of food they have on the little sign there. It said shawarma. And I'm like, you know what? I've never had shawarma. I've never been to a shawarma restaurant before. I'm going to eat shawarma for lunch tomorrow. So I, make, I go out of my way to drive there the next day so I can eat shawarma. Because I, I want to try this. Yeah. I want to try this shawarma meat. Mm-hmm. You know? The, it's good enough for the fucking Avengers. Yes. It's got to <laughs> be good enough for me, right? So I go back to the shawarma restaurant. It's like 1 o'clock. And I'm there. And, I, and I'm sitting down, and she's like, uh, uh, "She's like, would you like to order?" And I said, "Yes, I'll take." I said, "I'll take the shawarma platter." And she's like, she looked at me like I was fucking crazy. <laughs> she looked at me like I was fucking crazy, Dave. You work at a fucking restaurant. And now, hold on, like she looked at me like I was nuts, and I and she's like, "We don't serve the shawarma right now." Like apparently, like is this not is this common knowledge that I don't know about? Like, is there times where you can only serve shawarma? Do they have, like, fucking gremlins rules? Like, you can't eat shawarma until after five? Because I was asking her, like, when can I eat this shawarma? I said, it's on the menu. I said, are you out of shawarma? She's like, no, we're not out of shawarma. We just don't serve it now. I said, well, okay, what time of the day do you serve shawarma? Like, is there a fucking rule? Like, there's, like, time where you, where you, I, oh, I'm sorry, it's, it's, sir, it's, uh, it's one o'clock. We don't serve shawarma now. She looked at me like I was nuts. Like, shawarma was not on the fucking menu at that time. No shawarma. No shawarma for you. Fuck you. Get out of our restaurant. Well, it was probably their target marketing toward a different ethnicity and culture. And there, she just wasn't used to a guy like you walking in and what? asking for it. What? Hold on. Hold on. Are you guys even listening to this? Did I'm you? looking up shawarma. Yeah, but listen to his response. I heard that. Did you understand it? No, if they based it around like, uh, we have this special. Are you white guy comes in, asks for shawarma. 
I'm saying she looked confused, and if she... Why would she look confused? I'm ordering something off their fucking menu. The menu that they gave me, I sit down, they give me a menu, right? What if they do I'm, it? I'm, I'm reading the menu, it's like I go into McDonald's, and I'm looking at the fucking value meals, and I order number four, and they look at me like I'm nuts. They're like, oh, four is not available between these times, sir. I wasn't at this restaurant, but maybe there's like a lot of doctors at the shift change at the hospital that they serve, and they have it ready at this specific time, but it's a high food cost item, so they don't keep it prepped most of the time. I'm just trying to guess. You know what? They, they, you need to have a separate menu. You need to have a non. You need to have a non shawarma menu between the hours of fucking fucking eleven to fucking four fifty nine. Five o'clock. Five o'clock hits. You get. You, yeah, you give me the fucking shawarma menu. In Wikipedia, it does say sometimes it needs to be grilled for as long as a day. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. But why would they put it on the menu? I, I don't, I don't yeah. disagree with that. It's, it's like prime rib where they say we only have it available at this time because it's a high food cost item and there's not a lot of demand for it. So mm. they have to funnel in the people who want it at a specific time. Mm. Why wouldn't she then advertise the times that Brian could eat it then? Like it's on the sign too out front. Like the sign. <laughs> yeah. It says it's called like – this is called like – on their restaurant was called like Mediterranean. And well, on, underneath the sign not it, even says, open it says shawarma. It's a shawarma, right underneath the sign. Like they're they're like 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 oh yep, famous for shawarma. You want it, you got it. Yep, shawarma. Right. It doesn't say like uh, shawarma only available after five. Yeah. It does sound like a poorly run place. No hmm. argument. No, you were sticking up for him, Dave. So <laughs> no, any, I was any way trying, to disagree. I was with trying me. to make sense of it. I, I don't understand I said, why oh, you would. I could have said she came out. She started speaking French to me. Started going over the menu in French, you would have said like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." And then, <laughs> and then I would have been like, "Yeah, there's no shawarma." All I got, I, I couldn't make out everything she said because she's speaking fucking French. But I, what I did get out of it is they don't serve shawarma until after five, and you're like, "Oh, that makes sense too." <laughs> and you're a white guy, you should be ordering fucking shawarma before five. That's what I got out of it, Dave. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that culture anymore. I've, I've been forbidden for speaking about likes and French culture. <laughs> Damn you haven't right. been forbidden. No, you can. You can I, bury I yourself. Ro- ro- <laughs> ro- roll back the tape. I was forbidden. Oh, oh, I'm not supposed to feel bad because Dave can't talk about French people. <laughs> no, I. You know what? I feel no guilt about that. Yeah, the for- <laughs> the French forbidden fucking rule is it still goes on. Ah, this is like Game of Thrones. <laughs> did that not break really. your heart? Yeah. It did. It hurt. <laughs> That's right. If you want Dave to talk about French people and the French culture, sign the petition. I'm going to start it on change.org. Nice, nice. <laughs> Domesticated But Dave. yeah, when you want shawarma, you want shawarma. And you see a fucking sign. Thank you. And you're Thank just like, you. yes, this is my right? place. Because I'm, I'm American, Dave. <laughs> we want what we want. You're goddamn right. And I want, <laughs> if I want Mediterranean food before 5 o'clock, give me my goddamn shawarma. I don't care yeah, how long it takes. just like every other American, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give give it to me on a pizza, shawarma pizza. I don't know if you can do shawarma hot dog. <laughs> I just want it straight, just straight shawarma. No, it just hey guys, it doesn't make sense to me. No, if I, it's on the fucking menu, and she looked at me like I was nuts, and that was offensive. Yeah, did you get up and oh. leave, or did you order something else? You know what I did? No, I didn't. I didn't order something else. I said, you know what? The only reason I came here was for the shawarma. <laughs> I did. I looked at her. and I said, the only reason I came here is for the shawarma. I said I, I wanted to try the shawarma. I said, you're not serving me shawarma, so I'm out of here. <laughs> so I left. Here. I'm out of here. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I went all like Doug from the oh, stage. Oh, yeah, shit. Doug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I don't get it. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't get it. Never- <laughs> I didn't get it, and you don't get it either. <laughs> 
I didn't. I just didn't understand. Is like my money not good enough for you? I don't four, think you did anything four wrong. Four or five. So he must have did something wrong. What's the deal with that? It sounded really fucked up. Hey, he's gonna hate. He did something wrong, but in her, to her perspective, there was something. I was at, no, up, she right? looked at me like I was crazy. Like yeah. this guy's wearing shorts before five. Like I didn't know. Like is this a universal rule? Like apparently Dave thinks it is. Like oh, you're white and you're ordering shawarma before five o'clock. What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> it's like some In and Out burger shit where you got to know the special secret rules and yeah. everything. You know. So who, who the fuck? Like I, maybe like maybe there's an asterisk at the bottom of this menu. Yo, Whitey, it's before 5 o'clock. Don't be ordering the shawarma. <laughs> it's highly offensive. No, she was probably just confused. Why? It's on the goddamn menu. <laughs> You're confused that I'm ordering something off your menu? Well, then she's a fucking idiot, Dave. She's a fucking idiot and she shouldn't be working there. You got it on the fucking menu and I ordered it. What's to be confused about? If I go to fucking McDonald's and I order number two, don't look at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Just fucking punch it into your little keyboard and give me my fucking two cheeseburger meal with my Diet Coke and give it to me now. If you got fucking shawarma on the menu, you shouldn't be looking at me like you're confused. (laughs) (laughs) You just prance your little ass back there, tell the cook that some guy ordered shawarma and fucking make it because it's on the fucking menu. (laughs) No pooping in the food either. Or She was probably confused. (laughs) About what? About what? I'm, she's confused that I can read. <laughs> no. I'm confused that he can quote something off the menu. Yeah. Why else did you go there? You saw the big fucking sign that says shawarma. It's not about it the. It's not even about the menu. Is the menu a fucking game? Is, Is this it a, a game? game? Yeah. Ma'am, um, trying to figure out what you serve um, <laughs> and what times you serve these things. I disregarded that big sign uh, in the front. Yeah, the, <laughs> the big shawarma sign. Uh, I'm walking in here blind. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is before five. Not going to be ordering a shawarma. Do you have anything um, that's Mediterranean that's not shawarma? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was under the impression. Am I, no, am I out of line here? No, no, Mm-mm. no. I agree with you. Are we going to get through this episode? Yep. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a three-parter. All right. Yeah. So there's a Fantastic Four panel, and. Uh, no one attended. <laughs> Is that true? No. There's a lot of people there. It was, like, it was a big one, right? Sure. It was in Hall H, man. Yeah, it was the big Fox. It's one of the longest show. ones. Yeah. Um, all that shit together, right? All the Fox shit. Sorry, I'll shut up. You're, you're, you're fine. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> <Jack>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Deadpool. That man, I wish I could have been in the fucking room for that to see that trailer. Yeah, it was exciting. Did you see the trailer? Did anybody see the trailer? I saw, I saw it. it. Yep. Yeah. You assholes! Why did you send me the link? You fucking assholes! Who you, you all saw it? I saw it, but it was like one o'clock, and by the time I had been done watching it, it was already pulled. So you assholes! Nobody said I sent you guys the link for the what, what I sent you the link for the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Well, tell me about it. I didn't get to fucking see it. Tell me about it. It was fucking hilarious. I'm not getting. I'm not getting shawarma. I'm not getting Deadpool. Man, I'm not. Get, I, I don't get Dave half of these fucking episodes. <laughs> Falling asleep on me. So no, tell me about this Deadpool trailer. Did you see Colossus? Yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> no, talk to me. What was the Deadpool trailer like? 
it was great. I mean, it, it starts right out and it shows him going in to get whatever treatment they're going to have done to him and everything. And does he, he makes a joke about the green suit yeah, or cartoon character oh, or assholes? I will. Um, the scene where the biggest applause was he he shoots and then it the bullet goes through three different guys' head. Oh yeah. And then he, what's the line he says that was super funny? It was it was one oh, of those scenes where it's like he just goes, "Oh, I'm gonna touch myself yeah, later." I'm gonna touch myself. <laughs> what was that? What was that about? After he shot those guys, he was smelling the the, the gun. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. the okay. gunpowder. Nice. Yeah, it was super funny. Just uh, I thought the voice was funny. The costume looked great. I and actually, then, yeah, he I was, goes Negasonic Teenage. Warhead? Yeah. That name is awesome. <laughs> so the voice work was really good. The voice work yeah. was really good. Was there TJ Miller scenes in this? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. How is he? He's awesome. like, you look like a testicle. No, you look like an old man's testicle who had a mutant testicle baby. Like something like that. He says a testicle with teeth. Yeah, yeah. Like an old avocado fucked another old avocado. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> he says it, it's like, what, Freddy Krueger had sex with a map of Utah. A top, yeah. a top, a top, I can't say that. Basically, one. you remember in Anchorman where they're like trying to one up what the thing smells like? Yeah, yeah. Imagine that done describing what Deadpool looks like. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm on board Deadpool now. I was kind of like oh, I'm excited, but I'm still unsure. And this trailer really just like kicked mm-hmm. me over the edge with it. I'm this like, is my most anticipated. Yeah, superhero movie of 2016. I, I, it goes for me. It goes, and man, it's it, for me. It goes Deadpool number one, and then and then it's like a tie between Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, mm. and then and then Captain America: Civil War. So I know what I'm getting from Marvel, right? I know what I'm getting from you. You know, Fox is the yeah. That's the wild card with Deadpool. Well, t- yeah, I mean, this Deadpool, it just looks fun, dude. And, like, they're going to break the fourth wall. Did they do any of that in the trailer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. He said, cue the music. Yeah, cue looked the at music. the camera. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard to hear and see because you're, it's, I watched it on some guy's Somebody cell recorded phone. it. Okay. And yeah. so, like, the, there's real echoey auto, and the jokes were really fast and furious. So, like, you couldn't, like, catch every single one i even watched it twice in a row but i still couldn't make out all the audio yeah i mean even in the opening scene where it's just wade wilson before he turns into deadpool and he's talking about all the cancers he has Mm -hmm. with his wife and uh it's still funny at that point even though it's it's not even in full deadpool yet i'm gonna see if the link on my phone still works real quick let me go check that's cool i can look at it later okay i can look at it later um did you guys get to hear the audio of um of uh, Hugh Jackman as he came out yeah. and got to say goodbye yep. to everyone for and thank everybody for you know his run as Wolverine. He basically said goodbye to everybody like this. Yeah, it's my last my last Wolverine movie. I read the description of that happening, but I didn't I didn't hear the audio. Let me see if I can play it right now. Go for it. <sighs> Probably get another iPage ad. <laughs> like yeah, I did. I, I read the whole like transcript of the. Uh, the Fox thing. Yeah. And here's an advertisement, of course. Nice. Oh. 15 second advertisement. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, what no. you gonna say? I don't have any. Leave me out of it. <laughs> Marissa <laughs> told May. Yeah. She's an ex Aunt May. Yeah. And she makes you go, hey. Sexist. Real quick. Dude, I I'm not drinking Sprite because of that. That's the most. Three words, you guys. 
Old Man Logan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Read into it what you will. Um, listen, it is 16 years since uh, that day, almost, and uh, I've got to tell you, playing the legend that is Wolverine is the greatest part I have ever had in my life. I'm biased. I think he's the greatest comic book character ever made. But ever. And uh, I have to tell you, I'm here today for one major reason, that is to thank all of you, the fans, because you are the greatest fans any actor could ever dream of having. You are the most loyal, most passionate. You are definitely the most honest, sometimes brutally honest, yes? When we haven't always got it right, you've told us, but you've always been there. And for that, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I also wanted to say thanks to the uh, worldwide team that is 20th Century Fox, um, led by the man who's been there from the beginning, Jim Giannopoulos. Um, hey, this is sounding like an obituary. I hate this. I'm sorry. This is, I mean, look, I know they killed off Wolverine in the comic books recently, but hey, in the movies, he's not dead yet. What does that mean? What is in store? Well, what is in store? I want to tell you so bad. But as I promised, this next time is going to be my last time of putting on the claws. One last time. And there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, but honestly, this has been the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And I thank you guys. But I also, right now, I have to tell you that in this movie that we're going to make, uh, it's going to be uh, directed by Jim Mangold, uh, the great Jim Mangold. And yeah, he's awesome. And we, uh, we have so many great, and I can tell you that the people in this room in particular, the fans in this room, I think it's going to be the best one yet for you guys. That's what I promised you. So I also want to thank, before I uh, leave the stage, I really want to thank one person uh, who helped me bring Wolverine to life, who also gave me my very first United States film job, the one and only the amazing genius Brian Singer. Come on here, Brian. That is literally the first time I've seen you run. Ever. 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 I don't run. Are you okay? I'm at it. Paramedic. No. Uh, that was very emotional. I had never seen that before. I know. It was kind of wild. I, it, yeah. look, you know that look I on look my face when I was completely shocked? Like, I had no idea. Because I have never known more in my life that I had not got a job than in that audition. Because when I was auditioning, this is Brian. Uh, okay. Uh, cut. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. You want to do the second scene? You can do it if you want. Whatever. So do the second scene. Uh, cut. Okay, yeah, I'd really like it to work out. Okay. Never play poker with this man. That's all I can tell you. All right, yeah, so that was... Uh... Hugh Jackman saying goodbye to the uh, the fans. It's kind of cool, man. I mean, you're talking about Hugh Jackman, who like literally started off Australian actor, didn't know anything about the X Men. The only thing he knew is that like the X Men were a band in Australia. What is going on? What is fuck? God damn it! Oh, no. <laughs> He's waving his hands in the air, just like he just don't care. I read about the reel that Hugh Jackman was talking about. Did you get to see that? The what? The reel they they played like um no like uh history of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine like real that they edited together no, I, didn't see I heard it, it was really good hmm. and of course Brian Singer never saw it no he saw he, he brought it up too oh it did yeah, okay he, he said, I thought he said he never saw any of that footage well yeah he had just seen it oh, okay. right then okay. and he was commenting again on it that it was a great reel yeah so old man Logan without Hawkeye or Hulk pass yeah pass don't care or without Punishers yeah. Is that, do you think that that's where he's going to take his character 
That's what they he just said. It was a joke. Oh, I heard that was real. Really? Yeah. I thought he just said like that he made like the old man Logan. He he made the statement at the beginning of the speech, and he says, "Take from that what you will," and that's all he said. Hmm. I I, I, I kind of see press releases everywhere that the next Wolverine movie is Old Man Logan. Okay, please look that up. I'm interested to hear about it because uh, I hadn't heard like an official press release that it is. Hmm. You could be right. It could just be clickbait that all these other places are running from it. Yeah, I haven't heard an official because uh, I, I thought that that would be like where he would eventually take the character if he decided to stay with Fox because you know I mean he's been training, staying in shape for this role for the past you know 15 years. Yeah, the articles could be mixed. The third Wolverine movie might be based. Sure. Yeah. What Hugh Jackman's Old Man Logan tease could mean. Right. So, okay, yeah. Hugh Jackman yeah. hints at Old Man Logan. Yeah. The Wolverine 3 movie could adapt Old Man Logan. There's probably some time travel and shit or something, maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's that's the only thing I could think of, because why would you do this story at this point right. in time? That's right. that's another waste of a really good story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, like Uproxx report, report, uh, reports... Old, Jackman said, Old Man Logan, essentially teasing and confirming rumors that say Wolverine 3 will feature a storyline that features an older Logan. That's what they're taking from it. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy. Confirming. I mean, until I hear, like, an official synopsis coming from the studio that that's where they're taking it, I'm just thinking, like you're saying, it's possible. I just, it's clickbait. I hope you're right, because I do not want to see movie Old Man Logan. Right. Without the rest of the Marvel Universe getting to take part yeah. in that. Do you think Fox is ever going to try to work something out with Marvel Studios? Do you think that Fox is ever going to be like... If they have bombs. You know, like, like yeah, like, uh, well, I mean, everybody benefits. I mean, like, why can't they work out the same fucking deal with Marvel Studios that Sony's worked out? Like, okay, we'll finance our movies and we get all the profit, but everybody benefits from, you know what I mean? From, like, if, yeah, if you take one of our characters, put it in your film, you get... The money. But even that was done after Amazing Spider-Man 2 underperformed. Sure. Like, I think it's still going to take that. And I think it's going to take an X-Men movie underperforming because I think, I don't think Fantastic Four, I think all their, you know, eggs are in the X-Men basket. They, right? they love Fantastic. Hey, you like X-Men? Here's Fantastic Four. Yeah. They're I, right there with them. I think if it fails, no, they'll, they'll still dust, dust off and say, well, we still have, like, the uh, Fantastic Four failure isn't going to get the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Universe any quicker. Think an X Men yeah. failure will? Yeah, I just, I just yeah, I, I think that like Lauren Schuler Donner and and everybody on the Fox side has kind of been like, we've got our future Fox Marvel universe mapped out. Yeah, we don't need Marvel right now. Um, if Apocalypse bombs, which I don't think it will. Mm-hmm. Deadpool, I would say, if, probably got one of the biggest reactions. Yeah, in the Deadpool is probably gonna blow everything out of the water too. Hmm. So, Dave, what are you, you're looking sad. Well, I, crikey, I, I, I thought I knew how to lick the listeners' lollies, but Hugh Jackman takes the cake. You're the best fans in the world. Wolverine is the greatest in comic created ever. You, yeah. you turned it into, like, it went Australian, then it went Scottish. Uh, I just, I, I, I am I, McLeod or the I'm, McLeod. Yeah, I'm done, I'm done with, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm done with what? I, I, I don't. I don't want to yeah, see. <laughs> I don't want to see old man Logan on screen. Uh, well, no, no, that's, that's not even what they're confirming here. I mean, you're 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 basically like tossing like just a rumor now at this point. I'm just saying like 
I'm like, uh, what are your thoughts about like? I thought the way they killed Wolverine in the comic books was really lame. I thought Charles Soule really shit the bed on the death of Wolverine storyline. Sure, that's and I was still like, alive in the cinematic universe. Yeah, what are your thoughts and about would, Wolverine yeah, being in the Marvel every, universe? I, I would like to see them do a death of Wolverine story that is good with the final Wolverine movie. That's what I'd like to see. Okay, I, 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 I don't see that happening because I. I, I, I Wolverine for Fox is like a huge cash grab right now. For the comic book side of things, it's like it's been like a constant struggle with Marvel and Fox Studios, mm-hmm. and like we're even we're not seeing a proper Fantastic Four book. We're like seeing Thing and like is Thing and what, what Guardians book? Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. So we're seeing Thing in the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's not going to be a proper Fantastic Four book. Um, so I, I think I think they're going to keep things Fox is going to keep things separate from the Marvel side. They don't really care about Wolverine dying in the comic books at all because that's a Marvel comic side, that thing, and they own the character. And I think in order for them to, like, keep these movies going, that's their bread and butter. That's, like, for Fox, that's their Spider-Man. Wolverine is their Spider-Man. I totally agree. And I think to just because Hugh Jackman steps away from the character doesn't mean that they're go- they're going to basically kill their Spider-Man. They're they're you know, that's their bread and butter right there. I think they'll just find another actor to take over the role. Yeah, and hypothetically, like let's say they do make an Old Man Logan movie. Right. I mean, that kind of solves both problems because in that movie, yeah, you can kill Wolverine, but you get but you still have Jackman. all that in betweens too. Like, well, you and get, you get to keep Jackman yeah, too. Exactly. You don't lose the face of like he's been the face of the franchise for the past fifteen years, right? And they want to keep him around. I mean, if you can keep him around, I think that's huge. I agree. I agree. You think you think he'll stay for more than one movie? It if seems the, like he says this every time. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I think he's saying goodbye to fans as like like your traditional Wolverine, but I think we'll see him come back as Old Man Logan. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. So I don't know how else to like conclude his story. I don't. I don't know. I, I, the, I don't think of any other like Wolverine solo story that would wrap up. How does he die in the comic in two sentences? <laughs> Yeah, what was that like? Like I saw him like uh, encased in like adamantium. He, I dropped off he, that fucking yeah, story. He revisits the remnants of the Weapon X program that is trying to use what they have learned, and he decides he's going to stop it. And in saving the people that are the subjects, then he dies. Okay, so no one kills him. He basically kills himself saving people. Correct. Blame. So, like, right now, as we know it, like, Wolverine is still, like, encased in, like, adamantium. Well, in the universe that was destroyed. That was destroyed. Yeah, that's true. So, And Wolverine, the all-new Wolverine that is announced is X-23 in his old outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we asked, we got question, we got asked a question earlier by uh, a listener and he was asking us like what Marvel and DC books that we're looking forward to that are coming out of like these events. And Jake and I kind of answered like the few that we knew of. What were, what were some of the books that you're looking forward to? Uh, Venom Space Night. Uh, that it's, it, so, Venom in Space? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's already in space with Guardians, but I think we're okay. going to get, I think we're going to get Rom Space Night <laughs> side characters. Back in the Marvel Universe, because they don't have access to ROM, mm-hmm. 
but we've seen space knights show up in like infinity and stuff like that. So we might get some of the side characters too that were created in the Marvel book. Who's writing that book? I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but I, I love the Venom character, and if there's any remnant of Rom in it, I'll love it. Um, They've been trying to do stuff like that for years. Yeah. As far as stuff coming after post-Secret Wars that I'm also excited about. I said that fucking... Is it, is it called Hank Johnson, Agent of Hydra? Is it, what is it? Is that what it's called? Uh, no, it's... Uh, fuck. Um, Something... Yeah, you said we weren't doing a comic book corner, so I didn't bring my. Oh, stop it! No, oh, stop it! Rubbing that in my goddamn face. No, I just, I I'm not doing a comic book. I'm asking you a comic book question. I don't have to rub that in my fucking face. I don't, comic book corner. Not uh, doing that. Illuminati number one. It, it looks like a. No, we're done. We're done. Done. We're done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the question back. You had, to, you, had to, you had to make that little comment. Rub that in on me. <laughs> Oh, let's take a smoke. Smoke break. <laughs> break it up. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're back. That's something I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm going to be nice. Yeah. Rest episode. Gotta oh, be nice. Get off it. No, I'm wearing the ki- I'm wearing the kid gloves. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice. I was mean to Dave. Dave. Dave, I, I think I took it too far this time. No, everybody's mean. It's cool. No? no. Everybody's mean, it's cool. <laughs> Welcome to the mean show. I, I'm I'm the Pac-Man of Spite. Give it to me. No. Nope. Nom 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 nom. Nope, nope, nope. It was awkward. That last interaction was awkward. And I don't want to make it awkward for anybody else, so I'm going to be nice. It's honestly not awkward for anybody else. You're my friend. All right. Yeah, we're friends, yeah. dude. We know this shit. Yeah, that was not awkward at all. No. No, it was. I looked around the room, and it was awkward. I was just feeding a cigarette. That was the only thing I had. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, I think, I think, hopefully somebody will storm out, and I can smoke. <laughs> Yeah. Keep it up, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Push his buttons just a little bit more, and I can have a cigarette. I'm having a Nick fit over he here. He was poking me under the table. Come on, man. We're so close. <laughs> I, I need that seventh cigarette break right now. Yes. Let's talk about some uh, DC news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. First uh, bit of DC news I wanted to talk about was uh, a little bit of comic book news. There was a six-issue Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm. series. Yes. That was announced, and it's going to be written by James Tinian IV, who I love James Tinian IV. I was a big fan of the Talon series. Yeah. Uh, Talon, uh, you know, came out of the Court of Owls, and I was thinking to myself, I love the Court of Owls, but now it's like, yeah, here's a comic book coming out of the Court of Owls. I thought it was just going to be a fucking gimmick. Yeah. Bullshit. And I actually love the character, and I love the entire series. Yeah. Scott Snyder was involved in that series, too. But this is written by James Tinian IV, and the artist by Freddie E. Williams II. So both of these guys have Roman numerals in their names, and that makes me trust them even more. As well it should, as well right. it should. I mean, James Tinian, he's the fourth. He's the fourth James Tinian, so there's like three predecessors. You know what I mean? This is like they're like Terminators, right? You know, you've got to say according to your robot logic, he's upgraded four times. Exactly, <laughs> you're exactly right. So like, there's the JT three, the you know the JT two before that, 
Just grandpa. The JT2. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, I mean, yeah. Uh, here's a description of the book. I mean, honestly, do we really need the description? Like, they could, like the description of the book could be, like, uh, yeah, fucking Batman and the fucking turtles hang out and fight shit. Yeah. There's your fucking description. I'm going to buy the fucking book. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't need to give me a fucking description, like this fucking, like, like drawn-out fucking description. Oh, yeah, okay, Batman hanging out with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sell me. Sell me. I'm not sold. <laughs> Sell me. Really. <laughs> do the turtles go to Gotham, or does Batman go to um, Manhattan? What? Is it that now? That's a good question, Jake. Yeah. In the ongoing power struggle between the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, General Krang, and the Foot Clan, allegiances have shifted and the battle lines have been drawn. Krang concocts a plan to rid himself of both the Turtles and Shredder by transporting them to another dimension where they land in the dark and dangerous streets of Gotham City. The Turtles go to Gotham. That's awesome. Fucking Shredder in Gotham, too? (laughs) Yeah. He's not going to stick out, is he? (laughs) But, of course, you know, you're going to want to... Fans, we're going to want to see Batman take on Shredder. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, it isn't long before they encounter Gotham's most famous resident... Batman. The Cape Crusader may be their only hope of over- overcoming their enemies and getting them back home, but not before they encounter a whole cast of Gotham's most infamous rogues. Oh, that'll be fun. cool. Yeah. So this is a uh, six-issue miniseries. It's scheduled to come out sometime in November, and as soon as I can add this to my pull list, I am doing so. Sounds I hope fun. we get to see a scene where Michelangelo realizes that in this city, no one knows what pizza is. Is that a true thing? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> Batman hates crime and pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's outlawed pizza in his town. <laughs> it's a gateway That's drug to crime. That's not a real pie. <laughs> gateway to crime pizza. Fa- uh, favorite pizza place. Talk to me, guys. I don't favorite need pizza. Pi- I'm like, there's a dollar in. Okay. Yeah, Jake's no fun. <laughs> it's true. Favorite pizza place. <laughs> I honestly like Old Chicago in town for the pizza. That's yeah. that's my favorite pizza. But I don't usually order like you know carry out or delivery from anyone else. So. Okay. Old Chicago. So Jay Jay's going with a fucking chain. Yeah, sorry guys. Fuck fuck you, mom and pop. Lex Luthor over here. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I'm interested. You, I mean, you fucking. Dude, you know food because you fucking work in a restaurant and shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Favorite pizza place. You know, fuck San Diego. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get back to your fucking San Diego Comic-Con news. Chill the fuck out. I want to hear what Dave has to say about pizza right now. Uh, I would say uh, chain number two, Emo's Pizza out of St. Louis. Hmm. Emo's is good. Do they have any Emo's left around this area? No, no, no. It, it, it's a it's a small chain, small regional chain, but a chain nonetheless. Yeah, I sell a shit ton of their provolone. It's one of the items that people come to our store for. Yeah, they, they make an amazing pie. Best thin crust pizza I've ever eaten. <laughs> That's number two. Who's number one? I want to know number one. Did you say they're number two? No, that's the number two chain that's been said. He's also like Jay saying it. Oh, but it's your number one. Yeah. It is. Okay. I told, I thought you were going with like number two and then you were going to be like, and number one, coming in at number one. Right. <laughs> no, I'm totally wrong. <laughs> Mine for me is fucking Papa Dell's in uh, Champaign, Illinois. My God. Uh, thick crust or thin crust, it does not matter. It's orgasmic. Damn, son. Yeah, yeah. We just had a fucking pizza throwdown. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something. I'm offended. <laughs> you, Jake, you look like you're scared of me this episode. Me? Yeah, like I've been drinking, and Jake, you look like you're scared of me. 
It's like you haven't been around me in a while. Like it's, I'm, I'm like so happy to have you back. I think it's a little bit. You haven't been around me for a while too. I always yeah, look a little. Yeah, nervous. but you're my. <laughs> you're my rock in a good way. I'm not afraid of you by any means. Okay. No. All right. I think we need to stop this episode and just go to Champagne right now. Mm. Get a pizza. God, yeah. that sounds good. I should give me the dude. Yes, I, I dude. Can't. I'll show you a picture of this fucking pizza. Like the pizza's so good. Like I was one of those guys that like took a pe- like a picture of it. Yeah, because like I wanted to show people. Like, Don't what tease the- us with that shit, man. Dude, it's fucking. <laughs> we can't get it here. It's fucking good. <laughs> Damn. So fucking good, dude. It's not that far of a drive. Ah, <laughs> tonight it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like forty-five minutes away. Like, ah. like if you could just like like Dave punch me in the face, knock me out, and then like forty-five minutes from now, just like wake me up and we'll eat pizza. <laughs> Did you ever see that fucking Tim and Eric where like like if like like uh like they wanted to, like there's like like a party going on in a week and like he got injected with something that would oh, knock yeah. him out for a week yeah. and he turned into a vegetable yeah. and shit. <laughs> shit was hilarious. I love Tim and Eric. Yes, I miss that. Yeah, San Diego Comic Con news, right? Right. <laughs> we're, we're, what kind of pizza did they have? <laughs> Wasn't someone handing out free pizza? Or something very like? expensive. Pizza. The next emails that we're gonna get are like, "Hey guys, um, can you make sure like on the next episode that Brian doesn't drink?" <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get those fucking emails on the next one, right? I don't think so. This yeah. isn't this isn't like oh no, year. I'm gonna hear it from fucking Anthony. Oh. Fucking Anthony. Seems like Brian's a little bit uh, been on the edge lately, a little bit angrier, and uh, and maybe he needs to get off the bottle, right? <laughs> fucking Dr. Phil over there, fucking send us an emails and shit. Fucking Judgey Judgerton, Judge Reinhold, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony just, this is the last episode he's ever going to listen to. <laughs> yeah. So there goes our one download from Japan. Ah, oh, shit. It's gone. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> What, Jake? I'm just, I'm just laughing. That was funny. I'm the one download from Japan. <laughs> and we're completely blind now in Japan. We have no... We have I'm going to throw myself on my sword. <laughs> Way to go, Brian. Now we're blind in Japan. <laughs> Remember when I came back and I said it was going to be nice? That lasted like... <laughs> that lasted like five minutes. I told you not to say it. I know. You're right. <laughs> All right, guys. Deadline reports that Ben Affleck will direct a standalone Batman film after he finishes his film Live by Night. Ben Affleck and comic book writer Jeff Johns Uh-oh. are currently working on the script and are said to be totally in sync working on the script. Jay gives a little snicker. In sync's kind of funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the group, the pop group. <laughs> bye, Sorry. bye, bye. Totally Sorry, it's a little thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they are speculating that they should be done with the screenplay by the end of the summer. Guys, I want to know your thoughts on, I mean, we all thought it was a possibility. Mm-hmm. We've even talked about it in the past that, you know, Ben Affleck, like Warner Brothers would definitely ask him to direct a film. I mean, guys, he's done The Town, he's done Argo, and he's done fantastic work being a director in Hollywood. It was only a matter of time, of course, be- before Warner. And I honestly think, like, this is something that, that has been discussed for a while. Yeah, I agree. I think it was part of the reason he came in in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, um, basically, he's going to be like, uh, if you if you take like the sports analogy, he's going to be player coach. He's going to be acting and directing. So, what are your thoughts on Ben Affleck acting and directing in a Batman solo film? Dave, what are your thoughts, Chief? I think it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, Jeff Johns is unproven in this uh, medium, and man, didn't, that's didn't he write Green Lantern? 
I don't believe so. Did Wasn't he? he a co-writer of Green Lantern? One of like five screenwriters? I think he was involved. But I mean, as far as like the comic book goes, I mean. <laughs> so definitely unproven. <laughs> if he was had a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, I, have they not learned something from Green Lantern? Hopefully. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I, I'm I'm excited by the news. Um, I, I like what we've seen so far of Ben Affleck playing Bruce Wayne. His what his, little we've seen. Yeah, his his uh, his scenes in that. Trailer. Oh, we're gonna talk. We haven't talked about oh, it yet. We're gonna nope. talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. You, hold down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. I'm pulling the mic back. <laughs> uh oh. What does that mean, button? No. We're, we're <laughs> Take gonna, the weight away. We're gonna no. We're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Batman v Superman trailer. Oh my god! I got fix that fucking dude. mic stand, <laughs> guys. Guys, like we we don't we. <laughs> the funniest thing here, the funniest thing here today, we've been laughing about it is like we ran out of mic stands because there's four of us on today because we usually we only have three and we don't know which three are going to be here from week to week. But like Dave, Dave has this mic stand and uh, we, it's like kind of like a makeshift. Uh, it's not really a mic stand. It's actually it's what's called a uh, paper towel holder. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of turned the paper towel holder into a. Uh, into a uh, mic stand, and uh, we've weighted it down uh, with a, with an actual weight, right? Yeah, um, authentic, authentic, and then um, yeah, yeah, Dave, dude, I, dude, this is like the uh, redheaded stepchild. No, of this microphone is metal, stands. man. It's got <laughs> it curse words on it. Yeah, it's, like, it's literally made of metal. Yeah, Jay actually put a personal note on the mic. I'm going to post this on Facebook. You're welcome. It's a mic stand. <laughs> Jay. Jay, Jay actually wrote out "fuck you, Dave" on the right. on the mic stand, and it's, it's gorgeous. Aww, yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Okay, so Dave, you, uh, if you're going to give it your rating, toss it, taste it, Tupperware. The fact that Ben Affleck, I- I'm going to take the combo. I'm taking the combo, directing and the writing team of Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns. What are you giving it, Matt? Taste it. Taste it. Yep. Okay. I give it a taste it, a high taste it. Okay, Jay. I'm Tupperwareing the shit out of this decision. I, I'm all, dude, put it up. I'm High five. I am Tupperwareing <laughs> the shit out of this because yeah. I am not 100% sold on Ben Affleck as Batman, but I am 100% behind him as a director. Mm-hmm. The town and Argo were phenomenal, and he is a he is like a spectacular fucking director. If that's all I was taking into account, it would be a Tupperware for me, but the Jeff Johns quotient brings it down to a taste. I'm totally in a total agreement. Okay. Yep. Okay. You said it as a combo. Yeah, I did say as a combo. You would have said Ben Affleck, writer director. I think the, I think the way that Jeff Johns reinvented Green Lantern in the comic book. Yes, yes. I'm not talking about the fucking movie. I think as a storyteller, he's phenomenal. You can bring him on as a consultant. It's not like they have to take everything that he says and put it in on the screen. But he mm-hmm. had like five years to do that. Now he's got two and a half hours tops. With a character that's been around for Yeah, him. but he's working directly with Ben. Right. He's working directly with Ben. I mean, you can call him, like, I, maybe he's an executive producer yeah. on... I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But I have confidence that Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns are going to put in a great screenplay. I hope you're right. Um, the only thing that I'm worried about is Ben Affleck acting as Batman. Right. Mm. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I Tupperware this fucking news. I think the biggest thing for me is is like I don't think he would take this on knowing that he is going to be the only one that's answerable if this sucks. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, Jeff Johns might be you know partially responsible, whoever else is writing this with him. But 
for him to take that kind of reign, I think he's like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck this up. And if I do, I'm going to eat crow on it. And you know. I think he needed Jeff Johns. I mean, p- people can say as much as they like. People can say like, oh, fucking uh, Ben Affleck is such great friends with Kevin Smith, and yeah. he can call Kevin Smith and blah 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 blah. If you listen to any of Kevin Smith's podcasts, like those two aren't really that tight. They don't talk that much. They haven't talked in a long time. Yeah, so and. And if you're talking about, like, Jeff Johns' New 52 stuff, um, I think that falls right in line with what Zack Snyder's vision is. Absolutely. So you're you're combining the two themes together. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of stuff that worked in the New 52 that Jeff Johns wrote. So oh, especially with yeah, dude. His uh, Aquaman, he reinvented the fucking character. But especially with Batman, too. Yeah. Even with his character, he was very vulnerable and world-weary at that point in time. And, and we have the same kind of character in this, too. So Let's talk about, uh, you guys doing okay over there? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, we were just we were trying to figure out if Jeff Johns was connected to the Green Lantern movie. Was he? Nope. In any no, way? no, I didn't see it. Nope. Okay, so does that change your rating at all? Oh, you standing by your rating now, still, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah he's still unproven. Of course you are. I'm still not the biggest Jeff Johns fan. Yeah, he's so. still unproven in this medium. All right. I, I'm Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> He'll always be the guy that took over for Busiak on Avengers to me, and that always leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well said. I think this is going to fit right he in. He did some great work for uh, fucking Green Lantern and made the character pretty awesome. Yeah, I didn't opinion. care about Green Lantern I until he did read that. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like, he, like what he did for Green Lantern and what he did for Aquaman is just like, I think I think what happens with uh, Jeff Johns when he suffers is when they have him on too many books. Sinestro Core War is still my be- favorite event of all time. Yeah. So yeah. I can't I can't argue with you. It's when DC has him on too many books is like when his shit just kind of like sucks. It's and, and you see it happen with all the writers too. Like they come in with like great ideas. We're going to see it happen with like Brian Michael Bendis comes in and fucking kills it with his comic books. And then after a while, it's just like, okay, we've seen everything he does. Even Mark Wade, like we've mentioned exactly. the show. Like, he does so many great things. And pretty soon we're going to yeah. see it with Hickman. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to fucking happen. In the fucking Capes and Cows universe, we're going to see it happen with Hickman. As much as he's regarded in comic books, we're going to get to the point where we've like, okay, we've seen you do this. Yes. Jonathan, we've seen you do it. And then somebody else, somebody else will come into comic books and then fucking redefine the fucking, change the game and shit. Mm. So, am I drunk? No, I don't think so. All right, cool. <laughs> on, only you can answer that question. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> drunk. I'm good to go. That, uh, yeah, don't worry. Guys, I'm not. I'm not fucking freak. No, stop it. You're, now you're, you're offending me with how often you think that I have an issue. I have, I have zero Am I really offending issues. you? Well, I fuck. Not, no, we no. Now we're there. Now we're there. Well, let's address it. Let's no, address it. Let's the go. only thing that's offending me uh-huh. is the fact that you seem to constantly think I'm offended. If that makes any sense at all, so I am zero. My, I am my, zero percent awkward about anything you're doing. It's like doing. a Mobius loop of offense. It is. It is. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it's yes, like yes. it's like yes. you think that I'm offended, which offends me. It is a Mobius loop. This is fucked It's not up. been going on the whole time. It just, the loop just started. It just started. <laughs> well, break, now, break the cycle, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Now I'm offended that you're offended <laughs> that. <laughs> it's the circle of life. I'm offended at myself now for letting your prophecy come true. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. offended. Yeah. So it's like, no, no. You, now you've made me self-aware. <laughs> And so now, no, I'm in a bad now. Mood the now. robot apocalypse I begins. I can't speak for Dave, right? But I am a hundred percent 
on board with what we're doing here. I think it's been a great show. <laughs> I'm offended that you're 100% on board with this. <laughs> yes, yes, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. All right. I'm offended that I said it. Let's talk about something that you're probably not on board with. Batman v Superman trailer launched. It's the three-minute trailer. Jake, you gave it a toss at... I'm kidding. I, I, I I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I gave the last one to toss it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Synopsis for this uh, movie. Fearing the actions of a godlike superhero left unchecked. Man, this whole offensive talk that we just were having, man. That hurt to my core. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, dude. I are like you, we present. Tr- hold, hold on, hold on. Where's Austin Kutcher? Hold on. Am I getting punked? We presented you with a TV. We presented no. you with the Wii U. I gave you. I get you. I told you you were my sestra. You and my sestra. And you know. You know what I'm getting. Same. I'm getting. I'm getting the fact that now you're offended. Now you're offended. You're taking. The now, word. now you're, you're offended. taking the word too strongly. I'm. I'm offended that I thought you thought I was offended multiple times. Well, I'm offended that you thought that I. <laughs> well, I'm a heel that hates heels. That yeah. it's a song that never ends. No, nobody's offended. All right, nobody's right. offended. I'm fine. This is great. All right, here we go. I'm going to get through the synopsis. Fearing the actions of a godlike superhero left unchecked, Gotham City own Gotham City's own formidable, forceful vigilante uh, takes on Metropolis's most revered modern day savior while the world wrestles with what sort of hero it really needs. And with Batman and Superman at war with another, a new threat quickly arises, putting mankind in greater danger than it's ever known before. We've heard this synopsis before. Yes. But now, San Diego Comic-Con, we got DC. This is the, this is their year to take charge of San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. Marvel's like, hey, we're not doing it this year. We don't. I don't know if they're going to do it again. But they're like, you know what? We're not going to do it this year. We'll do it for the TV side, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fox has got their own Marvel shit. But you know what? D- this is your year, DC. Guys, first question. Oh, no. I'm going to ask you last. If DC, The last question I'm going to ask you is like, did DC fucking knock it out of the park this year with their Comic-Con presentation? But now I'm going to ask you. I mean, we're going to talk about this trailer. Yeah, you know, I'm going to ask you here in a second, like, what you guys thought about the trailer. Mm -hmm. But first, I want to talk about what we learned from the panel, okay? Zack Snyder, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, Jesse Eisenberg, Amy Adams, Jeremy Irons, and Holly Hunter, they were all there for the Warner Brothers panel in Hall H. Zack Snyder, he wanted to clarify that this story isn't directly pulled from The Dark Knight Returns, but instead, instead pays homage to parts of that story. He also said that Metropolis and Gotham are sister cities in that they are located geographically next to each other. This plays a major part in the film. Um, they're, they're right next to each other now? Mm-hmm. He says that geographically they're, 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 they're sister cities, and so they're close to each other. Uh, ben Affleck had to say this about that very thing. There's this interesting idea of Metropolis being the successful, wealthy city and Gotham being where downtrodden people live. <laughs> Gotham people take the ferry to Metropolis, and there's this idea of wealth and power. Power engenders fear, which made it feel real and smart. It's very Springfield Shelbyville. It, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a direct ripoff from The Simpsons. <laughs> no. So Snyder basically said, like, he basically he didn't say this exact quote, but he kind of like alluded to the fact that like Batman v Superman 
is not only just Batman v Superman, but it's also Metropolis v Gotham. Right. Uh-huh. So yeah. you have that going into this film. Uh, he also touched on the metal suit that we've seen Batman wear in the trailer. He calls it, quote, a mech suit and said that it's a self-preservation concept. Quote, it's not really enhancing his strength more than protecting him or buying him time. And he's just going to get <coughs> pummeled like a piñata. So gonna- yeah, it just enhances the action figure line. And Hasbro, thank you. (laughs) So, okay, guys, I'm gonna we're gonna break down the trailer here in a moment, but we're gonna get the Jake's toss it, Jay's Jay's Tupperware, (laughs) Dave's whatever. Can I say one more thing about the presentation? No. I, yeah. I, find it, I find it hilarious that Zack Snyder actually has to spell it out to people that are so dumb to not grasp yet that this isn't a direct adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns. Well, I'm not saying anything negative yeah, about anything here, yeah. but he literally does have to say that. He well, does I, have to clarify well, that. That's kind of their fault from two years ago yeah. when they showed the Batman v Superman logo and then Harry Lennox came out there and quoted yes. The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> yes. So it's a little bit of their fault. It's a funny damage control moment yeah, though, from the yeah. panel that made yeah. me chuckle. A you little really bit. think they're not going to use a few lines out of that though? Like there's some really classic lines they, in that it's story. It's homage. They can. It's not a direct adaptation. Yeah, they're totally going to rip some of those lines, man. Yes. So, Jake, let's get to your toss it. I'm going to taste it. What? Yes. Get the fuck out of town! Holy shit. Yes. Stop the presses. <laughs> oh my Vicky god. Vicky Vale. I like that. I say, check the recording. I like Make sure that, we uh, got that. I was Make blown sure away. We got I, didn't, I didn't want to, and I I'm sure I'm still probably pretty. I, I'm still not, like, I'm still super worried that I'm it probably going to toss it, this Yeah, movie. it wasn't a Marvel trailer. Yeah, but I had fun watching it. Yeah. The, the only thing I really hated was the Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor stuff. I kind of despised that. Like, okay. I thought he was way too goofy and clowny. And it's like, that's what the Joker's for. Like, it felt like, I don't know, that felt goofy. The, the weirdest thing about, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to rate it yet, but man, the weirdest thing about that trailer for me was the fact that I can't come, I can't form a conclusion about Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. He's like a lunatic like, already. I, like, I don't know what to make of this character. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm freezing it for that character. That he is the biggest question mark in this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to make of this fucking, Lex, this version of Lex. I don't know what to make of it. I like- Jay, talk- <laughs> just seriously, Jay, I want you to suck the dick in this trailer. I want you to just suck Hold the dick. Hold on, let Jake I finish. want you to suck. I want you to- I- seriously, I want you to perform fellatio on Jesse Eisenberg right now. I want you to be like, you know what? You fucking created Facebook in that one movie. Okay, I'm sucking your dick for that. Am I wrong about, should I Should I not be pissed off about Jesse Eisenberg? That was- <laughs> no, finish it. Whatever you were doing. No, I want to hear, I want to hear that. Yeah. Did you like the Jesse Eisenberg? I did, yeah. I oh, did. Yeah, see, that's stuff was ugh. But yeah, I, I liked the Superman imagery. I liked that Cavill didn't speak the entire trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked the action sequences. I thought they, they looked really cool. Like yeah. I got excited. They finally showed me Superman and Batman throwing down a bit and it, I, I couldn't help but get excited for that. Yeah. You know, my, my fear is that this is going to be over three hours long and I'm only going to get like 20 to 30 minutes of what I really want. Now, I don't think Zack Snyder is ever going to show you anything you want to see. I'm not trying to be a dick. I agree. I'm I, I, being a honestly, dick. Honestly, I'm, I'm, guys, I think when it comes down, when this movie comes out, I think 
Jake is not going to see any. Like right now, he's teasing us. Yeah, you are. You're teasing. <laughs> you're getting. Like, you know, no, 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 no. You're like, you're like. I want to make it hurt more. You're teasing us. <laughs> yeah. I know Michael Cornish is listening to this, and he's got his hopes up. You know? Oh, I, I love Michael Cornish, and Michael Cornish is listening to this shit, and he's like, oh shit, dude, I can't believe fucking Jake just tasted this shit. Yeah. It was a good trailer, Michael, Michael. Michael, he's gonna stomp on your dick next year. <laughs> it was a good trailer. I even like. I thought he I, is, dude. Jake is gonna stomp on your fucking dick, Chief. I got excited seeing Gal Gadot, the Wonder Woman stuff. I thought that was super. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. I thought seeing the make it worse. You're just making it worse, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're just making it worse when it comes to March 2016 when you stomp on everybody's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't hate this movie. I don't want to toss this movie. I like that they're addressing Dude, one yeah, of my okay. biggest complaints about Man of Steel. Part of me wants you to. Yeah. It's, like, it's like that it episode. Any fun. That it's episode's like going to be so fun. Jay's going to be like, how could you toss this fucking movie? <laughs> I was sitting next to Jay when I was tossing Man of Steel and he was just like, yeah. He's like, I, I didn't see how you couldn't like this. Yeah. Like he was yeah. like, I like broke his heart. I felt bad yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Jay, <laughs> talk to us about the trailer. I can um, be down. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna break down the trailer. Yeah. and you'll get to talk about you know specific scenes that you like. But you know, go ahead and Tupperware it, and then we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. If you like Jesse Eisenberg, he's definitely Tupperware. <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah, <laughs> just, just just Tupperware. We'll, we'll move it on to Dave. Uh, I Tupperware this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I Tupperware the whole movie already. The, the trick, yeah. the whole movie. Movie. Yeah, no, the trailer, yeah, absolutely Tupperware. Yeah. Fucking loved it. I loved Lex Luthor, man. I thought he was that, like, what I grew up with from the, from the movies. I know him more from the movie portrayals than I do from the comic book portrayals. Not that I'm saying he's not going to get to that point where he is kind of more the Lex Luthor we've seen from the comic books. Yeah. But I liked kind of his kind of corny, you know, shit. He seemed like a lunatic kid. Yeah, he is. I think he probably fucking is. I mean... You know what else would uh, he be, we're, guys? We're, I'm gonna. You know what? We're. You know what? This whole episode hasn't made any sense. Like everything I've said hasn't made any sense this entire episode. But I'm gonna try to make some sense of this fucking mm. Lex Luthor character when we break down this trailer. Okay. okay. Everything else that I've said before this, absolutely nonsense. Disregarded. Disregarded. <laughs> I have not made any sense throughout this entire episode. Just cursing and nothing. Just cursing and nothing. Like a, that. Like the, whatever the fuck his name was in that iTunes review. <laughs> I I think you're not. I think you're you're seeing. Uh, you know, a portion of Lex Luthor. I think yeah. you're going to see something else when we see what happens then between I'm kind him. I'm seeing mostly the final evolution of the character. I, no, not not even that. I'm seeing it. In in, maybe that might not happen for another movie or so. Okay. I'm saying in this movie alone, I don't think you're seeing how he's going to play his cards hmm. necessarily. And I think everything is set up for him to play his cards in this movie. So that I, I'm saying I love it. He's I, the fan I, of Menace. Kind of, kind of. Like, I just caught on to something when I saw his scenes, and I'm like, okay, I think he's you know, kind of the puppet master between this whole rivalry rivalry between Batman and Superman. So, I mean, there's, but, you know. he's pull- Yeah, I like, I like how you said that. That's he's what the, I think. He's the puppet master. He's pulling the strings. Right. I like that. I'm not going to disagree. I'm not disagreeing with that. That is a great point. Right. And, that and is a great point. That being said, off the topic of Lex Luthor, Wonder Woman was my favorite fucking scene. I, I was I was just totally happy to see that scene with Wonder Woman. Guys, the, 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 the problem that I have with that scene is, like, she looked like she was wearing a wig. Mm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the hair looked really good. I, it, it looked good. I'm yeah. just, I'm just yeah. you know what I mean? That was nostalgia yeah. for, the, for the fans that were listening last year. Yeah. My God, people have been listening for a fucking year. Those yeah. people that were listening from last year, still listening now. This crept up quick. What's wrong with that? 
Why are you still listening? Dave, talk to us, man. I know, uh, I know you, I, I, I I think you're the biggest wild card here. I, I think, like, I don't know what you're thinking about this trailer. I know your thoughts on Ben Affleck. I think you initially gave his casting a taste. And I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're Tupperware you're tep- in this shit right now. Now, as far as the trailer, just the trailer, what are your thoughts on this? Because, like, I want to know what you think. I cannot Tupperware this trailer. Wow, okay, okay. I apologize. Okay. I did not no, mean to, you don't have to apologize. Yeah, I don't did not be mean to bum you out, and uh, but I just cannot Tupperware this trailer. Um, I did not like the Lex Luthor stuff in this trailer. I thought he looked goofy. Lex Luthor, to me, should be someone who is really imposing. Who would you cast as Lex Luthor? I'm going to cut you off. Who would you cast well, as Lex Luthor? We got Luther? Alexander Luthor in this trailer. We got... Crazy wild haired Alexander Luther. I was I was really hoping for Lex Luthor, the, so you're the not criminal you're, mastermind. You're not genius. saying you're not saying it's Jesse Eisenberg. It's just you're saying it's the portrayal that you saw in this trailer. Correct. I agree. with So that. you're saying like like if they could portray Jesse Eisenberg as the Lex Luthor that you want to see in this film, it would have worked for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. I, I was okay. I was giddy to see Wonder Woman. Really coming to the big screen. I, I, oh, I, I I've stopped. I bet you were. I, yeah, I've, I've stopped. <laughs> I bet you were. Well, no, I, no, actually, I don't find Gal Gadot to be that um, overwhelmingly attractive. I'm not into that body type, and uh, I just that's not my thing. But um, it kind of hurts me, man. Sorry. <laughs> After sorry. last episode, you know what I mean? No, I, I'm sure she's a beautiful woman. She's just—it's just not no, my man. thing. I just had like this feeling, like maybe like you tugged one out when you watched this trailer. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm excited to see the Is Wonder it sad Woman that character. I'm upset that my friend didn't tug one out to this trailer. No, no, you, Is that you, fucked up. That no, that's like, a good friend. Yeah, that's that's, 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 right. that's watching my back, man. Right? It's just—it's just I, I I would like. A tall, thick woman, as right. opposed to a wafy supermodel. Okay, uh, but um, the I've stopped fighting that. It's it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I have to save my energy for the Keanu Reeves for Doctor Strange fight. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the, the dude, loose- I, I, hey, dude, check this shit out, dude. Because uh, you're awesome, and there's all this Keanu Reeves talking shit. Guess what I was watching this morning, dude? John Wick. Good choice. And you know what I'm going to watch like this week sometime? I'm going to get on Netflix and I'm going to watch, uh, what is it called? The Man from Tai Chi? Yep. Fuck yeah, dude. That shit looks like dope as fuck. It's good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the the Luther stuff, I really hated like him standing over the glowing rock and it just, it was, it yeah. was. It didn't seem like he had his shit together. No. I expect Luther to have his shit together. Yeah. It didn't strike me as a puppet master at all. It struck uh, me as like. Dude, 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 dude. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Go ahead. Go it, ahead. it struck me <laughs> as ahead. like. The like he he was the trickster. He mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't Lex Luthor. Okay, I'm I'm fucking I'm stepping in right so, now. <laughs> it gets a high tasted. High tasted. Yep. Okay, high tasted. I'm stepping in right now. <laughs> I, dude, I'm with you, Jay. Yeah, I'm thank you. you. He's he, he is absolutely one hundred percent. You guys are one hundred percent wrong. He's absolutely. Pulling the strings, he's the puppet master. Those guys wearing that fucking Superman patch in Where the fucking that came in from? the desert and shit, dude. He's bankrolling those motherfuckers. He is the fucking. He is <laughs> doing all this shit behind the scenes, 
And uh, those people that look like they're worshipping Superman, he is behind it 100%. Who the fuck is going to be able to pe- put these people in this in the in like this fucking like armored fucking like they're wearing like this fucking Kevlar fucking uh, <laughs> you know uniforms and shit. They're bowing to Superman in that bunker in the first fucking trailer we saw and in this one we see them fucking attacking Batman. They got the <laughs> Superman logo on the shoulder. Who's bankrolling them? Who's bankrolling them? The fucking the puppet master. Am I right? Fucking Lex fucking Luthor. Holy shit, this guy's got his fucking fingers dipped into so much fucking shit in this movie, and we're gonna find this out throughout the movie. Or or possibly he actually does hate him, and Superman is working with the U.S. military. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I think it is. Now, I just wish um, he'd be a bit more composed. No, about no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, I don't disagree that he's working with the U.S. military, but who's ma- manipulating the U.S. military and yeah. the senator? Yeah. in the scenes in the trailer, it's, it's fucking Lex, Lex Luthor, Luthor, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's Lex Luthor all the way. Yeah. and then, um, uh, okay, what else was I going to say about Lex? Uh, the very interesting scene that we see. Where Superman is bowing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was uh, Superman too? Kneel before Zod, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. Now we've got him kneeling before Lex Luthor. Yes. Why is he kneeling before Lex Luthor? Number one, either Lex Luthor has somebody that Superman loves in harm's way, mm-hmm. where like he could basically snap his fingers and maybe like you know Ma Kent is she can be killed or Amy Adams Lois Lane can be hurt. Or some kind of mind control. I don't think it's. I don't think it is uh, kryptonite I don't in this scene because I think we, the closest that we've seen him to like react to kryptonite is like how he was reacting on the on the uh, Kryptonian ship mm. with the with the Kryptonians, yeah, and how he was disoriented. And I think that's the closest we've seen. To yeah, him. he seemed like he was in pain. Right, like he was right. like he was Man, disquieted. Yeah. By it. Yeah, yeah, dude. The look on his face was the same look like Anakin had when the Jedi Council said, "No, you're not going to be a Jedi." Yeah, <laughs> he looked pissed as fuck. Yeah, and I think it was because he was upset about somebody that he loves being hurt. You know what I mean? I could see that. Yeah, and that's why he's he's doing what he can to keep somebody safe, or it's mind control, and he's trying to fight that battle within his head. So, but I think I think Lex Luthor. I'm with you, Jay, 100. percent Lex Luthor's bankrolling those fucking soldiers. He's got his fucking he's got his fucking toes dipped into so many fucking. He's got the government behind exactly, him. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm with you 100. percent I I, I, I I'm not saying that this is going to be a great Lex Luthor. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that it's going to be a great Lex Luthor, but I am saying that Lex Luthor is going to be more of a menacing character than this trailer fucking led him to than it led it to us to believe that he can be. Right. Okay, yeah. that's all I'm saying. I just don't want him to be a goofball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I don't know, man. Um, I want him to be more of a smooth operator about it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And just not I, not be so I get like. It. I don't know. It just was outlandish to me a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it didn't seem like it fit into the type of thing that what Snyder's you, uh, been doing. What do you think about the look of him? I I love like the wig. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it didn't totally look like a wig, and it looked ridiculous. The look I, didn't bother yeah. me. It was the performance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Even the character. I'm not, no, I'm gonna freeze it. I'm Even gonna freeze it. Jay's gonna me. be so fucking mad if you <laughs> toss this movie. He's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna freeze. I'm gonna fre- I'm gonna freeze Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. But I am going to agree with Jay, like that he he's he's the master manipulator in this. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think he will be too. Right. Right. He's the puppet master, and he's got a lot more control than that trailer like showed us. Like 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 what it wanted to give us. It's funny, and I'm also going to say it's pretty funny. The people that tossed the original trailer. I'm not talking about you, Jake, but I'm talking about people that tossed the original trailer that said, like, oh, this movie, this movie looks like it's bullshit. It looks stupid as fuck. Uh Uh-uh. Because the first trailer, it was, it it basically, it showed you the thematics of the movie. Yeah. And people were like, oh, that's bullshit. But then, like, this movie shows you, like, a few scenes of, like, Batman and Superman, you know, facing each other and getting ready to throw down and Batman using his batter, uh, his, uh, fucking, like, uh, battering and shit. Yeah, that was cool when he got right out of the way of the, like, heat yeah. vision. It was very cool. Yeah. And that's what it takes for people to, like, Tupperware this trailer. But, like, people are like, oh, the thematics of this movie in the first trailer, like, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. Come some, on. Some trailers get you excited the first time, though. Look at Star Wars. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm saying, like, the same people that were upset with the first trailer, like, oh, we didn't get anything. This movie looks stupid. I'm worried about it. Like, you just show them a couple scenes where Batman does some cool shit, and they're like, oh, okay, I'm behind it. <laughs> but, like, the first trailer was so much more revealing about the thematics and the deep impact that this movie's gonna have in this DC universe, and they're like, oh, fuck that. Fuck that. I don't want a movie that makes me think. <laughs> I, I just want to see... I just want... I want fucking daddy to jingle the fucking car keys in front of me, and that's what I like. <laughs> just show me some cool fucking action scenes. That's all I need. No. That fucking first trailer was Tupperware all the fucking way, yeah. because it, like, it like laid the foundation of the amazing thematics that this movie is tackling. And even this trailer did that, too. But you know what? People don't give a fuck about what they saw at the beginning of this trailer. They only focus on the fucking cool action scenes that they saw in this. They don't give a fuck about, well, some of them do, about the cool scenes like, oh yeah, this movie is going to address the fact that the destruction in the first movie (laughs) is 100% addressed in this film. I'm curious what Jay's favorite moment Which came first though, the the chicken or the egg, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say the fucking, the, the fucking embryo yeah. <laughs> I just have a hard What? I don't know. Dude. I just I mean I'm ex- super excited that they're addressing that. But I definitely think that's a re- it's a it's a reaction. It's reaction writing. I don't think that was the plan from the beginning. I think it's still a smart move though. I that, think that's that, no, a smart move. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. That that's a great question. Like, it is. If you're asking that question, yeah. like, did Zack Snyder did Zack Snyder and Goyer have this penned out? That or would be the number one it, question I'd want to ask. Is Zach that Snyder. is this like is this reaction to like audiences beef about that first film? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. oh, you didn't fucking like that shit. Well, we weren't going to address it, but now we are. Or it's like, oh, this was the plan from the very beginning. Yeah, I'm very We're, curious. I am very curious too. And if it if it was the plan from the very beginning, then I big time props to these guys. I, I stand corrected. That that made sense. To have Part that. of me thinks that it was the plan from the very beginning because like I think me, Jay, and some other people have been saying like, oh, we're going to get our answers in the second film. Why this happened. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, not a sequel. How are you going to get your answers? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Dave, you asked Jay a question. Yeah, I'm just curious. You loved it so much. I was just curious what your highlight from the trailer was. Uh, well, you know, like I said, Wonder Woman was my favorite scene, period. But if I would have to break it down to my favorite Batman Superman scene, it was Bruce running into the rubble of the collapsing building. You see the, the heat. The heat vision, like, cutting through the top of a building, and then it's falling down, and you see Bruce fucking running right into the goddamn smoke. Yeah. It's like totally the op- It's like total 9-11, mm-hmm. just like Man vs. Steel was, 
but he's running into it as opposed to what we saw, what, what happened there where people Great ran away Great use of a flashback. I was like, holy shit, that guy's running right into that goddamn yeah. shit. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. It was a great. It's, it's going to be a great use of a flashback scene. Oh, I love it. I love it. And he's and yeah. I was one of those people like like dude, fucking don't give me any fucking flashback scenes mm-hmm. in this movie. Come mm-hmm. on. We saw a glimpse of the other major flashback, I think, too. Right? We saw young Bruce. Yeah, we did see young. Yeah, Bruce. yeah we we saw a little bit too much at times, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's, hey, let's go say, ahead. I, 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 can can we talk about? The spray painted Robin suit. No, we're, we're going to get to that. Oh, okay. What we're going to do say, is we're going to break down this entire trailer. Okay, because I just went <gasps> break it down. <laughs> All right, the guys. We, uh, the trailer it starts uh, with uh, Superman. He, he's about to answer for his crimes. You know, for the Man of Steel, um, and Holly Hunter is giving like the narrative yeah. in this. And she, who is Holly Hunter playing? Is she playing? Uh, She's like a senator. Tompkins? No, is she uh, Holly Hunter? She's. Uh, She's uh, Tompkins, Batman's. Uh, she was created just for this, but I don't, I don't know how she. No, relates she's based. To... She's based on a comic book character. Okay. I, I think. Jake's looking it up. Yeah. Uh, so Superman is going to basically. We see him going to like court, and he's at, and he's trying to you know answering for his crimes, uh, for you know. Hurt, like hurting a lot of people in the city, and Jake know, between him and yeah, and Jake. Is <laughs> so I need answers. So we learn from this trailer, like this is the organic, you know, uh, transition from like the first film to this one. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's going to talk about. Who, who they didn't list her name on IMDb. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to click Leslie Tompkins. That sounds right, but I could be wrong. She's the character. Like, like they don't list her fucking name. She's like the only one. That's weird. Trying to hide it now. Name, 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 and then no name for Holly Hunter. Hmm. So we find out, like, in the trailer that, uh, you know, we find out why Batman actually hates, you know, Superman. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that uh, one of the buildings in Metropolis that was destroyed was a Wayne building, and uh, it crumbled uh, during the fight between him and Zod. You know, we see Bruce Wayne running towards the building as it's coming down. We see him holding a young girl and then looking at the building. And then we see Bruce Wayne reading a newspaper, which we think is definitely delivered from the Joker. Yeah. And it says, you let your family die, which has, like, multiple meanings, meaning, you know, he watched his parents die. And then also his family being, you know, everybody that works for Wayne Enterprises that was in that building, he watched them die. And... He could do nothing. He was just a man watching two demigods fight each other. And in that moment, he could do nothing to save anyone. And they died. Um, So um, they also are basically blaming him for quitting as Batman because he's been out of the game for so long. Right. You know what I mean? So it's also like, uh, where have you been? You know, Batman wouldn't let this happen. And it's almost like the Joker, and we know it's the Joker, taunting him yeah. at this point. Um, and then we talk about, and then they go, they jump into the trailer, they talk, Alfred, Jeremy Irons, saying that, you know, he's blinded by rage. Uh, and, uh, what did you guys think of Alfred in this trailer? Man, it's hard to replace Michael Caine. That's all I gotta fucking say, dude. I agree. It was tough. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it didn't bother me, but it, I, it didn't stand out. It wasn't Lex Luthor yeah, bad, yeah. but yeah. it was like for me, it was like it was weird. Man, I I I 
man, I thought Michael Caine was like the definitive fucking Alfred. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was hard for me <laughs> a little bit. Dave, what are you thinking, man? I, I like Jeremy Irons as an actor. I I, I didn't but see enough the, to in the scene as Alfred. Like, did it? What, what was it like? Like. Was it enough to be like, okay, I'm excited for him, for his Alfred? For me, it's just hard to. I like Jeremy Irons too, but for to shake, to shake the thought of somebody else playing him other than fucking uh, Michael Caine was hard. Well, they didn't give us anything really more than what we'd heard mm-hmm. before, so it, it's it's hard to tell. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's I, I don't know. I'm just in that fucking Michael Caine camp, I guess. Yeah. You know, I, there's the Michael Caine camp, and then there's the fucking you know Sally Fields camp for Aunt May. <laughs> I mean, Michael Caine still could have been <laughs> Alfred for all I care in this movie. I would have been fine with that. True. Yeah, so. I agree. <laughs> um, so then, uh, if you look, at, there's the scene where he's you know Alfred's talking to him. Behind him, you see a screen, and there's footage of Superman in action going on behind him so bruce is very closely watching superman Mm -hmm. watching his tapes watching tapes dude this is like you know you know if you're gonna fucking play uh if you're duke and you're gonna fucking play yukon you're gonna watch some tapes man (laughs) exactly so um this also could be you know when uh batman figures out maybe who he is you know this is clark kent it's probably you know what I mean. It's got to be the easiest thing for him to figure it out. Right. He better he better figure it out. Superman don't wear no fucking mask, right? True. Yeah. You know you got a fucking uh, you got Lois Lane figures it out. He puts glasses on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's enough. <laughs> All right. So um, let's see here. Now we're uh, where are we in the in the trailer? Uh, Luther. Is uh, manipulating a U.S. senator, and he's trying to turn the whole country against Superman. Uh, Superman, we see that Superman scene where he's kneeling before Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. So we already kind of talked about that. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it's mind control. I don't know it. I don't think it's fucking kryptonite. I agree, but I think maybe maybe somebody that Superman, you know, that Clark knows might be in danger, and he's doing what he has to. In order to keep them, could safe. be multiple people. Could be multiple people. Yeah. Um. So, do you guys think that Lex Luthor is going to be helping Batman in any way throughout this movie? Maybe behind the scenes. I don't think directly, but maybe. I don't want that. Yeah. I th- like like I want Batman. Like if he's going to take on fucking Superman, Manu Imano, I want him to do it. Like. With his intellect. I don't want him to be fucking manipulated by Lex Luthor. I mean, if Lex Luthor's pulling all the strings, you gotta figure he's got his toes in both pools. That he's, like, getting them, you know, both. I I, I would hope that Batman's a little bit more keen to that. I just want Batman to take on Superman. It says the title of the movie is Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want there to be, like, this misdirection that fucking, like, Lex Luthor is the one that's, like feeding him clues. I want Batman to figure this shit out by himself. Well, eventually we know they're going to hug it out. So. I want... I Hold on. I want, like, like the battle, the fight between them, I want it to be Batman v. Superman. Yeah. Now, if the fact that, like, you know, like, that, that uh, you know, Lex might do some things to to, to throw in the, 
into Batman's face to piss him off a little bit more about Superman, that's fine. That's fine. But I don't want, like, Lex being like, oh, yeah, here's General Zod's fucking suit from the first movie. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make a bat suit out of this to take on Superman. No, I don't want him to help him in that way. Like, if he, if he, like, for some reason fuels his anger a little bit more, that's fine. But, like, everything that Batman finds out about Superman, I want it to be on Batman's terms. Like, if Batman finds out about Kryptonite, I want Batman to bring Kryptonite to the table. What if it's a little bit of both? What if Batman gets the information from Luther's computers? Ah, so Batman taps into Luther's computers to find out information. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's not exactly Luther feeding in the information. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I don't have a problem with Batman hacking into those computers and finding out that information. It, You know, does that make sense, or, does, or should I have a problem with that? I don't if, think you should. That, like, that Batman couldn't find out, being the world's greatest detective. I don't want the world's greatest detective to just be a fucking hacker. Yeah. On the flip side, I want Batman to kind of, like, deduce this himself and be, like, the super sleuth that he should be in the films. I don't think that's the case at all based on some of the footage. I think he absolutely finds out who he is and goes to him. You know, it is Batman versus Superman, like you said. I think, I think the, you know, Luther is manipulating a lot of things, but I think the main issue is Luther is manipulating the public's opinion of Superman. Mm-hmm. And so Superman has to, for some reason or another, almost like the Mutant Registration Act, join with the U.S. military and become this kind of weapon for the American people right. so that they don't fear him anymore. Okay, he's a weapon for our government, so we can't we don't fear him anymore. He works for us. Mm-hmm. So I think some of that is in there. I don't know why Superman would kneel to Lex Luthor for any other reason than to, you know, like you said, protect someone. It's either to protect someone or it's to save face to the public who already hates him. So I don't I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I, I can't <clears throat> see like, you know, like him kneeling before Luthor to the public would like make them. I don't think the public would want to see him just kneel before any man. Right. He's got. Something. I don't think that eyes are on him at that time. I think like this is a like this is between him and Luther at that time. Right. You know what I mean? So, I don't think this is like a televised Luther thing. Luther could have him completely fooled for all we know too. Mm-hmm. Right. He's completely buying into whatever ideals Luther is I, selling. That's a huge. This is a huge question. Like like I'm going to be wondering this going into the movie. Unless, like, they break the story. Like, why is Superman kneeling before Luther? Yeah. And it fucks with me. But they did, you know, they had some scenes of, you know, like, at a party. You know, like, is he hobnobbing with people like Lex Luthor? Is Bruce and Lex Luthor in the same building at the same time at these same parties? I don't know. But what I took from the trailer was that... At the end, I mean, we pretty much know Batman came to Superman. Yeah. And and that is the end of the trailer, basically, you know. So I, I have to believe that Bruce found him out without Lex Luthor's help. Now, whether or not Lex Luthor purposely, like, said, hey, here's where he is, you know, go get him. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. If he wants them both to be out in the open, if he's looking for Wonder Woman, like, we don't know what all he's trying to you know, unfold. So that's what's, that's very interesting. That is interesting. We get our first look, um, at, uh, Mercy Graves and, um, that is Lex Luthor's bodyguard throughout mm-hmm. the film. A couple shots of her in the film. 
Um, we also get a, another shot of General Zod at about the 1 minute and 59 second mark, if I'm remembering correctly, as they are unzipping the body bag. Yeah. Body and we see gone. him. And so that leads to further speculation that they're going to use the body and start this doomsday project. And then we read earlier, I read the synopsis. The synopsis talks about, uh, what is it? Um, I'm really smelling that Project Doomsday from Zod's corpse angle. Yeah. The synopsis was, uh, and, bat- and with Batman and Superman at war with one another, a new threat quickly arises, putting mankind in greater danger than it's ever known before, which would mean that Lex Luthor is, you know, working with the military uh, to create Doomsday uh, from, you know, Zod's body. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, they're changing, you know, Doomsday's origin here, but yeah, we'd still get the same character. Um, maybe even going to, I don't, I've never, I haven't heard that they are using Michael Shannon for any mocap, but they, they don't necessarily have to either. There was one shot in this trailer that to me, just from Batman and Superman's body language, Look like the shot right before they like make up and become friends. What was that shot? It was um, it was a darkly lit shot where it looks like they may have knocked each other like next to some house or something, mm-hmm. and they both just kind of stand up and like, I don't know. It just seems like the that's moment, the end of it. It seems like the moment right before they shake hands. It really, really felt that way just from their body language. You know what I'm talking about? Have that you, that was the last scene that I saw. Yeah, was was. What looks to me like, I don't mean to jump ahead, but looked to me like Kent Farm and Batman's Batmobile in one of their barns burning. Yes, yes. And Superman rips open the fucking... This, you know. That's exactly the shot where he rips the thing off Batman and it looks like they're they're both at mutual agreement at that point for some reason. Maybe, but shot. I think it's just the first time they're standing face to face. Yeah, think. that's what I got from yeah. it. Like It's like, uh, they're not hey, like I'm going to shake your hands, but let me rip the fucking doors off this fucking Batmobile first. He doesn't know who he is at that yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. That's what it felt like. You think like. it's the other way around. I like, think that was okay. one of their first meetings. Is they see, Like I said, Bruce is like, I know where the fuck you live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then Superman, like, I'm going to blast your fucking car, asshole. <laughs> and then he rips open the fucking door and is like, who the fuck are you? Because yeah. it looks like he doesn't know who he is. And he's like, what the fuck? And then Batman stands, stands up, up. And it's a badass fucking looking scene, though. Uh, yeah. Tattoo of that. <laughs> 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 I love that fucking scene. <laughs> so I didn't mean to jump ahead either. Guys, I I'll, I'll be honest with you, dude. Like, you look at the fucking Batman suit in this fucking trailer and in this movie, and then I, I'm, I'll be honest with you, dude. I look at the fucking uh, Christian Bale suit and I almost laugh. It, yeah. looks, yeah. it looks fucking laughable. This suit is amazing. It is. It is amazing. The suit does look Talk great. about the other things about the suit. There's not just... Yeah, there's... Two suits, right? Well, and and when he's in the uh, desert fighting the uh, yeah, yeah, that's a totally different suit. Has, Another suit. Hasbro yeah. thanks you. <laughs> I don't know. I loved it because it reminded me of so many of the you know like alternative Batman versions but that we've seen. Let's get to it. Let's talk about one of the craziest parts that we saw in the trailer. Let's talk about the suit that you know. Okay, we see we see a bat suit. You know, yes. in the Batcave or, you know, and then we see another suit and Bruce is walking by it. And some people are saying it's another Batsuit. It is not a Batsuit. There is a prominent R on this Batsuit. Yes. This is a, this is definitely a Robin suit. Um, and on that Robin suit, it says, ha, ha, ha. Um, 
what does it say? The ha, joke's ha, ha. on you. The joke's on mm. you. So this is leading us to believe that, you know, the Joker has killed a Robin in this film. <sighs> it does not mean that the ro- that Joker has killed Dick Grayson, though. Yeah. Okay. True. Um, do you think that the, I'm thinking it's Jason Todd. I think it's Jason Todd. Definitely. Okay. Um, I'm thinking it's Jason Todd, but honestly, I don't think Jason Todd is even dead in this universe. I think we're going to get Red Hood. Hmm. I think that's going to be something that happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the joke's on you. That, man, I, I love these fucking Joker messages in this trailer. <laughs> I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that there was, was great. a lot to unpack in this trailer. Yeah. I mean, it was three and a half mil- minutes just chock full of shit. Yeah. If the whole movie's like that, I'm going to be so happy. It won't, it won't be. <laughs> I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> so um, we get a shot. One of the most interesting, confusing, mysterious shots in the trailer is that underwater shot where you've got somebody swimming underwater and diving towards some object. Looks like a rock. And The rock? <laughs> diving towards Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I knew Dave loved that scene. Shazam's in this? Oh, it's not your Black Adam's yeah, in this yeah, movie? Black Adam's in it. But, um, it, do we think that this, do you, are you guys assuming like, oh, this is an Aquaman scene? Just it must they be should, Aquaman because it's underwater. Do you think, I mean, is it, is it, is it, are they just, is somebody finding kryptonite? Is that what it is? Like, I, yeah, I think, you're on the right page. I think if it was meant to be Aquaman, just like Wonder Woman, we would have prominently saw yeah. Aquaman. We would have seen Momoa, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. What are you thinking, Dave? I hope it's the Hall of Doom getting ready to come up out of the lake, just like the old <laughs> oh, Super <geez>. Friends. <laughs> Isn't it the Hall of Injustice, or was it the Hall of... In- Hall of Doom. Hall of Doom, yep. okay. Yep. Uh, man, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Fuck, I don't know. I I don't know if I wanted that to be the Aquaman scene, you know. And I, I don't know if I want to see him yet. I don't know if I want to see anybody else but the but the three. And they did that, mm-hmm. so maybe that was the point of it. I don't. I don't. But maybe, I think if we all had a choice, we'd only see two. It'd be Batman yeah. v Superman. Yeah. Agreed for sure. You know what I mean? Yes. So I mix uh, the dawn of justice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> agreement. I no, I'm in complete agreement. I, I, it, like when you brought up, I, I've, I'm, I'm, I've been calling it Batman v Superman this whole time. Yeah, and like you just like reminded me that it's Dawn of Justice, and that fucking infuriates. Nick's that shit. They've got all this drama that they're yes. building up, and they, they're fucking told you Dawn of Justice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even be like speculating about some of these scenes without yeah. that stupid fucking title. Yeah, and yeah. that pretentious V. Batman beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, uh, I think we're getting. I think we are going to get Doomsday in this. I think that's. I think that's a. I think that's a Superman movie too soon. The creation of them or the actual takedown of them. I. You think we're going to get in it this all? Syn- the synopsis? If if I'm, I, I heard it, that's if the, I'm going by the synopsis, I'm thinking like they're fighting each other, and the whole time they're fighting each other. That in the back we've got our master manipulator Lex Luthor. I took him as the other threat though from the synopsis. I did not. Yeah. Hold on. I honestly, from what I took, this when it says a new threat quickly arises, putting mankind in greater danger than it's ever known before. Mankind in greater danger. Like, for me, I think, like, Lex Luthor, 
Yeah, if it was up to him, like, he'd be in control. He'd be president. But, like, you know, mankind in greater danger. I mean, I think there's a huge reason that we saw Zod. But this did, not, this did not look like a Lex Luthor that would ever become president. It looked like a Looney Tune. I, well, okay, so do you think? Okay, do you think that? The, so you're not buying the Doomsday thing. I'm buying a Doomsday thing, but I'm. Are you thinking that he's just looking at the body to figure out, like, the biology of the alien? Yes. So he's just going to try to figure out, like... He may create Doomsday, and we, and Doomsday may, like, bust out of the test tube looking all crazy and shit. He may accidentally, like a hap, like an accident, like, create Doomsday. Yes. Like an accident. Like, whoop, oh, fuck, I'm an idiot. I created this thing. Or he may do I it was, completely on purpose. I, I, like, I'm trying to figure out the weaknesses to this alien, and I'm going to put Kryptonite in the same room with this uh, dead Zod, and, oh, now I can cut it. Now it's fucking. Now I can cut this fucking alien. Now I can fucking cut it. Before I still even even though it's fucking dead, I cannot penetrate this skin. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like now it's next to this rock, and I'm actually able to cut it and hurt it and whatever. I feel like if Lex Luthor in this movie is going to pass himself off to the general public within this movie as like, I just feel like he just we're seeing him act way too Looney Tune for that kind of stuff. Like he's not. He's the threat. I he's, think he's a maniacal genius from what we've seen. I don't you think know, we don't, ah! we don't we don't know what he's like. We don't know what he, like we don't know what he's like in front of the public. Yeah. Maybe we're just seeing like clips of him behind closed doors. Okay. You know what I mean? I we can, don't know we don't know that. if he's going to be like this charismatic guy in front of the public. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. He's it very he, well could be all speculation on my part. Sure. It, it's all speculation on everyone's part. Nobody's here seen anything more than we've seen in like, you know, the trailers. I hope it's not the Doomsday stuff. I mean, this movie has a lot to tackle, and I wish it would just tackle Batman it's versus Superman. It's that fucking Superman. synopsis. It's that fucking synopsis. synopsis. It's that fucking synopsis where they say a new threat quickly arises, putting mankind in greater danger than it's ever known before. And then justice will have to dawn. Do you see what I'm saying, Dave? Do you see what I'm saying there? Absolutely. Barf. I am, but I, I'm I'm hopeful that we will maybe not get the. The big danger. Yeah. I hope they focus in on the fight between Batman and Superman. Yeah. And then, oh, God, there's a horrible threat. You know, what are we going to do about it? Dawn of Justice. You know, that that they, that we get. You just big, reminded me about the shitty fucking title of the movie, Dave. But, you know, I know. Wonder Woman shows up and says, hey, we're here to help. And I brought some friends. You right. Know? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, really. <laughs> Did she bring some super friends? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Guys, we got our first fucking look at uh, Kryptonite in the DC Extended Universe here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm hoping I'm, – do you guys think – do you think – like we've heard the rumors of the fucking Kryptonite spear. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Lex is going to make Kryptonite readily available to Batman so that he can make this Kryptonite spear at the end of this film? I don't think so. I, I have no indication that that's actually going to happen. You know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. You know. Again, it, it harkens back to. I think Bruce is a little too smart for that, and he's in these circles. So is Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. They're apparently all in these circles. They're all with each other at some point. So I. I think he's scouting everybody out in the area. He's saying, okay, he's a threat, but also what's going to happen from the human side? What are they going to do? Because you know, we hear Alfred talking about 
you know, this leads to that, this leads to that. Well, that's not just about Bruce, I don't think. I think that's about people, just people in general. So he's saying, well, you might have somebody else like Lex Luthor out there that's doing this kind of stuff in that area that have seen this. So you need to get in there and kind of infiltrate it. I don't see any other reason why he would be there unless he's trying to look for Clark, but Clark's not going to be at these Ritz Gala things that that looks like that they're at. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe Batman steals the kryptonite from Lex Luthor, too. Oh, I think he absolutely gets some kryptonite. Yeah, but I don't think it's because... I just don't want Batman to hack fucking Lex Luthor's fucking, you know, database. I don't want him to, like, you know, get kryptonite from Lex Luthor. I I mean, give me the... I want fucking... I want a detective. Yeah. I don't want him to be like, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, thanks, Lex, for your sloppy seconds. He's a cyber detective. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, um... One of the uh, one of the one of the things that I wanted to ask you guys about was one of the things that Jesse Eisenberg said in this that I really I thought it was cool I liked it I liked uh, this is one thing that I do Tupperware in this clip from when it comes to Jesse Eisenberg the quote that he had the red capes are coming yeah that's why Reds toss it oh, I loved it absolutely loved that <laughs> I red capes are coming the red capes are coming the red capes are coming. Because, um, you know, you're talking about that guy that's talking to the public that makes these things that people will remember. And uh, I think this is something like, you know, in a speech, if I were to hear something like that, I would think of Paul Revere, number one. Yes. And and it, and, 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 and in this, you know, instead of the red coats, he says the red capes. Yeah. And, and he's talking about the fear of more aliens. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to stir people up. Yeah. Of the fear of like, okay, guys, look at what one did. Look at what one did. Mm-hmm. What if we get more? And he brought one other, and they fought, and they destroyed Metropolis. Was what he, if more come? Was he in a public area when he was doing that? Like he was just having a loony attack. He was talking himself. to the senator. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I am just. I thought that was awesome. I. I because I'm still thinking about that quote, the red capes are coming, the red capes are coming. I thought it was very cool. That's the one scene that I Tupperware with uh, Eisenberg where it was just like that, like it stuck with me. And it really got me thinking like, wow, okay. Yeah. You know, he's (laughs) he's really trying to get people to fear this alien. He's really, he's really trying to push that to the public. He's trying to manipulate the public. I hope you're right. I yeah, mean, I gotta I just, say, it came off to me like wow, this like ranting nuts. to himself. Yeah, uh, the what do you say, black and blue, yeah. day versus night, red. You know, it, so you're just thinking he's just like fucking crazy and yeah, that's what it came yeah, off like to a me. Crazy genius. Yeah, Man, see, it's like like for me and Jay, it's like I'm, I'm thinking think like so. in that scene, it's like he's he's like he's like I completely agree with you. He's trying to scare humanity into into. And just like, like I honestly think like he's bankrolling those people out in the desert too yeah. that are wearing those patches because people are going to be scared that's, that like this guy is being worshipped. And I mean, like, what did you guys think about the fucking scene where I'm, I'm totally going off on something else? <laughs> like, like um, they're talking about the the scene where the people are stranded on the rooftop and it looks like Katrina Superman, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're being flooded and Superman shows up. Yeah. And shit. Oh, and then okay, we had the that scene. Let's. Talk, I want you guys to talk about that. And then the fucking controversial uh, scene in the first movie where Clark Kent says something about the people. It's so you know maybe you should let them die. Right. And in this one, she's like Ma Kent is saying like 
you know, maybe you don't have to be the hero right. in this yeah, one. Do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done raising you. <laughs> Snyder's like, you know what? I didn't make... I, I didn't make Ma Kent controversial enough in the first movie. I know. I made I made Kevin Costner. You knocked it out of the ballpark. Most people hated your performance in that movie. <laughs> now I'm going to make people hate Diane Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Kill them all, right. Superman. <laughs> what did you? Okay, those two scenes. I totally forgot to bring those up, but I thought those were pretty insane. There's, yeah, there's so much to unpack in this trailer. Yeah, like I, I actually yeah. watched it like four or five times just myself. Like, yeah. Every time I saw something different. I think that's one of the most honest answers anyone could give somebody that has godlike powers. You know what I mean? I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. You walk away from a fucking Zack Snyder, David S. Goyer trailer, and you think, and you think, and you think, yeah, and you wonder. And uh, I don't get that feeling when I watch a fucking uh, Peyton Reed Ant Man trailer. It's right. not like I watch the Ant Man trailer and it's like, shit, man. I wonder. I wonder what happens after fucking Thomas the Train. <laughs> yeah, but I want Batman v Superman to have more gravita than I want Marvel's Ant Man to have. I mean, that makes sense. I know, I know, Jake. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like it's. Of course, it does. It's not a heavy movie. It's just like uh, Ant Man. It's just like you know what? We're gonna just gonna have you shut your brain off for a couple hours, and uh, and uh, we'll. we'll and, uh, yeah, we'll just show you a bunch of fun, colorful <laughs> yeah. shit. I don't want a political thriller out of Ant-Man, to be fair. You, you know what I'm saying? I understand what your, your point, though. I You're know. comparing and contrasting. I know. No, no, no. I, I know. But when it comes to a movie like Civil War or Age of Ultron... I can get behind you here I a want, lot more. I want it to be a little bit darker than what we got. Like, the first Ant-Man movie, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. Good times. I, I wanted Ultron to be darker, too. Yeah. I cannot argue. But I, on the flip side, I wouldn't argue if they left Thomas the Train out. I, you know what I mean? Like, if I never got that Thomas the Train moment, it's not like I'm bitching about that either. Yeah. You know? I feel like that was an Edgar Wright baby that stayed around. Mm-hmm. It feels like it a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah, there's a total difference between seeing this footage and seeing, you know, Marvel's Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. There's a total difference to how it affects mm-hmm. and what you think about and how you dissect it. With Marvel, it's like, yeah, okay, I get it. That's what it's going to be. What dude, dude, dude? Just like, it looks just like images in this fucking trailer. Like Superman. There's fucking, a lot of iconic images. When fucking Superman's fucking like landing in front of that courthouse and shit. Right, trying to Space keep it fucking Jesus. accurate. Dude, I love, I love the fucking cape. Yeah. I love the cape. Like the cape, like they have like, like you can say whatever the fuck you want to about that cape, but the cape I think is like, has just as much personality as Superman in this fucking movie. Oh, Jacob yeah. would agree because I thinks, do agree. You think Henry Cavill probably he's dead. And, <laughs> like, you probably think like they just fucking like he's I all do. CGI. So we get the burning. I think CGI yeah. would have more emotion. Yeah. Henry Cavill though. actually died like two years ago to Jake, <laughs> yes. and like Andy Serkis has been doing the mocap on him. Yes. <laughs> and you are so, inside the <laughs> But like that cape has so much personality yeah. in this fucking trailer. I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. Like Henry Cavill looks like he's a fucking superstar. In the Man from Uncle trailers, Army Hammer looks like, oh my god, like I want to fall asleep every time I see him on screen. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't give a shit. And I love Army Hammer in Reaper, and that's it. He played an awesome bad guy, Morgan, in Reaper, but like in this fucking movie, like he looks like shit. But Henry Cavill looks very charismatic and very cool in The Man from Uncle. He looked emo and confused. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of separating him from humans, though. I think it's his alien side. It's like he's not like us, so yeah, he's kind of almost robotic. You know what I mean? That's half the reason I don't like Superman in the first place, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, you're like, summing it up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so I mean, I'm, I'm a little shocked that Jake actually tasted this thing. I That's was crazy. coming into this thinking that you were definitely gonna fucking toss this fucking thing. I just thought it was way better than the first. We are gonna take a timeout. We're gonna come back and talk about Suicide Squad, and then wrap it up with Star Wars. Sweet, I'm gonna go call. say hey and we're back <laughs> I, I was i was waiting for it there yeah i wasn't sure all right we're gonna talk about uh suicide squad suicide squad director david ayer uh he's the director of fury great tank movie i fucking loved it world war ii he got on stage and said all this good versus evil shit has played out it's time for bad versus evil mm-hmm. i thought that was a fucking awesome quote yes and we got a chance to see the suicide squad trailer that wasn't released to the general public uh it features uh, amanda waller at the beginning Talking about a group of villains that she says she put them in a hole and threw away the hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great uh, line. I love that line. I thought it was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Then a man, uh, and he looks to be in the military. I'm guessing Argus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says to her that he's heard some of them have abilities. Kind of alluding to the fact that some of them have, like, you know, like powers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Waller says, yes, I have seen... Maybe Superman was some kind of beacon, but then they creep back from the shadows. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. Uh, Then the – who I'm guessing is an Argus uh, guy says they're bad guys. And Waller says, exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we can blame them. He asks her, what makes you think you can control them? She says, because getting people to act against their old self-interests is what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very interesting. Um, did you guys hear Did you guys hear Jesse Eisenberg's voice in this trailer? Or was I, it just me? I, 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 I did didn't. not hear it. You didn't? No. I, it's just, like, I heard like three voices, and I thought like the third voice that I barely heard was Jesse Eisenberg, but I, I don't know. I'm, there were I'm, three, I might be wrong. There were th- what looked to me three characters in the scene with her. Yeah, and they were in the shadows. You yeah. couldn't exactly, you know, why is that? Right. Why don't you see who they are? Well, who's funding? Well, I this? saw one of their faces. Yeah, I saw one of the gentlemen, mm-hmm. but I, of course, I didn't see Eisenberg. And like Eisenberg's been rumored to be in this film, possibly. Right. So. I liked Waller a lot in this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. 
Um, we see Margot Robbie next uh, as Harley Quinn. She's in a ca- oh yeah, Dave left by the way. Dave's right. gone. Yep, no, he's not sleeping. Everybody, <laughs> we didn't even acknowledge. He that. had the babysitter till ten, so he had to leave. So, <laughs> but we see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. She's in a cage. She's hanging upside down by her legs. We then get a shot of Diablo as fire rises from his hands. Uh, we see Deadshot at Will Smith punching a heavy bag. Mm-hmm. Boomerang walks uh, down a corridor looking uh, badass. We get Killer Croc being wheeled into a room, <laughs> and he's like looking all Hannibal Lecter and shit yeah. with the fucking mask on and everything. Um, we get uh, the trailer then goes on to show like the collection of you know Waller's uh, villains. That she's assembled for this Suicide Squad, and then we also get some flashbacks of their past, giving us you know you know glimpses of like you know who they were before the Suicide Squad. We get like the fucking Will Smith scene. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, Harley Quinn. We she then looks at another character. Maybe you guys can help me as to who this character is. Is it? She says she looks at another character and she asks, "Are you the devil?" And he's got a mask on. Is that Deadshot in the mask? I couldn't see him well enough. Yeah, I watched this thing like three times. Yeah. It, it, the visibility wasn't the best. I could not. And it was very quickly, like she's looking, she's in the cage and she's looking up at somebody walking across like a, almost like a, like a little metal bridge there in the prison. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, why, is it Deathstroke? Because we've heard that, is it Deathstroke is going to be part of the team and like keeping people in line or like, that's like Waller's like, like contingency plan like if any of the fucking like suicide squad tries to go off and do their mission they've got to worry about death stroke that would make a lot of sense as to who that character because, was yeah because i was thinking like is this will smith with the mask on but then i was thinking like why would he be walking around freely at this point in a prison in yeah. a prison yeah so maybe is this death stroke and she's looking at death stroke with the mask on and asking him she goes are you the devil? Yeah. So maybe that's death. You just talked me into thinking that it's most likely not um, Will Smith. I think, yeah. I think we'll see him mask off 90% of the time, if not 100. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's either Deathstroke or the Joker. Who else would she look up and say, are you the devil? Well, she knows the Joker, though. Right. I'm assuming by this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know 100% Deathstroke is in the movie. Yeah. So that makes sense. We've heard that, yeah. We've heard that Deathstroke's in this movie. Do we know who's cast as Deathstroke? No. Who's the creator of Deathstroke? I'm brain farting on this. But I saw him on Facebook Uh talking about how proud he was of Deathstroke being in the movie. Okay. 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 I'm sorry that I'm brain farting on who Deathstroke is. I have no idea either. It's someone that you would instantly recognize. If we heard the name, we would Yeah, it's like a super comic book icon character. God damn it. Uh, We then, uh, you can look that up and then I'll, I'll talk about the trailer more. Will Smith, we hear him say, so this is it, huh? We're the Patsies. Some sort of suicide squad. Let's go save the world. Mm-hmm. All I could think when I heard this was like, uh, Chris Pratt's speech in Gal- the Galaxy of the, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like him talking to them about, you know, how they're like losers right. and blah, 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 blah. But that, that's kind of like, did your mind go to that too? Yeah. My least favorite part of the trailer was the whole Will Smith dropping the name of the team. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that's a little too cheeky for this yeah. kind of movie, I think. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like we get it. We're some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. oh. I kind of felt the same way about that too. We're I, some kind of Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> We're some kind of Avengers. <laughs> right, right. We're some kind of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> We're some kind of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> We're some kind of Dawn of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we then get uh, they go on and we sh- see a bunch of different flashes in the trailer we get flashes of Deadshot hugging a, a kid yeah uh, we uh, what I think is Rick Flag mm-hmm. uh, possibly hugging a woman I don't know was that Rick Flag <laughs> or killing her one or the other there was Rick Fla- uh, was it Rick Flag was it uh, was it Kinnaman Joel Kinnaman the, the, the guy who played Robocop was it him <sighs> or was it I think so. Was it Jay Courtney as Boomerang hugging a woman? No, because Boomerang was later. Like, he taught, he had a line Maybe later. it was Jay Courtney fucking my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I had a countdown in my head as yeah. to how long this was going to take to get back to mom. <laughs> like, as soon as you brought his name up, it was like literally a stopwatch. You got to seven seconds. Right. <laughs> seven seconds. Guys, we saw Harley dancing uh, in front of a pole. What yeah. was up with that? I thought they, that that's a dumb looking scene. That was weird. It, it looked like she was a, a pole dancer in did. her past. Yeah. So, I don't know. Weird. Mm. I like the cartoons. See, the but see, the thing is, like, what we know from, like, the New 52 about her origin. Her name was Harlequin. Was it Harlequin? Yeah. Yes. And, um, was it Harlequin Quin? What was her last name? Quinner? I don't know her last name. I was but she, always she was she was a psychiatrist. She was the yeah. Joker psychiatrist. Yeah. I didn't think she was a fucking pole dancer. No. Yeah, that was the way it was in the, in the cartoon, the psychologist thing, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um... Quinzel. Yeah, Har- Harlequin Quinzel, or Har... Right? Uh, Harleen Francis Quinzel. Thank you, I totally butchered that fucking name. <laughs> uh, but uh, the screen then, we on the screen it says, uh, Justice has a bad side. We get a real quick look at Killer Croc now, without that fucking, you know, uh, Hannibal Lecter mask on, with the hoodie on... Probably recording some movie in a theater, Jake. <laughs> I, I keep thinking about how guilty I feel about seeing this thing again. Since yeah. we didn't send you that fucking Deadpool trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're such assholes. All three of you saw the Deadpool trailer. And me. It's like my most anticipated fuck. You guys just... I, I we think, know that, too. I think you guys just assumed that I saw it. We did. I did assume. I did. Like, yeah. oh, Brian's on top of everything. I, I felt like I'd be insulting you to send it to you. No, you wouldn't have. I would have been like, been thank like, you. Psh- Jake, I watched that like yesterday. I would have been grateful. <laughs> and instead, I'm right. going to show Brian clips every day now. <laughs> have you seen this? Yeah. Have you seen this? Shut up, Jay. <laughs> um, we get a shot of uh, Harley uh, <laughs> acting like she's cocking that bat that we see her with in like you know a lot of the images that have been leaked online. I liked that clip. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, some cool shots of Katana with her sword. Mm-hmm. Yes. I see the, at least two or three um, shots of her. Harley says, you're in so much trouble. Yeah. We then see Joker's car, which we've seen in leaked photos, uh, racing down the street with Batman on top of it. Mm-hmm. And Harley says, I hope you got insurance. And then she giggles. What did you think of the Harley voice? This was not at all was I, at all what I, I was expecting from her Harley Quinn voice. And and to be quite honest with you, at this point in time, I am tossing the voice of Harley Quinn. Um, I think that's a very good um, observation. I, I I was more impressed with like 
Like, I was thinking we were going to get a little bit more of, like, her fucking kind of, like, uh, Brooklyn, Bronx-type accent that she had in fucking Wolf And very happy, too. Yeah. Like, very excitable. Yeah. I love the look of her. Yes. The look is phenomenal. But as for the voice work, it just sounds like Robbie, it, like Margot Robbie just talking. That's a great observation. I When I watched this, every time I was like, something seems off on Harley, mm-hmm. but I just can't mm-hmm. put my finger on it. Yeah. And I think it is the voice. I yeah. Think, I think it's a great observation. Yeah. Like, she wasn't bubbly Harley. Thank you. It was just... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't digging that. I think that they were, I think she's, I, I, I was expecting a lot more from that voice. Every time I listened to the trailer, I was just like, this, this is just like Margot Robbie talking. I, I was more mm-hmm. impressed by her, by her, uh, performance in Wolf of Wall Street and the voice that, that she was using in that movie. I thought that was part, partly responsible for why she got this role Cast, in the first place. Exactly. Voice. Exactly. And so that's why I'm even more surprised that that's not the take that we got. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Very strange. Good point. Yeah. That's a great point. I, I felt like I, I couldn't figure out what it was that would right. bother me about right. the character yep. in the trailer, and that's definitely one one of the big things. Yeah, we're in we're in hundred percent agreement. Um, hmm. We get to hear the first Joker laugh mm-hmm. from Jared Leto, and um, the laugh itself, I'm going to give it a taste. It, I agree. I think Heath Ledger did nail the laugh, um, and Jared Leto gave us. It was it was different. He's got to, he's forced to do something different. You can't bite off uh, Heath Ledger at this point. We yeah. got to get a different Joker. It's like you can't. Bite, it's like every time it gets harder too. It's like you can't yeah. do the Jack Nicholson. You can't do the Mark Hamill. Yeah. You can't do the Heath Ledger. Yeah, you can't even do fucking uh, what's it Romero. Yes, yes. You can't even do great call. Yeah. So um, you know. We then see him, and he says, "I can't make out what he says." I can't first. either. I played that so many fucking. times. I can't make out what he says originally. He's um, like, he, he's he's holding something. It looks like power cables or something, and then they cut away, and it, the screen goes to black. And then the only thing that I can make out that he says is, "I'm just gonna hurt you really, really bad." Yeah. It's, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not gonna kill. Oh, you. Oh, is that what he I'm says? I'm not gonna kill okay. you. Okay. I'm just gonna hurt you. Cool. Really, really bad. Now, guys. My question to you is, like, is he holding, like, some kind of, like, power cable, some kind of, like, cable he's going to shock him, and it looks like they're in, like, a dentist chair. Yeah. Yes. So, um, is, you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, we didn't get enough of the Joker for me to really say I Tupperware this yet. I, I you know what? I have full confidence in Jared Leto. I do, too. I have full confidence in him. Yeah. But from this performance, I got to give it a taste it. To can't, be honest, can't blame Jared for costume design if that's right. the kind of exactly. thing. That <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, I think I think that he is going to call upon whatever Joker that he gives us. It's going to come from a very cool place. Mm-hmm. It's going to come from a very. Um, it's going to be. It, Jared Leto is going to own this character. I know that for sure. And you can tell he's excited to be yes. doing it. Yes. I mean, he's with all the Instagrams uh-huh. and all the shit he does. You can yeah. tell it's something that he's very excited and proud of. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I can say whatever the fuck. I, I can say I taste this all day, like like what I saw in that performance. Mm. But the reaction that he got in Hall H that day, mm-hmm. they gave it a Tupperware. Oh, yeah. They were excited as fuck to see that. I heard a lot of, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a yeah. weird kind of reaction yeah. that you didn't... It was different from, like, you know, the reaction you got from Deadpool or Batman right. v Superman or right. even Star Wars. It was a very, yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> there, there was another scene too earlier in that trailer where they're walking down corridors, and it's really hard to make out on the video. Uh-huh. But it looks like he's hanging in a cell at the end of this hallway, uh, like by his hands, with no like shirt on or nothing. Like he's just they they bound him to the ceiling, and you hear him laughing. That is a Latino review rumor that we talked about on a previous episode mm-hmm. that he's actually doing push-ups upside down. They, that's what they said. Okay. Maybe they, they, maybe they heard the rumor wrong and that it's actually this scene. It looked like to me he was like this. Banging. And they're walking no. towards him and you hear him just laughing. Okay. Okay. And then it goes to some other stuff and then you really see him and hear him. That sounds like what La- Latina Review was talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the laugh. I, it, it was kind of reminiscent of, uh, the old. No, it's not a toss it. Yeah. It, it's different. Yeah. It's different. It's like it's like at this point they we they have made it so difficult for Jared Leto to find like his Joker. Yeah. Because we've had Nicholson, we've had Romero, we've had Hamill, we've had fucking, you know, Heath Ledger. Yeah. And it's like to try to like summon upon, you know, Jared Leto has to find his Joker. Right. Oh my god, he's gotta do something drastically different, but still like have audiences excited for his yeah, Joker? It's a tough fucking gig. It it's is a tough fucking it is. gig. It is. I have to. I, I'm going to do something. I really do. I'm going to freeze this. Okay. Because okay. I feel like another problem I have is that we're like listen to listening to distortion upon distortion when we hear. We're this. not watching like the full trailer in yes. HD. Yeah. And, and I think it's fra- we didn't even know what his fucking line was until yeah, you told us. Exactly. And I think the Joker laugh is something that needs to be heard the way it's meant to right. be heard right. for, for me to fully say I Tupperware that or I yeah. toss it. Like it just, it was too, this audio quality was too crappy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Dude, I just, this is like, I, I, I want to see more of this Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was more excited that the Joker was laughing yeah. than what what it sounded like. I'm not impressed with. I'm still gonna go back to Margot Robbie. I love. I Tupperware the look. Yeah, I, I think agree. she looks phenomenal. But as far as like, I was expecting a lot more from that Harley Quinn voice. Yeah, maybe that comes. I mean, it, it'll make the voice even more powerful if it's a flip between yeah normal talking and. Cause that's a little she bit. She sounds like she could, honestly, for me, she sounds like she should be voicing like a fucking My Little Pony. Yeah. Friendship is magic. Yeah, yes, pony. Yes, yes, yeah. And, they, and they showed her doing shit like licking the bars of her, sh- of her cell. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I don't want her to be like a sexual arm piece of the Joker in this movie. She should be yeah. just as fucking nuts and awesome as, as he is. You well, know? I mean, uh, even in the new 52, like if you read the Suicide Squad comic books, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like sexual uh, tension between her and fucking, um, Deadshot mm-hmm. in that, like even in the first issue, like they're fucking making out and shit and everything. So, oh, that, that yeah. reminds me, um, Deadshot created by Marv, Marv Wolfman. Oh, okay. Wrote Crisis and all kinds of shit. Thank you. Deathstroke, you mean? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah. No, 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 no. I confuse like fucking you, Deadshot and Deathstroke all yes. the time. Like yeah. I know similar. Yeah. I know the characters, but like it's like every once in a while I'll call Deadshot Deathstroke or vice versa. The yeah. one, the one that yeah. Slade Wilson. Yes, is yes. created by Marvel. Man, uh, that's Wilson. just as exciting as a Joker if they pull that off correctly. To yeah. me, Slade you know. Wilson, right? I'm I'm thinking that's who she's talking about when she says, "Are you the devil?" I think she's talking about Deathstroke now. Yeah, it has to be. 
Who else would it be? You, well, we saw like who was. It looked like. I mean, we saw a mask, and like half of it is one color, half of it's another color. But we didn't get a great look, and it was like a real quick fucking scene. Yeah, I'm thinking it's Deathstroke. I wouldn't be surprised. I bet he's a major bad guy player. Yeah, I think that uh, he's been hired as an assassin um, on the side by Amanda Waller, or you know what I mean, to keep tabs on them throughout the mission, as well as like. Rick Flag, he's not part of the squad. He's just kind of there, right? Right. So, yeah. Somebody says you. The only thing you need to know is you take orders from me. Yes. And I don't know if that was Rick Flag or if that. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. else. Yes. Well, am I spacing? Did we rate this? No, I don't think we have rated this. I think we've rated like like Harley Parts Quinn. Okay. We've rated Leto, but the overall trailer, I don't think we've rated. Okay, it. okay. I was like, am I an idiot? Yeah. I can't remember what Jay and Brian even rated. What, this what you, thing. No, no. What are you rating the Suicide Squad? It's a trailer? taste. It okay. It's a strong taste. It too. Yeah. It's better than I thought it would be. Yeah. So look, look like a lot of fun, like a Prison Break movie. It's you know what I mean. It's like I we we got to see like a bootleg version of this fucking trailer. Yes, yes. I love David Ayer. He is a phenomenal director, and yeah, I'm only basing it off of Fury, but he's a phenomenal director, and he's great at the team dynamic. I saw like a movie where he took Brad Pitt, fucking uh, uh, you know uh, what's his name, John Bernthal, mm-hmm. and and Shia LaBeouf of all actors, and uh, the fucking kid from uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah. And he made that movie work and it was phenomenal. He was great with a team group and I think he can do that with Suicide Squad and of course I mean we're just watching something that somebody recorded on their fucking iPhone. Yeah. I'm going to give it a high taste that this trailer. Deadpool was so good that we Tupperware it even though we saw it on iPhone. And the jerk even filmed it in non. You guys saw it. Yeah, he, I didn't. He, he filmed it in non-landscape mode too. Really? <laughs> God damn it! How fucking dumb are you? Yeah, what? asshole. I tossed that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before I rate this, what about that scene where the guy's wearing like a fucking panda mask? What the fuck? Is that Batman coming I, at him? I was him? gonna ask if that was Batman too. It looks like Batman coming at him. He's shooting up. Oh, in a, okay. And, and it looks like Batman's like coming at him from like the ceiling or something. My very next question was, was that Batman? We I saw think so. I like paused it well, and we yeah. saw Batman on top of the Joker's car. True, yes. right? Was this the Joker in like a panda mask, like doing an armed robbery? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell because he wasn't wearing like a suit. Right, he looked like he had normal clothes on, and then just this big fucking panda mask, but. Do you think that... I think it was like a Panda Express employee. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm Going done. postal. I'm done. I'm done working here. <laughs> you guys don't have... You guys love the orange chicken. You have no idea what's in this shit. <laughs> can I um? Can I push the rewind button and yeah. go back to the uh, Ben Affleck Batman movie stuff? Yeah. Is, is that... Where is that going to fit in? Is that going to take place after Suicide Squad? Is all this... I think... I honestly think that... that I think they are going to do... I, gonna I, hopefully back? they're going to... I think they're going to take if you're if I understand the question that you're asking. I think they are going to go the Marvel route, and I think that they are going to have everything kind of like time wise timeline mm-hmm. match up. I think this will happen after Batman v Superman. Yeah. Okay. And you think the Ben Affleck Batman movie will happen after Suicide Squad? Ben Affleck Batman movie? Yeah, the one he writes and directs. When's that taking place? I if I had to guess, if I had to guess when that is going to happen. It's going to have to happen at 2019 because don't they have to do – like they've already slated the 
Justice League movies parts one and two. Okay, I agree with that. Like, I think like this, it could happen before Green Lantern, which is slated for 2020, but it's not going to happen before the Justice League movies. But will that, do you think that Ben Affleck movie will like take place after all those movies? Do you think we're going to see, ever see younger than Batman no. by Ben Affleck? Or no. is it going to be? No, I, if we, I, I don't think that this universe is opposed to showing us flashback scenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already, you know, I, I I think that we may even see, like, the death of that Robin. Okay. Okay. My next question. But, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Do, does that mean this is all adding up to a Ben Affleck versus Jared Leto? Yeah. Batman Absolutely. Is that what Absolutely. we think the final outcome Can is? Can I give Absolutely. you the outcome? I think he's going to fucking kill him. <laughs> but not until the, the Ben Affleck movie. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think that uh, will be the outcome. I think. Ah, uh, man. I'm going out on a limb. Yeah, that, I don't that's think they're going to waste out another Joker. Thank you. Thank you. That's the thing. It's like they didn't want to waste the Joker in The Dark Knight. Unfortunately, uh, Heath Ledger passed away. Um, and then uh, uh, I think they should learn from the Tim Burton film when Nicholson was, you know, Nicholson only agreed to the one film, so they did what they did. But. Yes. An older Batman, uh, you know, he's already at the end of his, you know, rope to to speak in this, you know, Batman yeah, v Superman. How, but how into the rope is he? After that, he's going to be in Suicide Squad. He's going to be in two Justice League. Well, movies. Suicide Squad might be a flashback. That scene, that whole scene, might be, a, 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 you know, when he was a well, little I younger. Know. That's why I don't I, know. I kind of led up to it though, asking when all those would take place. Right. And I thought we were on the train. And where I think everything was in succession. I think Justice League is setting up. You know, Joker's fucking with Batman during Batman v Superman: mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. He's fucking with him then, and I think he just gets to that point. You know, why would they show? You know, showing the Robin suit and like, dude, you killed my sidekick. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be like almost like the Frank Miller stuff where he fucking kills him. You think he Joker, killed him in you that? You think Joker's going to play a big part guys, in the Justice guys, League movie? Guys, like fucking okay. Ben Affleck is forty-one. Yeah. Okay. Yes. How old is Robert Downey Jr.? Maybe like forty-seven, forty-eight years old, somewhere yeah, around that there. Right. I mean, Affleck. I think, in my opinion, has a good ten years left as Batman. Okay. In my opinion, 10, 10, 12 years left as Batman. And I don't think that within those 10 to 12 years that he could play Batman, that they want to get rid of the Joker within that time frame. Okay. See, the, the way my brain's thinking about this is we're obviously using aging makeup on him in Batman v Superman. Yeah, he looks definitely older. Like, if you look at him in Gone Girl, yes. compared to the way he looks in Batman v Superman, yes. he's got the gray. Yes. Yeah, they're going out of their way to make sure that he looks older. And when you do things like that, I naturally think that so the you're reason they're going to have doing a prequel that, movie? Yes. That's a great point. Why else would you exaggerate those features so much if you weren't planning on pulling that back later on. That, that's a good point. Yeah, that a good is point. a good point. That is a good point. That would I'm be the other logical way to go with the story. So I really Because otherwise I don't know how else it ends. Honestly. And I think that gives Ben Affleck a bigger playground for his Batman movie too. Mm-hmm. If he has if he's before mm-hmm. all of this, he pretty mm-hmm. much has an untouched slate. Yeah. You know? No, no. Th- th- uh, yeah, you blown my fucking mind right now. Because, like, think about it this way. Yeah, they have, like, uh, intentionally given him gray hair and made him look a little bit older in this new trailer, this Batman v Superman trailer. We know Ben Affleck can look a lot younger than that. Yeah, right? a lot younger. You know what I mean? Exactly. A lot younger. We looked at him in Gone Girl. They can pull back 
they can pull his age back by quite a few years and give us a uh, they can give us a Batman uh, Joker. Uh, it doesn't even have to. It doesn't have to be an origin story, but it can be like one of like it can be like in their heyday. Yeah, and we could even possibly still see the first time Batman meets this Joker. That's true. We could. We could in this prequel. But I really do think that standalone Ben Affleck Batman movie will take place before everything. Hmm. Mm. That, I, that, I, I'm starting to lean towards that a little bit. It makes a ton of sense, but I, I'm just concerned about them retelling some stuff. I don't want to see another origin. But it, but it, but it gives us as a viewer. Something to look forward to in the next Batman movie after that. Right. Which yeah. is like, okay, now you've gotten to see like why these two are at odds with each other. Like we've got so much history anyway in the comic books and all the other films and everything. But like in this universe, now we got more of a backstory. And then, okay, now we're going to, we're going to show you a little bit more mm-hmm. with the older Batman and older Joker in another film. Hmm. Instead of just giving you the one film. Yeah, you can continue the story both yeah, ways. Exactly. And I think, Jay, I, I think you don't have to worry. I don't think they're going to do another origin because I think we're going to cover that in Batman v Superman. From True. what we saw in the trailer and like, yeah. From I mean, we, we know there's a, there's a grave scene. There's a, there's a funeral yeah. scene. And we this. know there's young Bruce. Right, so young we're going to get all that out. We're going to get all that out of the way. Yeah. But to me, like, what is the end conclusion of Batman versus Joker? You know what I mean? Like... What is the end of that conflict? You could put him in Arkham, but he's going to get out. You know, yeah. he always gets out. Sure, he's going to go kill some more people. Does he get to the point where he's just like, "I'm done with this"? There always, I think, there always needs to be. I think what they've learned is like, if you have Batman, even the comic books, they've learned if you have Batman, you always have to have the Joker. You always have to have the Joker around. I don't want there to be a. Uh, a resolution to that. Okay. I don't want there to be ever. You because without the Joker, Batman is. You know, what I mean, he's like the Joker is like the inverse of Batman. Yeah, killing the Joker makes Batman lose. Th- yeah, exactly. Right. We could very much see the killing of the Robin happen in the Ben Affleck Batman movie mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, I really see that being a prequel. I don't. Th- mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they'd foreshadow that any other way. Wow, what if they jumped right into Batman and Robin together? Yeah, I wouldn't so be surprised. You, yeah, do you guys think that we're gonna get Nightwing? I mean, yes, I think Nightwing's a hundred percent. Okay, in ten years or less, Night Nightwing will be on the screen somehow. Yeah, hmm. I would bet money on it. Okay, who's gonna do it first? Who's gonna do it first? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be Robin taking over the mantle of Batman, or is it gonna be Bucky taking over the mantle of Captain America? <laughs> who's gonna do it first? Who is gonna do it first? I if think- I had to guess, I'm saying somebody's taking over the mantle of Batman huh. because of the age of Ben Affleck's character that they put in this movie. Okay. But I could be wrong because of Chris Evans and all these rumors that like he wants to move on and do other projects. True. I don't know. I, it's a crapshoot. I think Captain America, the more I think about it. Captain America. I was leaning towards okay. Batman, and you kind of just convinced me to go, lean towards I kind of convinced America. myself as soon as I said fucking Chris Evans, and I remembered to myself, like, oh, shit, this guy loves like making movies like Snowpiercer. And I think Ben Affleck's <laughs> in it for a haul here. I love Snowpiercer. I don't think he's writing that. and directing a Batman movie so he can just jump away and go do yeah. a million. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's in it for a minute here. Sure. Sure. Man, that's a tough question. I don't know, man. I, so one of them's got to do it first, right? Yeah. I mean, 
you think about it, it's got to happen. It happened in the comic book. Did we ever think, like, fucking, you know, years ago that we'd get a Winter Soldier fucking movie? No. No. I mean, we're one step closer to somebody taking over the mantle of Batman and Captain America. I think one of these characters are going to do it first. I mean, I don't see, I don't see somebody taking over the mantle of Spider-Man right. for another 15 to 20 years. I don't think we're going to get Miles Morales in the near future. No, no, we'll get Nightwing before we get Miles Thank Morales. Thank you. Thank you. I also think, um, just thinking about this stuff, I, when I, Ben Affleck as a writer is all about writing ensemble pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, with what we've seen before with Argo and the town and whatnot. Yeah. And that leads me to think that we're going to see a lot of Batman family in a Batman movie that he writes. I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, we just already just have a Dick Grayson Nightwing. Like, just, we don't even do the origin. He's just there. Oh, man. And then we have the Robin that's going to... Do you think that that all the Robins have existed so far in this universe? I'm asking you. I do. I do. Carrie Kelly? Yes. Yes, all of them. Tim Drake? Yes. Jason Todd, of course. Yes. Do you think we're going to... God damn it. Are we going to get fucking Damien? Yes. <laughs> I think... I really think if I... Th- if I, not, I... I just keep thinking about what kind of movie Ben Affleck's going to write. There's no way he's going to write a solo, isolated Batman movie. And he's that's working just, with Jeff Johns. That's just not his style. It's yeah. gonna be, I think there's going to be Batman family off the ass. We've got story. to. We've got that's to. That's the type of picture he's going to write, I think. <laughs> Man. I'm really excited for the Ben Affleck written, directed Batman movie. More than anything DC has announced, this made me cheer. Do you think within the next five years we'll get a Batgirl film? No, um, I don't. Batgirl film? In five years? Not in five years. Okay. Uh, ten years. Okay. No, yeah, five years, 2020. They've already got movies set for 2020. Yeah, ten Yeah, years, the last maybe. movie is the Green Lantern film, you're right. Ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen, okay. okay. We'll get Captain Marvel long before that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DC's always had that crux, though, of like... You know, Batwoman, Batman, you're trying to live down the legend, you know, just like Nightwing, Batman, that same kind of thing. Yeah. It's always that, like, how do you step into that role? How do you be compelling enough to have a solo story written about you? Do you guys remember that fucking rumor? Adam Driver is Nightwing. Do you remember that yeah. rumor? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. briefly. Yeah. I'm thinking after we fucking see Star Wars Episode Seven, we're going to wish that that rumor fucking was the real deal. Yeah. I don't think Adam Driver. I don't think he'd I like. A, that I don't decision. think he'd be a good Nightwing. I do. I don't like. That. I don't think <laughs> well, I, Jay, Jay's got more experience of, of, of any. Of I've us. seen girls. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I personally haven't. I've seen him in Inside Lewin Davis with Oscar Isaac, who's also in Star Wars, and uh, he had such a limited role in that. I really don't have. I can't really form an opinion. I just don't think he's like that. Like, he's a great actor. I'm not taking any... I just don't think he's Nightwing. I think Nightwing's a little bit more like a guy that could instantly be your friend if he wanted to be, kind of. Okay. Like, I think Nightwing's very sociable. Mm -hmm. And I think of Adam Driver as a little bit more of an introverted character. Hmm. And a little bit more... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. feel like Nightwing can flip it back. I mean, maybe Adam Driver is a fantastic fucking actor, and he can make himself be any way he wants. This is just from what I've seen of him. Right. But I just don't see him being... I, I, honestly, I think what fucked it up for me was the fact that, like, after Christopher Nolan's fucking Dark Knight Rises, I always wanted to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Nightwing. Yeah, that could be cool. It did. It did. It fucked it up for me. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I, lo- I fucking love him. 
He was great in Sin City. I'm excited for the Fraggle Rock stuff he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he he played the personification of Robin that whole right. movie. He right. was that character, and yeah. that's exactly what somebody yeah. else would have. I just to don't do. think yeah. Adam Driver is warm enough. Like he's not. Nightwing is warm yeah. to other characters a lot of times. I, be, see, I don't think like that. you guys are the experts. I, like, I really don't have that much exposure. He's like the big brother of the Batman family, right? The one that they can all come to, and, and you know, feel when the most, Bruce is being stern. Dick yeah. is always like, "Hey, come on, it's." Yeah, and I just well, yeah. don't see Adam Driver as an inviting warm. And if they introduce like Damien into this fucking world, like you have to have an awesome fucking Dick Grayson because yeah. I love the interactions between Damien and fucking Dick. Right, oh, yeah. he's like the big brother. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I expect lots of Bat Family. I would say five or more Bat Bat Family members are introduced in this Ben Affleck Bat. Will they ever do? Will they ever do Batwoman? Uh, possibly. I don't think so. I think I, I think a lot's riding on Captain Marvel Marvel's shoulders. If they ever did Batwoman, then let me ask the question: If I if they ever did fucking Batwoman, would she be a lesbian? Uh, possibly. I think a lot of people want that. I think it'd be, be a Netflix series. Yeah. At this point, I think it'd be a Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even though the fucking okay, or a Hulu series. I don't think fucking like DC is working out a deal with Netflix, but I think it would be like. I think it'd be awesome if fucking like. DC worked out a deal with one of these fucking networks, like like uh, these online networks, like Hulu. Yeah, that's, that'd be a great idea. Because I, I saw what I saw this season from Gotham was like they were fucking killing it, and then towards the end of the season, it was just like what the fuck, what the fuck at the end of that season. Did you guys watch Gotham all the way through? No, no I did not. I finished this entire first season, mm-hmm. and I saw like like this like this amazing story. And then towards the end of the season, I just saw them piss it away. Right. Piss it away at the end of the season. And, um, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. The Batwoman movie thing, though, I, I think it could happen. I think just like Guardians of the Galaxy, like, mm-hmm. opened the door for other auxiliary character movies, like Suicide Squad. Yeah. I think if Captain Marvel comes out the gate and breaks records, then fucking A will see a Batwoman movie. Yeah, but I'm saying like, okay, okay, you know, we saw a Constantine TV show. Was yeah. he bisexual? No. Yeah. Did we see a proper Constantine? Did we see a proper representation of John Constantine? No. I mean, had the series been like labeled Hellblazer and been shown on Netflix, I think we would have. I feel like though, it's a, a little bit, the characters make it different a little bit. Like yeah. Constantine's kind of like a, shady slimy character you know what i'm saying yeah. where batwoman's like you know no but she's I'm a saying- classy lesbian yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a, li- a little bit different like where constantine's like a lecherous sex monger that's a good point you know what i'm saying it would that's be a it'd point. be a lot more tasteful than, than yeah. that yeah it's hard to pull that off on nbc yeah and that too that, yeah that's another that plus that equals yeah. no not by bi- not bisexual in the show <laughs> all right so um we also got final announcement that I want to talk about for DC is the Green Lantern movie has been officially titled and it will be called the Green Lantern Corps. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's getting a June 19th, 2020 release date. So five years from now. That's crazy. Yeah. They're, they're distancing themselves as much as possible from the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie. And we've seen this more and more and more. I mean, you know, uh, the Brandon Routh. Superman movie came out in 2006, yes, I want to yes, say, yes, yes. and they waited until 2013. That's a seven-year difference. 
the Ryan Reynolds movie came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're saying, shit, man, the palate cleanser for this fucking movie needs to be 10 years. <laughs> I got five years to yeah. brace myself for another Green Lantern right. movie. Right, right. <laughs> and, and they're not calling it Green Lantern. They're calling it Green Lantern Corps. Yay, more uh, than one. This movie will not just be about Hal Jordan. It's going to be, it's going to incorporate other lanterns. And um, I'm surely hoping, it'll have John Stewart, right? What do you? Yeah, surely it's going to have John Stewart. I mean, that's a lot of the speculation. A lot of people are saying Tyrese is going to be mm-hmm. and it's mainly Tyrese himself <laughs> is saying that he's going to be in this movie. Um, and then we've heard we've heard the rumors that you know Chris Pine could be our next mm. Green Lantern, our next Hal Jordan. You know that uh, the red herring was you know he was going to be Steve Trevor. Like, right. that was the red herring. Like, they didn't want to release this news. But see, that's the thing. They said at San Diego Comic-Con, the big news was that they, that fucking Chris Pine and Tyrese were going to come out on stage and say, like, hey, yeah, we're, uh, we're the Green Lanterns. That did not happen. Right. Um, so maybe it's still by uh, contract negotiations. We don't know. Um, but, uh, what are you guys hoping for? I'm hoping that they go full cosmic with this one. If, I want this to be the Guardians of the Galaxy for DC. I felt like in that first movie, it was like, okay, uh, we're on Earth. Uh, now we're going to go cosmic. Uh, now we're back on Earth. Right. That was a huge problem. And I want this to be like, I want this to be, we've got so many Earth-based superheroes in DC right now with Flash, Wonder Woman, even Superman being an alien, he's inhabiting earth we've got batman who's like the hero of gotham i think like this movie needs to be separate and flash with this movie need cyborg this movie needs to separate itself so much from this earth-based humans these earth-based heroes it needs to go cosmic and give us something different and we don't need this bouncing back and forth from earth to cosmic back to earth bullshit give me a fucking cosmic Give me a fucking, like, DC Nova fucking movie. Right. That's what I want. Yeah, I think that's the best route to go with it. I Keep it... It makes it too muddled, too, if you have it on the DC Universe with all those other characters. Like a whole Green Lantern fucking core interacting with everything yeah. else. Do you think the Green Lantern will not be a part of the Justice League, though? I, uh... That's, that's a great question. Um, there's two Justice League movies, and that's... I think both Justice League movies, aren't they slated to come out before the Green Lantern movie? True, that's, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 God, if I, if I, if I was, if I had to guess, I'd say that Green Lantern's not going to be part of the Justice League films to start off with. It would make sense, like you were saying, to like separate from the Ryan Reynolds as much as possible. Yeah. I think this is going to kind of set up bigger threats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like you said, go cosmic. So then you're going, you're dealing with, you know, fucking dark side and everybody else that's out there. I think they're also trying to separate that from Thanos as much as possible. Well, at the moment, at, yeah, the at the moment, moment, right. Which I think dark side is way better than Thanos. But, um, I think this is going to, yeah, you're going to see some earth based threats possibly. And, you know, you, we might see Brainiac or something with justice league. Okay. That's mm-hmm. just a stretch. I don't know as much about Darkseid as I do Thanos to make that judgment. I, yeah, I, 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 I do. <laughs> I, I've read a lot more Jim Starlin Thanos than I have Darkseid. I'm in the same boat. I, I know the character is very confusing yeah. to me where I, I like know the insides of the Thanos okay. as a character. Well, yeah, Th- uh, Darkseid to me is way cooler than, uh, you know, Apocalypse or, or Thanos. Okay. Um, and I, I think this is the perfect way to set something like that up to where 
you would need somebody like Hal Jordan or the Green Lantern Corps, you know, to right. come to Earth and interact with all the rest of the, you know, the superheroes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Green Lantern. Spacing out there. Green Lantern will do that too. Let's talk about some Star Wars motherfuckers. Here we go. Oh, Christ. We've been real serious and shit. <laughs> It's time to get not serious. Yeah. Yeah. I need a cigarette if we're going to talk about Star Wars now. Shut up, Jake. Star Wars. Star Wars news. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Play an audio clip. I'm running. Five minute audio clip so you can go smoke. Yes, yes. Tell you what, when this fucking. Uh, it's not possible. Yeah, I'll pause it and they won't know any different. We'll let you be fresh. Yeah, so you guys just heard the uh, Star Wars bumper, and we're back. We're going to talk about Star Wars news. We're back. They didn't know that we paused. They had no idea. Break. They're like, what are they talking about? Yeah. This what episode's like our break record, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I break the episode up in parts. Yes. And how many parts am I at right now? 20. I am at, this is, we, this is part eight. We broke the break record. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is like, okay. All right, so this uh, is not Star Wars San Diego Comic-Con news, but it's something that was reported recently. The Hollywood Reporter has learned that the second anthology film will be directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. That's right. Two of the most popular writers slash directors out there, best known for their work on the Lego movie, 21 and 22 Jump Street, and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. They're going to be taking their crack at Han Solo... His origin story, The Young Adventures of Han Solo. Here's a statement from them on StarWars.com. They say, this is the first film we've worked on that seems like a good idea to begin with. We promise to take take risks to give the audience a fresh experience, and we pledge ourselves to be faithful stewards of these characters who mean so much to us. This is a dream come true for us. And not the kind of dream where you're late for work and all your clothes are made of pudding, but the kind of dream where you get to make a film with some of the greatest characters ever in a film franchise you've loved since before you can remember having dreams at all. What's interesting about this is they said, we're going to take risks in this. That's a very scary slash exciting thing to hear because how can you take risks on a character that you know is going to survive this Mm -hmm. movie at the end of it? You know what I mean? Um, we know he's not going to die. This is like a adventure, like a origin story. Jake. Maybe the risk will be that he's highly unlikable. Mm. Like that he's not a very good guy. Hmm. And that you find out that episode four is kind of his redemption story mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where he, he kind of re- becomes a good guy again. Mm. Maybe that'll be the risk, that he's kind of a schmuck. The comic books have taken some risks with the character, too. And I don't know if they're going to incorporate this into that. I mean, the comic books that Marvel's putting out now are supposedly canon. And one of the things... Can I spoil it? Yeah. Yeah. Episode... In in issue six of Star Wars, the Jason Aaron book, we find out that Han Solo is married. Wow. Oh, shit. So, you know, I mean, you know, at the, the, the time when he's actually, you know, throwing game at fucking Leia and shit, they would, you know... He's wow. fucking married and shit. That's kind of a schmuck move. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, is that... Yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to incorporate that into this, but, you know, if it's, fuck, if it's fucking canon, I yeah. don't know, man. That's interesting. Yeah. 
How old do you think that they're going to show Han in this thing? I mean, at the time that they filmed the original Star Wars movie, uh, Harrison Ford, I think, was like 34 years old mm-hmm. Yeah, when they did you know, A New Hope. How old, like, if this is going to be taking place before A New Hope, how old do you think we're going to get our Han Solo? And how, and what actor, you know what, fuck it, what actor, I'm going to ask you, what actor do you want to be playing Han Solo? Oh, crap, 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 crap. I think the Asian, An unknown, or you want somebody that we know? I think I want someone that I know. Okay. I do. Unless they find a really good unknown. But I'm going to be even more judgmental about an unknown than I will be. Mm. You know, I, I won't expect an established actor mm-hmm. to do a Harrison Ford impersonation. Mm. Where I feel like that's what you're getting if you're trying to get an unknown. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would. I would say the same thing. Where you're not taken out of the character by somebody that you've, you know, you're familiar with. Like I, I was. I've been thinking about this since I read that article. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I don't know who I would want to fill that. You know, fill those shoes and still feel like that's a believable character leading up to what we see as Harrison. If you Ford. okay, if I if I put a gun to your head. And I said, Jay, give me a give me a fucking answer, motherfucker. I'm a bloody fucking pizza who's fucking asshole, man. And I was I was that asshole. I was that friend that pointed a gun to your head mm. and I was like, give me a fucking answer. Mm. Who would you choose? Fuck, I'd probably let you pull the trigger because okay. I don't know. I, right. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. so. Unfortunately, River Phoenix is dead because he was awesome as a young Harrison Ford and, you know, That's Indiana Jones. Somebody like that that, you know, has that kind of, I don't know, like a method actor, because that to me. I, like, for the longest time, I was like, fuck, dude, if fucking Josh Hartnett had a personality. Yeah. 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 I I agree with you for a long time, too. Yeah, Guys, if you put a gun to my head, um, I would have to say the guy that actually, like, okay, I'm going to say Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And the reason I'm saying that is because he did such a great job in Looper Mm -hmm. being Joseph Gordon-Levitt being Bruce Willis. Right. So I want to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt being Harrison Ford as Han Solo. That's a great pick. You don't think even though he's older. Close? Even yeah, though he's yeah. old. No, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt can play younger though. Okay. I mean, we've already looked at fucking Andrew Garfield who's like in his like, you know, late 20s pretending to be in high school in that first film. Right. Same thing with like Tobey Maguire in his like mid 20s playing like a high school student in fucking you know Spider-Man the original Raimi movie. So I think like they can make they can make Levitt look younger and make him look like he's in his 20s and shit. I could see it. That's a nice choice. I'd be fine with the Aaron Paul casting. Ugh. Man, I I I I don't know. I I can't say enough about that because I, I'm not like a Breaking Bad guy, but like yeah. I they gave him a shot in Exodus yeah, and, and like he had such speed. a limited role and the need for speed, and it's like he's I, the perfect age though. That's one one reason my mind goes back to him. Well, I mean, like it, it separates yeah. him just enough. Ten years him. ago, I would, I would have been like, I would have been like, yeah, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch is my guy. I feel like Bradley Cooper, but he's too old. Mm-hmm. Like ten years ago, Bradley Cooper. Too. Right, exactly. I think it's another case, though. Like, it, it, I think it has to be somebody. I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt could play that, where you're not thinking, okay, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. But I think somebody like Bradley Cooper, you would be like, that's Bradley Cooper trying to be Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think you would 
I, f- I don't know. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is that iconic to me too. Like I, 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 he's iconic, but I think he's more of a chameleon to where he's he not can... Gary Oldman though. It's not like I'm like whoa, mm. that was that was Jason Gordon-Levitt the whole time. That's a good point. You know, that's a good point. Um, damn, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's... But I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, I know he's going to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If you don't know this, he's a geek. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Guys, listen. I've listened to him on Nerdist. I mean, he he plays fucking D and D. Right. I mean, <laughs> my argument is the age, though. Not, Fair not, not that I think he'd be bad in it. So, so Han would be in his twenties. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I think I think Levitt, even though he's like 34, 35 in real life, I think he could play somebody that's in his twenties. Yeah, I think I, I think so. I think that they could age him down. Um, just like they aged down Tobey Maguire, they aged down fucking Andrew Garfield. Yeah, but I feel like he already... But with with those instances, we don't have another actor that we're, like, building up to. Like, I feel like he already looks older than Harrison Ford looked in Episode 4, regardless of what he... Oh, I don't, I don't think so either. No. I don't think so I either. think Harrison looked a lot older than yes. he was. Yes. Know? Okay. Yeah, I think he always I has. Agree. I agree with that. Um, maybe we're better off getting an unknown at this point because, like, if they if they if they if they tell me that fucking Zach Afron is fucking Harrison, Ugh. if he's fucking Han Solo, Ugh. yeah, yeah, I'm doing exactly that in the bathroom. I am fucking vomiting. Yeah, there's Ugh. so few people. I I think you know even people I respect that would you know maybe fill that role, but right. I'd still be rolling my fucking eyes. Okay, so okay, we don't know. We have no idea who we want to be fucking Han Solo. No, God, that'll be a huge announcement. Um, yeah, exactly. Aaron Paul, how old is he? Just curious. I'm going to guess 27. <sighs> yeah, 27, 28. Okay. I don't know. All right. Uh, we, I think they could age him down, too. You know what I'm saying? They but could he, get him down to yeah. 24. Sure. I just, sure. he doesn't look the part. Are we getting young Lando? I think you have and to. And if we get young Lando, who do you want? You let, you, oh, now I'm asking you who you want. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what, yes. That was my answer. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. But that that is a great answer. He'd yeah. be great. Michael B. Jordan would be my young Lando. Exactly. So. I think you have to have him in there somewhere. You know, maybe not as like I don't want to see like the Han and Lando adventures necessarily. I want to see that a little bit. I, I don't. I <laughs> no, don't. I, I, I want to see the first time that these two sit down and they play poker or cards and fucking Han loses. I think our writers write buddy picks. Yeah, that's mm. what they do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, hmm. and Han Han's gonna have a good buddy to play. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about. Uh, I mean, the it's. The, the writers of this movie are actually Lawrence Kasdan and uh, his son John Kasdan, which oh. Lawrence, of course, you know, uh, we know that he wrote Han in the original yeah. trilogy. Yes. And so just like he said, you know, during San Diego Comic-Con during the Force Awakens panel, he knows Han's voice. If anybody's going to know what Han is going to be like uh, as a young Han, it's fucking Lawrence Kasdan. True. Yeah, definitely. And what's great about this is that, like, you're thinking to yourself, like, why is John working on this? Well... He wants his son to learn this voice, too. We want Star Wars to go on in the future. And mm-hmm. we want Han to go on in the future. You know what I mean? True. So, like, the more that John gets to work with his father, we've got somebody that can, like, kind of, like, uh, understand Han Solo in the future for, for, for future movies and future generations. And I think that's great. Um, that's interesting that they're just directing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are just directing in this movie. I bet they do. I bet yeah. they do some script touch up, though. I bet. I bet. They, sure. I bet they write. You some don't scripts. get these guys 
You don't get Phil Lord and Chris Miller if they don't have an idea. Yeah. You don't get these guys if they don't have an idea. Exactly. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. That's why you get these guys in there. And I don't think that any other duo could do this movie. I don't. I, I, I think you can take any fucking uh, director out there in Hollywood and they're going to fuck this movie <laughs> up every time. This is why you hire Phil Lord and Chris Miller. You hire them to handle the movies that should not be made. <laughs> your because 21 Jump Street. You're telling yeah. me that, yeah, you're telling me that you're going to make a 21 Jump Street movie? Yeah. I'm looking at you and being like, I'm tossing the fuck out of this movie. You guys are fucking crazy. And then I watch it and I'm like, this is the funniest fucking comedy I've seen this summer. Yeah. And then you tell me that you're going to do 22 Jump Street? And you're telling me that I'm going to enjoy it? Fuck you. And then, you know what? I watch it and I'm like, oh my god, this is the comedy of the fucking summer. Yeah. yeah you liked it more than that first one, didn't you? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was genius. I did like it more than the first one. And um, if you tell me that Phil Lord and Chris Miller are going to do a Han Solo movie, I'm thinking they're doing it for a damn good reason because they have something that they're going to bring to this character. Yeah. And we're going to get a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. I, I, I have 100% confidence, of course, in Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. He knows the voice of the character. And I have 100% confidence in Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They are the two hottest directors in Hollywood right now. They're the idea guys that if you want a fucking movie to be awesome, they haven't done a shit movie yet. Everything is awesome. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> Lego movie. Yeah. You loved it. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of it. But you know what? I, it took the nation by storm and people love this fucking movie. And the thing is, like, I'm thinking right now, like, the only worry that I have is who the casting is going to be. Yeah. It all comes back to that casting. It does. So. Maybe cast a strong female character. (laughs) (laughs) Han used to be a lady. (laughs) Oh, man. That's the bold move they were talking about. The risk. Unfortunately, it looks like since they are taking on the Han Solo movie, it looks like we're not going to get to see their version of The Flash. It looks like they are going to drop off The Flash project. That's a bit unfortunate. That is a bit of a shame. I mean, oh my God, if anybody's going to fucking knock a Flash movie out of the ballpark, it's these guys. And I think that was the perfect like balance for what DC has going on to to have those two guys doing a movie. Agreed. Agreed. That is a shame. It is. It's a huge shame. Um, Let's see here. Uh, the film it's set for May twenty fifth, two thousand eighteen. That is uh, the uh, second anthology film coming after uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also was not the movie that Josh Trank was set to work on. That he got fired on, or whatever the hell happened. Okay, and that's all we know. Yeah, we don't know what it was. That it just was not this. It's not this. But I did. Did you guys see the picture that was released? And nobody knows if it's real or not. That somebody took a picture of a screen, and the screen showed Star Wars Episode Seven, Eight, and Nine, and it also showed Rogue One. Yeah, it showed the Han Solo film, and then it showed not an anthology film, but it showed a Kenobi movie. Yeah, mm. it was not called an anthology film. It was called something else. It was like Kenobi. I didn't see the the, the subtitle. Yeah, I, I, I got it on my phone. I, I could probably look it up, but I'm fucking lazy. Yeah. But it was Kenobi, and it wasn't labeled an anthology film. That's interesting. Like but, it was going to be its own series upon itself, like a new trilogy of yes. Kenobi movies. Oh wow! Exactly. So, um, 
one thing that I wanted to talk about is like one of the rumors of like who Han could be back in February. They were talking about Taron Edgerton mm. from uh, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hope not. I hope not too. I agree with you. <laughs> People that love Kingsman probably are like 100% behind it, but Jake and I, I think we, did we taste it? I wish I'd have tossed it. I it marinated. I hate it now. <laughs> It's nothing that I really want to go back and watch. No, no. When I, when I saw that it had come out on Blu-ray like about three or four weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I have no desire to ever see yeah. this movie again. Yeah. Like this morning, it was like, this morning it was like, it, I was thinking about two movies that I had watched that I really loved, and it was like, I'm going to, it was a toss-up between Snowpiercer and John Wick. Mm. Like, which one of those movies? Like, if you would ask me, like, hey, what about Kingsman? I would have been like, fuck off. I'm going to watch <laughs> either Snowpiercer or John Wick. Fuck <laughs> off. I'm not watching Fucking Kingsman. No. Um, let's see here. San Diego Comic-Con. This was not a San Diego Com- Actually, this was not a San Diego Comic-Con Star Wars story, but something I wanted to talk about, and it came from Birth, Death, Movies, and that's formerly known as Badass Digest. Okay. So they're gone, and they're called Birth, Death, Movies now. But they are reporting that Darth Vader is going to appear in the first Star Wars anthology film, Rogue One. Yeah. Did you guys hear about this? That's awesome. I did. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, he will not be the film's main antagonist, but, quote, will be working behind the scenes. We kind of assumed that, right? Pulling the strings and will appear on screen via view screen or hollow projection or something. I, you know, like, with all the rumors of Ben Mendelsohn, I didn't know. I did With all the rumors of Ben Mendelsohn in this film, I didn't know. Just with it being the Death Star heist movie, I kind of figured we'd at least have cheeky shots of Darth Vader in the it background. It makes sense, yeah. 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 I've been hearing a lot that the rumor that Ben Mendelsohn is the main villain is true. We're I've gonna, been hearing a lot about We're going to talk about okay. that. Um, the next rumor, it's also about Rogue One, and it comes from Bloody Disgusting. Check this shit out. One source has shared this incredible and exclusive information <laughs> with us. Ben Mendelsohn's new Moff character is indeed the big baddie of Rogue One. Hmm. The other main villains, what's it, that doesn't make any sense with, with what we talked about a few weeks ago, where Ben Mendelsohn says, I haven't gotten a phone call yet. Right. I'm down for it, but I haven't gotten a phone call yet. Yeah, shit's filming in three weeks. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy said that they're going to start filming with Rogue One in three weeks. Yeah, that what is kind of weird. Now, Jay, Jay and I have watched a Netflix series. Okay. Um, it was called Bloodline, and we reviewed it on the show a few weeks ago, and Ben Mendelsohn played a character in that. Did you like him? We loved Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. He was fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a great Star Wars villain, huh? He could be. He could be. Yeah. Okay. He could be. If they cast him, I am, like, sold on Rogue One. Um but, uh, yeah, one source, they shared this incredible exclusive information with us. Ben Mendelsohn's new Moth character is indeed the big baddie of Rogue One. The other main villains of the piece are bounty hunters hired by the Moth to quietly retrieve the stolen Death Star plans at all costs. Vader factors in once he realizes that the plans have been stolen, so he joins the hunt in, supporting, in a supporting role and is none too pleased. Hmm. When is that guy ever pleased? <laughs> the bounty hunters include Boba Fett, uh. Bosk, uh. Dengar, yes, Zuckus, Bandage Man, IG88, Cad Bane, Holy from fuck. Clone awesome, Wars. Man. He's like the gunslinger. The gunslinger. Uh, for is it for Lom? Yes. 
And he's like the buggy one. Guys, I, what I got from this is you. Oh my god! What I got from this is like, hey, uh, do you want the most amazing fucking anthology Star Wars film ever? Right. Yes. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get. You're gonna get more Boba Fett. You're gonna fucking get a live action Cad Bane. Uh, hey, uh, you guys don't know what you're in for, but you're gonna get fucking Ben Mendelsohn, who's gonna be like one of the best Star Wars fucking villains of all time. Yeah, yeah. He is reminiscent to me of like villains, like, like in the 80s, like those 80s villains, like, uh, villains like in the Indiana Jones movies. Which is perfect for this. Yeah, yeah. He, he just plays that villain, like, like on the flip side, like, it's like, man, I like that villain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that villain. I'm excited for more. I, I want to see IG88 doing IG88. Yeah, <laughs> this this sounds absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, like I like going into this, I was thinking to myself, okay, we're just gonna get this fucking heist movie. It's gonna be Ocean's Eleven, and it's gonna show we're gonna we're gonna get to know like these different like. Uh, Guys, that these rebels that are gonna fucking go after the Death Star plans. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Like, no, it sounds like they've already got the plans, and it's all about fucking like the villains trying to get the plans back. Wow, with the help of fucking like all these different bounty hunters. <laughs> this is fucked up and awesome. It's a great it's story. Awesome. <laughs> is that? Am I right here? No, you're completely right. I'm super excited for Rogue One. Yeah, the whole every, everything I've heard about it. I'm really surprised we didn't get more concrete news about Rogue One, especially considering it's they dropped the three weeks mm-hmm. until filming. Yeah. You would have figured they would have given us a cast. They given us more of a cast. Uh, I mean, we know Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. We know... Here's your Rogue One cast for the first time. Forrest Whitaker, who else is at the... the Tatiana Maslany was actually rumored for this fucking oh, movie I remember, one time. I remember. I was upset that they took I was her. upset that they took her out, too. The dude playing Rogue Leader, I can't remember. There's that Diego Luna. He's oh, going to be in that's it. Right, right, that's right. We've got Diego Luna, Forrest Whitaker. It was it Felicity Jones. Mm, that sounds another, right. Yeah. And then, uh, but the one that, you know what I mean? Like, the one fist pump that I'm waiting for is, like, confirmation that we get Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. So we should get that in three weeks or less. Jake, Netflix account, watch Bloodline. Yes, okay. I'm not kidding you, dude. Jay I got, I got will attest to I got that. a lot of watching to do. Yeah. I want to see Mr. Robot's top of my list. Yeah. Mr. Robot. And we're only three episodes in, so yeah. definitely get on that shit. Um, Christian Slater's in it, and wow. In yeah. Mr. Robot? In, yeah. <laughs> not Rogue One. Not Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> we're, we're crossing streams at this point. <laughs> All right. Um, the, also... There might some there might be new uh, bounty hunters in this, but the core group is what I mentioned. Mm. Fett will absolutely appear on screen again in a semi main role before his solo film. Wow! Now, guys, the solo film. Do you think that it that they are going to give him a solo film, or do you think that they are going to do the Han Solo slash Boba Fett film? You film? have so, to. I think they'll do both. I think we're going to get the solo film first, though. Hmm. You think that with the announcement of Chris Lord and Phil Miller doing a Han Solo film that they would have like said, yeah, Boba Fett's going to be involved in this. Yeah, definitely. That's a huge thing to say. Yeah. Um, Their source also tells them that there have been thoughts of adding a Wookiee bounty hunter to the group. Hmm. It's not been confirmed, though. Hmm. Yeah, more Wookiees. Uh, Do you think that that leads to fucking like... uh, 
Chewbacca versus this Wookiee later on. Oh, Wookiee versus Wookiee. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wookiee versus Wookiee action. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It has waka to. waka. Huh. Yeah, maybe maybe Chewbacca's. Uh, I've never thought about an evil Wookiee. Yeah. No. Yeah. How could you? Well, maybe it's not an evil Wookiee. He doesn't have to be evil. Is he's it Chewbacca? A, he's a Wookiee for hire. Yeah, he's a bounty hunter. He's a great. He's a bounty Wookie. hunter. Hmm. <laughs> it's not Chewbacca. Don't make his. Fur, I don't think don't it's make his fur gray. <laughs> because at this point, Chewbacca is working with Han. Mm. He's working, oh. he's a smuggler. Okay. okay. Not a bounty hunter. I think we'll get the how Han met Chewbacca story. That's what I want. Movie. I want that too. Yeah. I want that. Damn. Uh, my mind is fucking reeling. I have no idea. Wookiee on Wookiee action. <laughs> Let's talk about Sandy. I definitely want to see that. You're talking about porno, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about the San Diego Comic Con Force Awakens panel. Yes, I, 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 you guys saw the link, and mm-hmm. you, I, I watched the entire thing. I did too. Yep. And uh, what, what were some of the some of the great things that you got from like? Okay, number one, like just from the panel itself, and then we also saw that amazing video. I loved the panel. Um, I mean, great thing upon great thing. Um, I loved JJ's answers to almost all the questions. Mm. Um, I loved seeing the Bubba Joe come out. Bubba Joe is and, and great. Walk around in the little baby Bubba Joes. The and little, everything. yeah, the little uh, like the little weird fucking like snake looking heads mm-hmm. that yeah, were popping like, out of that. Look like his children or something. Yeah. and just like they pointed out the way his like nostrils would flare and everything would contract. Yeah, and his yeah his nostrils were flaring. That was so cool. It was. It was super yeah. cool. Um, just um, yeah, I, John Boyega. Wow. Yeah, he was so charismatic. Charismatic and funny. Yes. And a great storyteller. And I was just like, wow, I really, really like this guy. And my God, if he doesn't have like the deepest, coolest, sultry voice in the <laughs> entire fucking life. He does, yeah. I was just like, holy shit, dude. It was like I was there. When like, I was Jay, you've seen it. this it dude crazy. in Attack the Block. I yeah. remember you mentioning that on a past episode. And like, I've never seen the guy work. And it's. <sighs> And uh, you said attack on the attack the block. He made that movie. Yeah. Attack that, the block. Yeah, yeah, you said that movie's great. So I'm expecting great things out of John Boyega. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, it was such a great panel. I mean, you put you put your um, finger on the pulse. Like, if you're a Star Wars fan, you should watch this panel. Absolutely. One of the things that I thought was cool that I think that was slipped up in this was the fact that. Uh, Domino Gleason. Oh, the Star Killer thing. The Star Killer. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Domino Gleason uh, said something about he was talking about uh, his character, uh, General Hex. Yeah. Hux. Hux. Yeah. General Hux, and how their base was called Star Killer Base. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Can I say that?" And he's looking at JJ, and it's like he's already fucking said it. <laughs> and you know, Star Killer is like paying homage to like the original treatment that. George Lucas had written when mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker's last name was Luke Star Killer, and so they called it Star Killer Base in this new film. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was very cool. And I'm glad that they let that information slip. It was. It was. It doesn't hurt anything. It was a fun. Mm-hmm. It was a mm-hmm. fun nugget of info. Only only yeah. true fans would have known that right off the yeah. bat. It was a cool yeah. thing. The to action announce. figures are going to tell us that before the movie comes out. Also, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. We're good to go on Star Killer Base. Um, and uh, I loved Gwendolyn. 
Yeah, yeah. She Gwendolyn was super charming. <laughs> you could tell she was having a lot of fun sitting next to Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Adam Driver had no idea, like, what he could say. He was legitimately, you could tell, like, a little panicked. He was like, what can I say about my character? Yeah. Like, because seriously, like, the most shrouded and guarded character throughout this entire thing has been Kylo Ren. Yeah. And he's like, it's almost like he's like, yeah, I'll come out here and I'll just sit down. Just don't ask me anything. Right. Yeah, it was really funny. One of the funnier moments was when um, Dominic is, is like, Domino Gleason. Domino, he's like, you're going to let him get away with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then JJ's like, go ahead, tell him something. And he right. still has no fucking idea. It still yeah. takes him a moment to gather yeah. himself like, fuck. I, I like what they did say about Kylo Ren, though, was that they, I, I don't know if, it, I think it was JJ that, t- that responded yeah. to one of those questions and said, you know, he's, it, it, it might have been Adam, actually. It was Adam. Okay, he, yeah, he did say something. He was like, you know, it's not necessarily about whether this guy is good or evil. It's about whether he's right and justified and yeah, good or right. I think. Yeah, good got. or right, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is a great way to put it. And I, you know, I think we've all talked about that before. Maybe right. what his part is in this. You know, he might not necessarily be the big bad. Right. But right. and the best villains don't think they're villains. I think that was kind of the point Adam was trying to make, and I thought that was a good point. I got that too. I got that as well. Yeah. So it very. It sounds like a very like unlike like a Darth Maul. It sounds like we have a very nuanced character. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, or or Vader or Palpatine. This this guy is like Luke Skywalker, but he's on the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> and he thinks he's doing the right thing. It uh-huh. seems like maybe. the video. Let's talk about the video. Oh, the video. I'm going to be yeah. quite honest with you guys that um, I could not get through the video without tearing up. I yeah. was the same way. This video made me tear up more than the second trailer. Mm-hmm. Like this video got Agreed. me all like hyperventilating, yep. like crying. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> like, that, that, <laughs> like that kind of crying. I 100% agree. The video though, like on, you know, like, you know, emotions aside, we got to see some new characters in this. Yeah. It was super cool. Some cool characters. Very too. cool characters. I did not even know what to like make out of like that fucking like there's like that female character laying next to that alien character which has kind of like almost like kind of like bug like mm-hmm. fucking like tusks or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, coming out of his face. He, he's almost he's a very big large character. I can't I can't even It was all it was reminiscent of Jabba's palace. Very to reminiscent me. of Jabba's yeah, palace. But it wasn't Jabba. He yeah. he had legs and arms. Right. It, yeah, he's definitely, he's not a hut. Yeah. We've heard rumors of huts being in this film too. Oh, I exciting. hope so. Shit. So But fuck man. And we got to see they we didn't get to see like what Lupita Nyong'o's character looks like, mm-hmm. but we did get to see her doing like the mocap for her character. Yeah, I felt like it, I was a little disappointed by that part just because I felt like it was the, it was basically the same screenshots we saw just mm. in the video from Entertainment Weekly. Yes, yeah, it's just like we got to see it live action. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Not not that this whole thing wasn't exciting, but that part I was like more. Man, I love the shot of like JJ. <laughs> talking to the cast and crew he's like this is the first day of filming for star wars episode seven and i loved it i got super choked up when we saw carrie fisher for the first time i don't know if it's because i hadn't seen her yet in anything but that was like a big like (gasps) oh did you see her and harrison together yeah like on the sets and everything that was like oh man geek Mm -hmm. geek bumps (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and it kicks into gear like halfway through. Then you start to get like the Imperial March. Like they're showing stuff, you know, and, and then you kind of get to the Imperial March song. Yeah. And then all this action starts taking place. And it it's... When they show when they show that behind the scenes footage of Kylo Ren stepping off of that yeah. ship, yes, yes. and like the exhaust Total comes Vader. up, I was like Vader, yeah. thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you. I, I got was it. clapping I, my hands. I got it too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got that too. That was awesome. Um, and I, I'm torn right now. I don't know. Like I kept thinking to myself, like who's going to be like taking over the Falcon? Because like they showed. Ray mm-hmm. being shown how to fly the Falcon, and I've heard rumors that Poe Dameron. Yeah, Poe keeps be, talking about that. Yeah, Poe Dameron's going to be our next pilot of the Falcon. I so, really like um, what Oscar Isaac had to say about Poe, about how he put, how he said that Poe was there during the medal ceremony during yeah. Episode Four. Yes, a yes. new hero, a new kind of hero, and that's what made him want to. What he is now, like that's what inspired him to be the best pilot in the world. Is uh, that canon, or is that like him? I think that's his method. His acting. method acting. But I thought that was brilliant. Yes, was, I really love that. Well, part. and you know what? I think since he is the actor, I think it is canon. I think if, it's canon too. It's canon if that's what he says about the character. I agree. Fantastic yeah, backstory, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was like that <laughs> part made me shiver when he said that. Yeah. I was like, it really- I didn't know. Like I've talked in the past, like Oscar Isaac. I saw Inside Lewin Davis, and yeah, it got all this critical fucking acclaim, and people loved the movie. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like that, like impressed with it. I gave it a taste, it, and then I watched a movie that I reviewed on the show a couple months ago called Ex Machina, which mm. also stars Domhnall Gleeson, who's going to be in this movie. And fucking Oscar Isaac is phenomenal. Phenomenal in Ex Machina. I keep forgetting the two of those guys are in that movie. I he's, need to see that. He's the only guy that could get away with this line. Check this fucking shit out. So, like, the AI in that movie in Ex Machina draws a picture... And Oscar Isaac goes in the fucking room and takes the picture and tears it up. Well, later on, Domhnall Gleeson, who's kind of forming a relationship with the AI, goes up to Oscar Isaac and says, you know, he's upset because, like, he's forming a relationship with the AI. And he sees, like, this video footage of, like, him tearing up the AI's picture that she drew. And he confronts Oscar Isaac. And he's like, you tore up her picture. And Oscar Isaac says, and you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to tear up the dance floor. And you see fucking like disco music and disco lights drop down and shit and he starts dancing with this other fucking, this other character in the movie. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous and he's the only fucking actor that could ever pull that fucking line off. Wow. And it fucking, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It's an awesome scene. It's an awesome movie. I took away the fuck out of it. But Oscar Isaac, oh my God, I cannot wait to see him as Poe Dameron in this movie. That's all I got to say. That that was the most surprising thing I took from the whole panel was his comment on that. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting anything, mm-hmm. you know, about his character at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he was great. I, I really had no opinion on him and really charmed up to him during his. He's apocalypse his baby. Pain. Yeah, I know. He's apocalypse know. too. Did you yeah. guys see that picture? I saw yeah, it. I saw it. Fuck. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be awesome. Did you see the brief clip that? No, I saw I'm the clip. The, I didn't the see clip it. from the X Men trailer. Uh-uh, I didn't see it. <laughs> they have uh, Michael Fassbender confronting Apocalypse, and he says, "Who the fuck are you?" 
Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how the fuck is that even in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I heard about him dropping the F-bomb in yeah. the fucking clip. But yeah. how creepy was Apocalypse? Yeah, he was Come like, and see. Yeah. That's what he answers to him. That He's was like, his to fucking Magneto? Yeah. yeah, to Magneto. And he's standing with Storm with her mohawk. Yeah. Wow. Apocalypse oh, is standing I, yeah, with Storm. I saw the fucking... I, I saw Mohawk Storm. Just the way he yeah. said that fucking line, come and see. I was like, I want to see this fucking movie. No yeah. one uses the one F-bomb you get for a non-rated R movie I better know. than the X-Men franchise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are right. Fucking X-Men first class, when they fucking walk into that bar, yes. and fucking Hugh Jackman is sitting yeah. there, and they ask him to like, you know, join him and shit, and he says, fuck off. Yeah. Like, and then Professor Beautiful. X and Days of Future Past. That, exactly. And then now we got Magneto yep. with the Who the Fuck yep. Are You? And yep. These guys really know how to utilize their one fuck. They're way, <laughs> they're way better than us when it comes to that. Right? Oh, God. I use it continuously. <laughs> Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I didn't get to see the whole trailer. I searched for it. I didn't either. Wait, I was yeah. like, must see Apocalypse trailer. Yeah. But I found that clip. I was surprised. Uh, when Harrison Ford came out there. Me too. It looked um, like they didn't have a seat for him until he came out. Because I was just surprised that he was actually speaking coherently. Yeah. yeah. Because usually it's like, uh, Harrison, what did you think about uh, you know filming for uh, Star Wars Episode Seven? And see, and see, that's another <laughs> exactly. That's a great Harrison. <laughs> Don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, when he came out, I was like, oh no, here we go. I really got more of a notion than ever that Han Solo was going to die in this movie <laughs> from Harrison Ford on this panel. Thank so. you. Did, I, did, I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Because he says like, okay, so I'm reading the script for the first time and I read something so, you know, what do you say? I read something very so compelling. powerful, very compelling. Yeah. yeah, you're reading what you wanted to read in episode fucking... Uh, six. Yes. When you wanted your character to die, there's like two or three moments of just the stuff he said. Where I was like, Oh my yeah. god, Han yeah. Solo's dying. You're dead. And, and see, yeah. I was, I was, you know, this is just left field, but I was thinking the whole time, like Adam Driver is totally pulling the old Harrison Ford maneuver, where he's just like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested. <laughs> That's what he seemed like to me the whole fucking time, and I was like juxtaposing him with Harrison. I know, it's just a stupid pipe dream, but whatever. <laughs> but I'm surprised. Well, he I'm, has I, to do that. He can't say shit. He, he actually said, like, uh, Harrison Ford actually said, like, I, you know, I can't believe, like, I'm finally thinking this is more of a blessing than a curse. A when blessing I, that they're going to finally kill a kill character off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why else it's would like, he say It's that? like a mercy kill. It's a blessing. <laughs> See, man, he's, you know, that's crazy. It's just like, uh... <laughs> That he's he he wants his character to die so much, but he, he on the flip side he loves Indiana Jones so much. Yeah, and he's willing to do a Blade Runner movie. But like this is the movie that like turned him into who he is. Right. This is the movie that gave him like the opportunity. Yeah, dude. Okay, he did fucking uh, American Graffiti before this, yeah. but like nobody's asking for American Graffiti too. I don't want to see fucking Ron Howard driving around in a fucking vehicle now and shit. And, <laughs> and to give Harrison credit, he showed the most. Hey guys. He showed the most sincerity <laughs> he did. towards what Star Wars has done for his career than I'd ever seen him do before. I was so surprised. I, I agree. I was surprised, too. I, I, you're right. You're I was right. blown away by it. And, yeah. and you know what else leads to your you guys' conclusion that yeah. he's going to die? Hamill let him talk. Hamill normally loves to fucking talk about yes, Star yes, Wars. Yes. Hamill is the heart and soul of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he'll let this guy talk. Yeah. Yes. 
got to be. I, I loved hearing Hamill talk about talk though about like the first time like he went to like a a convention. Oh, that was super cool. Before the movie had been released, it was like seventy six and everything. Yeah, and how they only had twenty five pictures yeah. and to talk about uh, about the movie and trying to get people pumped up about a movie. They had C, C um oh god C three PO and R two D two but yes. he said they didn't have Antony in, in yeah. the costume yeah yeah so, uh, that was super cool uh, Peter Mayhew was out in the audience and yeah. shit yeah that was and awesome. that was cool <laughs> you know Carrie Fisher I thought it was funny when she felt like they had totally like glazed like one of the audience yes people that was a totally at the, and so and so and she was like the only person yes, left yes yes, yes yes oh she's like oh and I'm so and so and then the first question that was asked to the panel was came from Batman that was hilarious and Batman stayed in Batman character and asked the question yeah, like this awesome. I love JJ's I response yes I didn't understand a word he said <laughs> <laughs> JJ was on fire that whole time I thought he was like, great yeah. man I hate to see him go from this almost after like seeing all this footage and him talking. Oh, Jay, 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 Jay. Trust me, dude. But, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Johnson's gonna kill it on the sequel, dude. I love when he was like, when you make a movie, you want to shoot scenes on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah, he's like, the Millennium Falcon doesn't make it great yeah. itself, but you want to shoot scenes on the Millennium guys, Falcon. Guys, 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 I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but I got a feeling from watching this fucking panel that we watched history. Oh, yeah. I agree, I agree. I was... I paused to go to the bathroom, and as I was going to the bathroom, I'm, like, sobbing. Yeah. And I, in my head, I'm like, I don't understand why I'm crying. And there's not really a definitive moment that why am I all, like, all sobby at this shit. And I was like... It's because you're a pussy. <laughs> Jay, like, no, me and, we, me and Jay talk about it all the time. I call Jay all the time. <laughs> like, I call him up and be like, dude, do you think Jake's a pussy? Yeah. And Jay, Jay's like... Absolutely. Nothing's Jake's, made me sob Jake's like kind this, of a pussy. Though. I was just like... And I think it's because, like you said... It's because you're a puss. I was watching history. <laughs> kind of a puss. Yeah. No, it's not about history. A bit of a puss. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you, dude. I was I, I was tearing up and shit too. I was tearing up and shit too. It's I'm not crazy. gonna fucking lie to you, dude. But there, there, there's something there's something about these characters. There's something about the way that everybody was talking about Everyone's Star Wars. So excited. Everyone's yeah. so excited. The, uh, even the people, even some of the, like the you know. And I was expecting a little bit more from some of the questions that people were asking there. Yes, yes. Yeah. That, they kind of let me down. <laughs> they kind of let me down. It's like, are you casual fans? Yes, I, the casuals. The casuals came out. You're at San Diego Comic-Con, and you're acting like you don't understand. You're asking fucking Gwendolyn Christie if she's more from the light side or the dark side, when you damn well sure fucking know that she's Captain fucking Phasma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what color lightsaber would yeah. you like to have? Oh, yeah. 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 What color lightsaber would you like to have? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> There's so many better questions to yeah. be asked. Whatever lightsaber pick- is going to strike you down so you don't ask another <laughs> ignorant question, you stupid you fuck. Know, they handpicked those questions so they wouldn't sure. be put on the spot by any... Agreed, agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. because, like, you know, us, we're going to ask fucking, like, questions that are going to fucking, like... Well, we read on Latino Review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who is Kylo Ren? <laughs> yes, yes. Adam Driver, we're not going to let you get out of this one. Stop being Answer- such a puss. Answer it now. Answer it now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, dude, 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 you're not a puss. You're not a puss oh, yeah, yeah. for crying. I fucking, I'm fucking getting misty-eyed and shit. And I watched the thing multiple times. Every time, I couldn't fight back the fucking tears. And this was before this is fucking they Star Wars. Legacy players. I'm like pausing and sobbing. Agreed. I mean, they they I'm hadn't like- brought they hadn't even brought out Mark Hamill. They hadn't brought out Carrie Fisher or fucking Harrison Ford. This is his. Is this his second? 
Is this his second Comic Con appearance? Yeah, second Comic Con appearance. I think yeah. it was the three that got me. I because I pa- I paused right before they brought out the bat. They're like, we're gonna bring out the bad guys. So I like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, and I think it was just the three and their excitement and just yeah. the. Oh man, they were all three of them were great on yeah. stage. The bad guys weren't really exciting at all, except for Gwendolyn, in my opinion. Like you know, like yeah. as far as like their enthusiasm, oh, I, Domhnall Gleeson. Oh yeah, I, I, I take that back. Yeah, I was, take that back. He was all about being the dark side. Carrie Fisher had him red face. Yeah, but, but I, honestly, I think Adam Driver did not know what to say. I, I agree. Like, I think like he felt like he was on pins and needles. Like, well, what can I really say about Kylo Ren? Because like Kylo Ren is the most shrouded and mystery character this film has going forward it's like it's like every time they asked him a question he was like looking at jj yes, like, what yes. the fuck can i say gwendolyn just started talking over him yeah when they asked him about his character yeah. she's she like well let me let me talk about let myself talk about sure. my captain phasma is awesome yeah. you know, guys 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 like nobody I, I was so surprised like nobody asked her about her stormtrooper armor like yeah. nobody asked like are you gonna go like all fucking predator and fucking like be invisible and shit? Right. Are you gonna fucking cloak yourself and be like all invisibility cloak and shit? I think she's just gonna be trying to seduce people with that armor since it's so provocative. She's just as interesting as Kylo Ren, though. It's like, what is yeah. that story about? You know. Well, yeah. that uh, she, I think she's directly under General Hux. Is mm-hmm. it General Hux? Yeah. I think Domhnall Gleeson's character, like, he's the one who has direct control over her and wow. sends her out on like missions and shit. I, I honestly got to say, like, the biggest like thing- she's the one that's sent to get Boyega. Boyega. Finn hmm. is like the stormtrooper that that they're after. Right, he, you, they're after him, and so she is sent to go after Boyega. So I think Hux puts out that fucking like, hey, you know, you got to fucking capture Boyega's right character. Do you think all three of these characters will be in Episode Eight? Domino Gleason, uh, as far as I know from the rumors I heard, Domino Gleason will die in Episode Seven. Okay, so General Hux will be gone. By episode eight, there's a cliff scene where he is in the Starkiller base mm-hmm. that is brought down, and he crumbles with Starkiller. He's base. like the Moth Tarkin of episode exactly, seven. exactly. Okay. So Domhnall Gleeson is gone by that. Um, as far as like Adam Driver's character is concerned, I have no idea. I'm hoping that we. I hope Kylo Ren is like the new Vader, mm-hmm. and he like is at least forward. in three movies. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. I hope the same for Gwendolyn too. Oh, Captain Phasma, yeah. I yeah. hope she's not a one-time. I loved her thoughts on this. Like, she felt like every day, like, she could lose this part. Yeah. Like, it was almost like a dream come true. She couldn't believe, like, like you know, and we're talking about an actress that's on, like, one of the hottest TV shows on <laughs> yeah. TV. Her in, co-star in seemed in awe of her because of that. Yes. It, it, agreed. Like, yeah. like uh, even Domhnall Gleeson, who's done some, you know, he's done Frank, he's done Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. They're looking at her like, wow, you know, your career... You you realize you're on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you realize this. I would kill for a part on Game of Thrones. Like I'll play Theon, cut my dick off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? I was watching John Wick today. Oh yeah, and I didn't even like the first time I watched John Wick. I oh, didn't, you didn't know who Alfie Allen was? Really. I was like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that that was Theon Greyjoy. Yes, that's I was funny. Like, Holy shit! If you didn't hate the character enough already, now you're <laughs> killing puppies. Exactly. <laughs> then I thought to myself, like, if there was a porno version of John Wick, it would be called John's Wick. 
True. You went. Yeah. You went. True. That, you could have gone so easy with that, and you. I, I applaud you for uh, making a good joke. You could have just been John Dick or whatever, right? I know John Swick. Yeah. Right. No, I'm not going to go for the fucking obvious. John Swick. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. I'm glad I got the Jake Elliott seal of approval. It's good. Stamp of approval from Jake Elliott. Look at this mic. Dude, that's... <laughs> dude. Oh, shit. Let me turn the volume down on that. Yeah. <laughs> Total distraction like Man of Steel. Oh, shit. That was so needless. Who's going to pay like for Man that? Steel, yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing I want to add is yeah. is that Gwen, uh, the Captain Phasma character is already so likable like Boba Fett, and there hasn't been shit. Yeah. You already, like, I don't want to see her go... Bad. I don't want to see her do bad things because I already like that character yeah, she's so much. Shrouded in mystery, and I love her already. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Such a perfect fucking casting. So smart. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Where the, I don't know. We've, I, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck is yeah. going on here? My fucking <laughs> mouse. I'm confused. I don't even know what's going on. I can't see the screen, man. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's it, dude. That's the whole. That's our episode. We did it. Yay! Oh, dude, I, dude, San Diego Comic Con. This is our fucking third. Yeah. We fucking did it. We did do it. We fucking finished this bitch. We did finish this bitch. This was a long one. How long do you think it was? Fucking twelve hours. <laughs> is this our longest half a day, hour? motherfuckers? Enjoy. Uh, but, hey, you know what? You know what? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna sing the fucking theme song now. Okay. <laughs> There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a wall, Brad, but it's all been nothing before, and we don't want to be a copycat. Copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It's a trap. (laughs) Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. You like it? (laughs) Wait, wait, hold up though. I've got one more San Diego Comic Con news I'd like to report. No. And I'm gonna hit the stop button. No, I've got one more. Go for it, Chief. I've got one more. Go for it, Chief. There was a uh, Funko Pop San Diego Comic Con (sighs) announcement. Okay. Coming coming later this year, yeah. we're getting Star Wars Bobblehead Core. I don't have money for that. Star Wars Bobblehead <laughs> yeah. Corps coming your way. Um, so and then DC Bobblehead Corps coming yeah. in 2016. I like like the action figures that are like you know yeah. Like that. I like the action figures that don't have Parkinson's. They don't yes. look silly and they don't shake their goddamn heads. <laughs> <laughs> and they you know they have mouths. Not like like not like these fucking like elephantitis heads. Yes, yes. That fucking like like shake around and shit. Like like that, that shake around more than Catherine Hepburn's head Look on a like helicopter. Eric Stoltz from Mass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't have like elephantitis with the fucking head and shit. I like that. I like the action figures that have like like a head that's like yeah. normal. Right, normal size. Normal. Is heads. that a good word? Normal. Kind of scale normal heads. Scale. Yeah. Right. Scale. Scale. A normal head to scale. Not like some like juvenile fucking like bobblehead that right. like oh hey um like do you like shit that doesn't look realistic yeah. that like um do you like bobbleheads <laughs> bobbleheads bobbleheads are dumb bobbleheads are dumb here's Kylo Ren isn't he silly mm-hmm. <laughs> so no Star Wars collector core for you <sighs> oh fuck dude if they did a Star Wars collector core they announced it that's my announcement and okay um. I toss it because <laughs> I toss it. I toss it because I know that I'm going to get a Star Wars patch. Yes, I'm going to get a Star Wars button. Oh my god! I'm going to get a Star Wars <laughs> T-shirt that might be cool. I, I'll give it up to Star Wars T-shirt. Yeah, but I'm also going to get like fucking like bobbleheads. Yes, like yes. Star Wars bobbleheads. Yes, and fuck that shit, dude. Give me 
you know what? If you're going to give me a Star Wars collector core, mm-hmm. give me fucking give me a Star Wars fucking Black Series figure, mm-hmm. an exclusive Star Wars Black Series figure. Give me a Star Wars t-shirt. I'm cool with that. Give me a fucking uh, maybe even like a Star Wars fucking like fucking lithograph. That'd be cool. And uh dude, give me you know what? Give me high quality fucking figure lithograph and a t-shirt call it a fucking day there you go don't give me fucking i'm not fucking nine years old i don't want a fucking bobblehead <laughs> i don't want a bunch of fucking like little bobbleheads bobbling around my fucking house and shit <laughs> seriously i don't want fucking like i don't want something that looks like Catherine hepburn fucking shaking its head around my fucking house and hey shit. brian I don't, I'm Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> I don't let him bother. Welcome I, I to the Star Wars Select the Cost, Brian. <laughs> Fuck that shit, dude. I would pay for that. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't need that fucking shit. Oh, Star Wars pins. I'm excited. <laughs> Star Wars buttons. Dude. Fucking. I'm a rebel alliance. Star Wars patches. Yes. yes. <laughs> Fuck my life. I'm no. the order. Pin. I'm super excited. I, I won't get DC Collector Corps, but I'll be, I'll be there for Star Wars. Man. <laughs> Dude, that's that's see that's hard, dude. Because it's like if it's like brought to you by Funko, it is. Oh, fuck a no. <laughs> yeah, that's what Funko should be called instead of Funko. It should be called fuck funk no. no. <laughs> fuck fuck no collector corps. That's funny. Yeah. Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> Fucking waste of money, yo. Fuck no Funko. <laughs> fuck no Funko. Waste of money, yo. Oh man, you are rhyming and stealing this. I whole save that for the end for yeah. you. Though. Mr. Tomei, yeah. what do you say? Yeah. Aunt, May. Yeah, Aunt May. <laughs> Get that out of your fucking head. Yeah, Aunt, 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 Aunt May. <laughs> oh, no. All right, man. Yeah, so, man. Oh, dude, one more thing that I wanted to bring up is uh, fucking Skull Island doesn't look like it's going to be that great of a movie anymore since we've had uh, Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons drop out of the fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. We had Michael Keaton, J.K. Simmons, Tom Hiddleston, and fucking Mark Ruffalo in that movie. All I was like, people. Tupperware the fuck out of this movie. And now they're like, Michael, uh, you know, J.K. Simmons is like, oh, dude, did you see Whiplash? That was awesome. He was like, uh, I'm not going to be in this movie. <laughs> and then Michael Keaton was like, oh, shit, did you fucking see Birdman? Uh, that movie, like, fucking, like, won some awards and shit. Um, I'm not going to be in this movie. Yeah. So now they're like, yeah, let's hang our hat on fucking Tom Hiddleston and fucking Mark Ruffalo. So they're hanging their hat on fucking Loki and fucking like Bruce Banner. Ruh-roh. So yeah, not not looking forward to Skull Island as much as I was. Damn. I'm on a real quick aside. I'm really looking forward to the uh, James McAvoy, Daniel Radcliffe, Doctor Frankenstein movie that Victor Frankenstein. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about that. Is that that's Universal? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. They announced it actually during the same panel yeah. with the Fantastic Four and uh, X Men and Deadpool. Stuff. No, that made me all when I heard about that announcement. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and watch fucking uh, I Frankenstein with fucking uh, oh um, guy from Aaron Eckhart. Yes. Oh, so good. I was like, I'm gonna watch that movie that I never watched. Let's talk about that. Um, I was like, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that movie that I avoided on purpose. I'm gonna go back and like not watch that movie that I avoided on purpose because it looked awful. Yeah. No, Jake, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, I'm excited about that too. Uh, Radcliffe is Igor. Uh, McAvoy is Doctor Frankenstein. I'm excited about that too because Could be fun. exactly. I, I agree. I agree. They said they were trying to take it away from the monster so much and make it more about the Doctor and Igor. Yeah. Which I and think their is relationship awesome. Relationship and everything. Yeah. Which I you, heard it gets quite creepy. Right. Yeah. A love story of sorts. Yes. Yeah. But you don't hear much about that. You always hear about Frankenstein being a dumbass. You know. Yeah. 
It's yep. cool stuff. Hey, this is an episode uh, 98. Hey. Hey, hey. Did it. One of the longest ones ever, right? Uh, it's pretty long. I don't know. It might be, it might overtake, it might overtake episode 70, whatever the fuck, which was six hours and 34 yeah. fucking minutes of my life wasted. <laughs> I think we did it. I think we did it. We might have beat it. Yeah, I think we did. We might have pissed off the most people we've ever pissed off in one. Excellent. I don't know. Last episode, we I went out of my way to piss people off. Yeah. We'll I, see. Yeah. We'll hey, get some emails. Hold on. Do you want me to go out of my way this episode? Um, kind of. A little bit more? Nah. Yeah, well, kind of. I want a cigarette, or I'd say yes. Oh, Jake's, oh, yeah. Jake's checked out. Thanks. <laughs> no, no, thank you, Army. Thank you, Army, for uh, supporting Jake. And, yeah, thanks uh, for the TV, guys. Thanks for the TV. I'll get you know? the names. I'll be thankings. Yeah, that that won't happen. But <laughs> Jake will procrastinate. He'll forget. He'll be watching that TV and be like, "I was supposed to do something." <laughs> but this he'll be watching. So he'll good. be watching Survivor and Big Brother. Oh yeah. He'll be watching Survivor and Big Brother on it and be like, "Man, I was supposed to do something." <laughs> Can't remember though. And then he'll be like, uh, "It was play Mario Kart 8. Oh shit! It was buy more of these fucking stupid bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> And tape them to the top of the TV. <laughs> All right, this episode's over. It's episode 98. So. Yeah, baby. Whatever. We'll cool. be back next week, episode 99, where we're going to be talking about Ant Man, mm. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Whew. Paul Rudd. Who else is in that one? Uh, Michael know. Douglas. Michael Douglas. Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline Lilly. Yay. Um, Fucking uh, Michael love, Pena. Michael love, Pena. Evangeline. Michael Pena. I <laughs> fucking uh, what is it? Uh, Corey Stoll is that his name? The fucking uh, is that his name? Oh shit! You know more. Corey Stoll. Corey Stoll. He's the uh, yellow the jacket. Yeah, bringing the heat. Being, bringing the heat Ooh. as the yellow jacket. It's gonna blast you. Gonna blast you <laughs> right into that. It's gonna Thomas blast you like Jai Courtney blasted your mom in the ass. Oh, oh, oh yeah, bringing it back to that. All right, episode ninety-eight. We're done. <laughs> Just like all the leftovers say on their doggy bag. Thank you for listening, and thank you for letting Jai Courtney fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Yeah. Later, y'all. Later, y'all. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> People listen to this shit. They do. Yeah. What? I don't know. They're crazy. It's ridiculous. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat It's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna take it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture pushover. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, pushover, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, 